gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? The show starts in ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. following is a world-class bullshitters exclusive welcome to world-class bullshitters the epitome of pop culture i'm your host jeff hicks and with me tonight is the big rig nick utam <laughs> glad to be here on this wonderful thursday night with all of you wonderful people well folks last week nick uh finally came out and told us the truth he's not actually samoan so we wanted to stop dead naming him as the last standing samoan. <laughs> oh, dear. oh don't use that fucking terminology <laughs> what the, don't, don't fucking do that dear god <laughs> Of course, that's the last time we'll ever bring up your Samoan heritage, Nick. May it rest in peace. <laughs> your uncle Rikishi's pissed off at you, but that's the story uh, for another he, time. He's pissed off at a lot of other things, too. I know. The Usos lost. Fuck it. Uh, up next is American Ramrod, Kendo Slice. I have a huge announcement to make. What's that? Oh, I don't really have an announcement. I just always wanted to say that. <sighs> just like our old friend Tony <laughs> Khan, right? Yeah. <laughs> So, folks, we have a fun show tonight. Dion's on his way. His computer is acting up. And uh, we didn't want to make you guys wait for your world-class bullshitters content because it's Thursday night and it belongs to the bullshitters. So, folks, hit that thumbs up button because we are about to go uh, have another fun episode. Tonight is episode 356, I believe. So, yeah, that's what the number on the screen says. We're at episode 356. We're going to be talking about the decline of Disney, uh, all sorts of stuff. Legend of Zelda is about to drop. So, at the end of the show tonight, we're going to have some Zelda memories. And you guys can send in your favorite Zelda Zelda memories all night long. Uh, Kendo, are you excited to at least be in the presence of a new Zelda game, even though you're a little behind and probably won't get your copy right away? Well, I mean, I'm going to get mine tomorrow right after I get home from work. Oh, shit, you'll probably have it before me then. Yeah, I'm leaving work and I'm going to go get it. Now, whether or not I actually get any time to, like, play it is another story because I'm, you know, busy with all sorts of stuff. Spring semester's over, uh, but summer school starts in a couple weeks. Oh. Nick, you're not a Zelda guy, are you? Uh, no, unfortunately, I'm not. Well, no one's perfect. That's what I'm with you. <laughs> oh, fuck. Look, you know. Nick, Nick, <laughs> is the, Nick is the Bud Light of the podcast. Oh. <laughs> but I lost $8 million? You had $8 billion and you didn't share the wealth? Fuck you, man. <laughs> I mean, come on. We could have, with, with 1% of that percentage, man, we could have had. We had a Ferrari for the channel. I don't know why how four guys are going to share one Ferrari, but I mean, all of our faces plastered on the side of a Ferrari. We had women forever. Yeah, all the women and all the cocaine. Shit. What you need to do is take that eight billion dollars, buy us a time machine. Let's go back to the eighties, party with the knowledge we have, invest, become rich as shit, come back to the future, and then just party with cocaine and hookers in the present day. Yeah. It's every man's dream. Or, or, or better idea, just stay in the eighties. Don't come back. Yeah. The 80s aren't as popular as they once were. I learned that today. Kids wanted to listen to some music while we had, like, our free time to work on our projects and stuff. So I put on the 80s playlist because I figured they would like that because they are like, obsessed with it because of Stranger Things. No, now they're, now they're into the 90s, to which I had to remind them. The 90s had bad music. Oh, yeah, dude. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah. It was terrible. We I had, mean, like, 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 like it, it, it got better towards the end, but, like, that's, like, Really, really into the end, like 98, yeah. 99, most of 99 probably. So, 
Yeah, most most of the pop music from the '90s was kind of crap. The pop music oh, yeah. was. Oh yeah, there was some yeah. great rock though in the '90s. Well, well, subjective to what you consider great, but yes, "Everlong" is one of the greatest songs ever. Yes, me. I will get. Okay, I'll give you that. The the best thing that came out of the '90s was was Foo Fighters, and we only got that because Kurt, you know, got shot by Courtney. Yep. <laughs> May he rest in peace. I wonder. I wonder if she'll ever admit that on her deathbed. It was me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> I, that's what we should, if we ever do like a newsletter with little like political cartoons, it'll be one of those of Courtney Love on her deathbed just saying it was me to her daughter, and she'll just be like, oh, son of a bitch. It'll be for an audience of one, but, you know, I'll laugh. We'll probably get sued. <laughs> probably. Probably. Well, it's not like MTV can come after us. They're fucking cutting everything left and right. They just got rid of their news anger or their news. I didn't even know they still <laughs> ran segment? MTV news. Yeah, the top like, of the hour every hour here on MTV news. Like yeah, that, that was it. Yeah, that bullshit with um, Kurt. Where's Kurt Carson? Oh, oh, dear. Yeah, Kurt oh, dear Carson. oh dear God, Carson Daly. I think I think he's dead or living on a living in a van down by the river by, by now. No, yeah, dude, he's Carson. Probably, he's probably like he mainlining had... something, fucking screaming about how great 1990 was. Dude, Carson Daly's been on like talk shows the entire time. His he's his career is not as dog shit as you would think. <laughs> well, it's his dog shit. We're gonna say it is. Oh yeah, I, look, I'm not a fan. I'm not gonna go on Last Call with Carson Daly anytime yeah, soon. I th- well, I, th- I think that show ended, but also th- th- I think him and Jimmy, <laughs> I, th- I think I, th- I think him and Jimmy Kennedy are like at the, at the very same level right now. Until Carson Daly makes a documentary crying about people making fun of him, I think he'll always be a step above <laughs> Jamie Kennedy. Sure. You know yeah. what? Don't don't say that shit because we'll we'll see the TRL documentary in like fucking three years. It's gonna happen. Oh, I forgot and, about and, TRL. And, and 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 like and like Apple's gonna fucking promote like produce it or some shit. By the way, Dude. I did watch Air over the over this last week. How was it? It was fucking awesome. It was so. good. I want to see that movie. Dude, Dude, if you if you if you really want to cry and hurt your, have your feelings hurt, if VH1 is still a thing, I don't know if it is or not. But didn't they do like that? I love the '80s thing like twenty something years ago. Yeah, now they're twenty years out, ago. Yeah, now they're going to be doing the I love the 2000s. <laughs> so it'd be like, Dude, I love the 2000s came out already. How I love the I love the 2000s is like over ten years yeah, old. Yeah, it came what out just years. happened. Yeah, they did it like in 2009. <laughs> Yeah, which, I mean, okay, that was 14 years ago. You can all be like, oh, yeah, well, it's long enough ago to talk about it. Sure, but it kind of just happened. It'd be like, I mean, even talking about when they did the I Love the 80s and then they did the I Love the 90s, like, shortly afterwards. It's like, yo, the 90s just happened, like, a few years ago. I remember I was in college up in Michigan watching that shit in, like, 2003 or four, And they were like, oh, it's I Love the 90s. I'm like, the 90s just fucking happened. <laughs> they were yesterday. Why is this coming out right now? Like, are we oh, really nostalgic for five years ago? <laughs> dude, we were at the time. Like, I can't believe that this was out in 2014, going back to the year 2009. It's like, yeah, nothing really changed. I feel like that's just one of those pinata, empty of candy, but we're still beating it type scenarios that I talked about with, like, Disney and Star Wars. It's like, the I Love the 80s thing was a huge success. Then we did I Love the 90s. It was also a success. Then we did I Love the 80s Strikes Back, and it was a huge success. Then we did I Love the 70s, and everybody loved that. What can we do? Let's talk about the 60s. Oh, no, no, no. There was not really good. There was a lot of bad things that happened in the 60s. Let's not talk about Let's talk about the 2000s. Um, it's 2009. You for- okay. You well, forgot. What year? You forgot I love the uh, 90s part, duh. Oh, yeah, I forgot oh, about that shit. one. Uh, and yeah. I love the 80s strikes back. I mean, there were three I love the 80s. 
Yeah, yeah, there was the. Uh, it was, oh, it was. I love the '80s 3D. Yeah. With oh Al fuck that one! Oh my god. I mean, I watched every one of those. So like, yeah, I, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of it too because I watched it because I mean that was the thing to do. But in hindsight, it was like the first one was lightning in a bottle. It's like, oh, dude, the nostalgia thing for the '80s. That's really cool. And then it turned into just. Yeah, these are just celebrities talking about TV shows and toys they had when they were kids. It's not Hold that on. exciting anymore. Oh, Kendo, we're actually missing one. I Love the 2000s dropped in 2014, talking about the years 2000 to 2009. What uh -huh. we forgot to mention is I Love the New Millennium, which debuted in 2008, talking about the years 2000 through 2007. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> they really over fucking did it. We should come, we should do our own. I love the 1880s. And we'll just talk I love about the 1880s. Great things. You're like, yeah, you know, gunfight at the OK Corral. You know what really was at the OK Corral? And then, you know, shit like that. That's a that's a good idea for a skit. I love the 1880s. I like that. Well, like, oh, oh, let's fuck. make it happen. Yeah, the best part about the 1880s, well, the Indian Wars were mostly over. Oh, well, that's a positive, I guess, for us. <laughs> Oh, you know, back in the day, the best thing to watch on TV was reruns of I Love the 80s, MXC, and, uh, like, that was all you needed, really. You're pretty much and, set. Well, yeah, that that and, like, what was it, like, Extreme Wrestling, e, was it EXT or whatever? Oh, ECW? ECW, thank you, yeah, that, that, that was crazy shit. Then. Was yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it died in 2001. Damn. After Paul Heyman went out to make Rollerball and then sold the company. Oh, fuck, Rollerball. Jesus. So, Nick, the story was he lied to the wrestlers, and he said he was trying to get them money and TV deals and stuff out in Hollywood, and in reality, he was making the movie Rollerball and trying to get his career going, and he didn't pay these people and Roll fucked them over. Oh, my God. Rollerball was such a massive flop. Oh, my God. I remember the commercials and then watching it. I'm like, this is a straight to, back then, a straight to DVD, like, movie you find at, like, Blockbuster or... Was that the movie with Elmo Page? No, that's, uh... <laughs> That's a different roller derby movie. Oh. Yeah. Uh, let's look at. Oh, I think God. I think that one was called Whiplash or something or Whip, Whip? It. Whip It. Thank you. Whip oh it, yeah. yeah. I just I just remember that because you'd see it. It was a picture of Elvis Page on there, and he looked like the kid in the helmet. Yep. Yep. Yeah. This was like a follow up to Juno, I guess. I never saw this movie, but uh, Whip It. Be your own hero. Yeah, that's the one. Elmer Besides... Page in Whip It. Besides the paginator, we also have Juliette Lewis, Kristen Wiig, and Drew Barrymore. So, well, it's it's it, it's good to know that he can whip it right now if if he if he wants to, you know. Yeah, like a helicopter. Part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you impress a chick. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Twist and spin it around your head like a helicopter. That'll really impress her. <laughs> is that what Petey Pablo was actually rapping about back in the day? Is that what's special about North Carolina? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, you know, they're like half the dudes. They drink the water and they get fucking elephant trunks hanging out of their pants. <laughs> this is the third podcast Ken does mention P.D. Pablo They don't even have to drive anywhere in North Carolina They can just hop on like a pogo stick No nah, man they spin it like a helicopter They take off They fly, take off. Off. <laughs> they fly now <laughs> God damn it Nick <sighs> Now uh, For those at home listening Thank you for joining us this Thursday night This lovely Thursday evening uh, we are live, and we have a word of the day. The word of the day comes our friend from our friend Shrebels08, and it is soup. For your soup only, how Stella got her soup back, bushy soup galore, hot tub soup machine, and Beverly Hills soup. I want to 
Hot tub soup Ooh. machine just sounds gross. It, it does. Just, yeah. It does. I mean, unless it, it, it's it, hot it, soup it, tub machine, then that also sounds equally gross. But not as yeah, bad as for a few soups more. A few yeah. soups more. Uh, God, I love. I love how we have to use this word for. Uh, this way, Susan doesn't get mad at us. Susan. Soup hard. Mm. Soup hard. You only soup twice. Yeah. Twice is enough, if you ask me. Doctor soup. Doctor soup. Fistful of soup. Yeah. Fistful of I, think doctor, soup I think Doctor Soup should be our new character on the channel. We, we consult Doctor Soup for all our medical advice. Yeah, and her like Mr. Secret Soup. <laughs> that just sounds gross. Soup finger. Yeah, you don't want to know. You don't. Yeah, I was gonna say you don't want to know what the secret soup is. <laughs> soup uh, never dies. The soup is not enough. That is true. The soup you is gotta not have enough. an entree. <laughs> This is the most delicious title we've had in a minute, folks. So thank Actually, you for Troubles Light. Huh. You know what? Who's the is that Ninja Lawyer Steve that makes all the movie posters and shit? I mean, mm-hmm. I need one. It's got to be the soup is not enough, and it stars the guy that plays Renard, and he's wearing a little chef's hat and the fucking suit Nazi. I want that. <laughs> if that happens, I will actually blow that shit up and fucking um, post it on the wall. Well, folks, well I, I think I think I think Anthony Anderson knows what the secret ingredient is in all that soup. I wasn't going to say that word, pokey. <laughs> Animal semen. Pokey, let's burn this motherfucker down! <laughs> that goddamn movie. Oh, fuck, dude. That, it's wonderful. I still, I still fucking remember the advertisement for that movie. It's like the Asian guy from American Pie and the Indian guy from yeah. that Ryan Reynolds movie coming together to make this. I'm just like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? Yeah, that was... And anybody who thinks we're fucking around, no, that was actually like one of the trailer things. I remember that. It was like, dude, it was and, it was so wild because like you're trying to make a movie out of two characters, two two side characters basically, and it fucking worked. It was great, but it was like the weirdest. I remember the trailer so distinctly. I was like, this is odd, but it looks hilarious. I saw that when it first hit DVD, and Harold and Kumar has been a favorite since then. So it worked, man. That's when marketing knew how to sell to us that the audience that was going to actually pay for it. Nowadays, yeah, and, it's just and, and remakes and, like, and shit. And, and once again, kudos to them. Once again, kudos to them for selling it. Selling it, selling two characters that were side characters that we barely knew from other franchises, and like putting, making a movie, you know, around them like that. It was, but marketing was genius. It's like this is where you recognize them from. This is going to be a movie about fucking them getting high and doing weird shit. Great, awesome, wonderful. And then made made two more movies. It made a whole fucking trilogy. It was great. Is that the best stoner trilogy ever? Stoner, tri- Stoner trilogy? Yes, I don't. I'm sure there's like um, Cheech and Chong who have done once again a lot of those movies, so theirs would be I think above theirs. But I cannot think off the top of my head of three Stoner movies that have, that are a franchise. You know, I'm gonna actually for a second, folks. Sorry, we're not jumping into Disney and Star Wars and all this stuff right away. But we will I would get actually, there. Yes, I would actually argue, Nick, that outside of Up and Smoke. None of the Cheech and Chong movies are better than the first Harold and Kumar. I would rather watch Harold and Kumar go to White Castle before I'd watch Nice Dreams, The Corsican Brothers, or any of the other, uh, you know, Still Smoking, I think, is the sequel. Because they're funny movies. But Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke is a classic, but so is Harold and Kumar. I mean, fuck, it's 20 years old at this point. Like, that's true, that's true. Cheech and I mean, Chong's next movie was the sequel? Oh, I'm sorry. Is that the one with Pee Wee Herman? Uh, okay, you gotta be more specific. Like, half of them have Pee Wee Herman in it. Is that the one where he plays the hotel manager? <laughs> You, oh shit! It's been a while since I watched that. Maybe I know. Still smoking. That was like 
a me and Brandon personal favorite. We love still smoking. Up in the smoke was the best, but still smoking was like our jam. We that's the one where we'd bust out the fucking booze and just like watch that shit laughing our ass off. Yeah, I'm still I'm 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 still waiting for uh the, the broken lizard guys to make pot fest. I'm waiting. I'm still waiting for that one. Mm-hmm. If they don't, we should. <laughs> We should ask them if we can if we can buy that title. Can you guys help us make it? I'll make you a five dollar bet. They don't even own the copyright because they were never going to make the movie. It's that's probably just a stinger true. joke that everyone's been laughing about true. for like fifteen years. But if I bet you, you, if we looked into it, we could make it. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we could. Hundred percent. Sure we could. I can't. All right, folks. We need to raise like twenty seven million dollars. Okay. Well, Kendo, we can fight copyright law. We have a lawyer. We have a couple professionals on our well, side. So. Even if they're like, well, you can't make pot fest. It's copyrighted. Be like, okay, we're going to call it Bud Fest. Or Weed Fest. Dope Fest. I mean, it's not like marijuana doesn't have like 150 fucking nicknames. Yeah, we should exactly. just call it Reefer Madness 2 Electric Boogaloo. Yes. <laughs> nope, that's it. There it is, folks. Folks, let's, we're getting the crowdfunding right now. I will give you my P.O. box. Send me, uh, you know, checks made out to cash and uh we'll get this uh, we'll get this going <laughs> you know what to, to, to kind of solidify that jeff buy the domain mm-hmm. <laughs> uh hold on reefer yeah. madness 2 electric boogaloo yeah. yeah just go ahead and buy the domain so we just have it <laughs> all right let me sign in real quick uh by the way i want to give a quick shout out to the listener on screen i believe his name's devane b10 uh, reference the Dead Kennedy song, and I used to love the Dead Kennedys in college. So shout out to you, Devane B10, for referencing that. Now oh God, we have some wonderful people who have been giving us some soup titles, like our friend I drink before, therefore I am. Excuse me, he says Buckaroo Banzai across the soup dimension. Oh, mm. dude, that's a good movie. I wish I wish we would have made more of those. those. That movie was a lot of fun. I was uh, reading some interview, or maybe it was just a tweet thread or something, but the actress that's in the movie was talking about how it's still one of her favorite movies and she still thinks about it to this day and she built up the built up the film which is nice because like how many people outside of jamie lee curtis look at their earlier work and go on about how good it is like harrison ford shits on star wars other kevin bacon <laughs> won't even talk about friday the 13th but uh, these women are just like hey this was a this was She'll a start talk about to my career no yeah yeah and, and i'll probably talk about animal house as well and tremors thank you sir may have another and tremors <laughs> Oh my God! Would Burt Gummer win in a fight against John Wick? No, I didn't think so, but I wanted to ask on air. Well, it's one of those things where like Burt has been like like going against these like evolved like crazy earthworms for let's say decades now. Um, John Wick has been going against the Russians for <laughs> four movies, right. um, so there's a little bit of, well, a, who's of a, a difference de- there. Who's a deadly adversary? The Russians or these under or whatever oh, the, 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 the 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 graboids? Yeah. Um. I would say the graboids because you know, like you don't you don't know where they're gonna you don't know what's gonna happen where what they're, how they're gonna evolve where they're gonna pop up like you know they're it's just it's it's a toss up really. Um. Uh. Holy shit! I'm looking at all the domains we have. <laughs> There's so many I bought. <laughs> oh, well, trust me. I have. I, I have. I have. Yeah. I have a lot as well. Just like in case. I have bought 17 while we're on the air at times. Like uh, nice. <laughs> Yeah, we have stealingsolo.com, so that's the most important one next to worldclassbullshitters.com and wokebuster. Yeah, we got a lot of them. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter, folks. Uh, we have to do something with worldclassbullshitters.com. We should. I know a guy who can build us a cool website. I don't know what we'll put on the website, but we'll get it. Well, apparently, with, yeah. so, with some AI program, we can have a website in 30 seconds. Yeah. Is that real? That's real. That's 100% real. 
Hmm. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Like they the the multitude of AI apps now is 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 idiotic. It really is. Yeah, I mean, folks, what you don't realize is you're not actually listening to a current episode of World Class Bullshitters. This is an AI-generated episode. I put in a prompt six hours ago to chat GPT and then sent it to the other one for the voice modulation. That's why Dion's not here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've we've given Jeff two hours of our voice so we can, you know, modulate it correctly. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. I can get Reefer Madness to electricboogaloo.com for a penny, and it's mine. <laughs> fucking do it, fucking do it. Boom. Do it, do it, do it. I don't need any of the add-on and protection. We just we now own it for two years. <laughs> oh jeez. So, folks, we actually have some I wonder, stuff to talk about today. I, I, well, okay. Well, one more thing. I wonder if that's. I wonder, if that's a form, I wonder if that's a form of copyright. If we own the domain, do we own like the title? I I would like to think that, but I also don't think anybody else wants to make Reefer Madness to Electric Boogaloo. Like, 100%. it's going to be a breakdancing stoner movie set in the set in the current day. Like. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's true. But I'm just saying, like, if that's if that's a. Form well, I got a better idea. We set it in the future, but with the future is like 2006. <laughs> so it's a period piece to us, but a future so, movie for the original breaking. I got it. Correct. So, so we still have flip phones. The the, the smartphone have the smartphone haven't come out yet. Gotcha. What kind of phone did you have in 2006? A black oh. Motorola StarTac. It was wonderful. Yeah, I had the. Um, what the fuck did I have? It was it was just like a Motorola flip phone in two thousand six. No. no, 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 in 06, I had no. It was it was like a it was like the one from the movie The Saint where he had like the keyboard and everything. That that's what it was. It was like an old, it was burnt orange like Motorola one with like a like a fairly nice camera for that time. It was like three megapixels. It was like the highest one at the time. <laughs> I had this phone and I thought it was the coolest fucking oh phone on the God. planet. Dude, Nokia. Oh jeez, I would. You know what? I really do wish it would come back. Well, the way I lost this phone is my mom washed and dried it. And then she brings it to me. She's like, hey, honey, your phone was downstairs. And, like, the screen wouldn't light up, so I had to switch it out for some shitty flip phone. But, man, when I had this phone, it was the shit. It came with, like, a little stencil that you would trace, and then you could cut out the back and put anything you wanted behind the phone. And it had, like, a camera and shit. I'm glad we are with we we have with technology, but back in the day, man, I thought I was James Bond with this shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, yeah. no, no, and like, yeah, that, that's what mine was too, because like mine would open up, like would unfold, like one of the saint, have a full screen and stuff like that. You could have like a, a full keyboard at your fingertips. It was great. I loved it. It was awesome. Do you guys remember the best uh, Nokia ringtone ever? Espionage. Ah, uh, no, I don't. I do not remember that. No, I do remember paying like ten cents a text message, though. I'm glad those days are gone. <laughs> Yeah, same. Like fucking, I had it where it was fifty cents a day, but it was unlimited text. So if you didn't text for a day, because I had like a prepaid card, and my mom's like, "Well, when it runs out, I'll get you new ones," and she always did. But those were the weirdest days with the fucking phones. I remember what was it when the iPhone went to the first iPhone went to AT and T. Apparently, text messaging through it was fifty cents a text. It was it was stupid. It was fucking because it was a brand new phone. It was fucking stupid. Well. Technology, people pay through the nose for that shit. That's true, man. That's true. Um, but I remember, the, yeah, I remember the first guy in my phone. It was, like, it was a block of aluminum they machined to put the electronics in. It was tough as hell. Now these ones are like pieces of art. You have to like have a fucking like titanium cover around so that it doesn't fucking break. I once sneezed and broke an iPhone. Was, <laughs> I don't. I do not doubt that one bit. I do not doubt that one bit. I really don't. Dude, all joking aside, I once put an I- my own iPod in my pocket with nothing else, and the shit cracked in my pocket. Yeah, there we go. 
Yeah. That there's was actually there's actually an Etsy store that will make you a a brand new um uh, mu- uh, music iPod, but it has like an SSD in it and like a, a, a battery that will last like four fucking days. It's wild. God. Uh, hail to everyone in the chat tonight, folks, as we take a trip down memory lane to the year 2005, where I had a wonderful Nokia. Uh, Kendo, you were in college, correct, in 2005? Yep. Or were you out by then? No, I was still in college. Same for you too, right, Nick? What are you talking about? I'm still in college now. Uh, Shit, let's see, oh, oh, 05, yeah, oh, 05, I was, at, I was at, I was at the, the, the ultra, ultra prestigious um, ITT Tech Technical <laughs> University. It was, uh, it was wonderful. Yeah. Those commercials were always the highlight of my Dude, they were days. <laughs> God, that place was such shit. It was it was hacker university. It was hacker university straight up. That's how I learned how to do a bunch of shit that I shouldn't know know how to do. It's terrible. Didn't didn't they lose their accreditation and everybody who was paying the loans or whatever back to ITT Tech were forgiven because this the place doesn't exist anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were they were forgiven. Yeah. So like when, whenever I put my whenever I put my whenever I put up yeah because like now I can put. Now for my for my resume, I usually put like Un- University of Tennessee as the college, not ITT Tech, because like it doesn't fucking exist anymore. I don't want to like I don't want them to look at that and be like, oh, he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. So you know, oh, Nick's a volunteer, changed. eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no fruit sucks quite like the big orange there, bud. Jeez, man, that 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 football team blows. Uh, don't 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 You're say that to this uh, year. Yeah, they finally. Yeah, yeah. After after thirty goddamn years, they finally got a decent, decent fucking coach and decent players. And be fair, and none of them, was, none, none, like none of them, years. none of them, thankfully have gotten arrested. Jesus, because every 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 year there were like five or six who got arrested for doing dumb shit. It's like, just don't do dumb shit. Honestly, if you go back in time to two thousand six, what we were talking about, there will be plenty of pictures of me wearing Tennessee hoodies because. <laughs> I grew up a Tennessee fan because my grandfather was, and then oh, God, dude. I just kind of stuck with that because I'm like, man, I went to the University of Missouri, but it was in St. Louis. It's not exactly Mizzou, but it kind of is, but it kind of isn't. And then now I'm a Red Raider because I'm like, sweet. I actually have a college I can support because I actually went there. Um, I'm hoping Michigan State loses its accreditation so I can stop paying back. You think that'll happen this season? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either, man. <laughs> Uh, the Bengals got a better chance. Well, shit, they made it to the Super Bowl. I can't even make that joke anymore. Kendo, opening games, you versus me, man. That's going to be interesting. What? No, it isn't. The first game of the season is Thursday Night Football, Detroit at Kansas City. It's me versus Dion. Well, I thought the Bengals' first game was uh, versus the Chiefs. No, they're playing later in the season because they want to – the really good games, they wait till later in the season because they mean more apparently at that point. I'm just glad that the Bengals are actually in that conversation of, hey, you guys are going to play later in the day and have the bigger games now. Cause you actually, no, it's New, Year's, it's New Year's Eve is when they're playing. They're playing on New Year's Eve. Oh, dude, I'm going to be so shit-faced with Dion. I'm going to fucking call you. I'm just going to send you a video of me and Dion drinking, yelling at each other. <laughs> That's fine. By then, the, 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 either Detroit will be doing really good, so Dion will be really excited, or he'll resign himself back to being a Chiefs fan again, and so he'll get some pushback. Okay, so... so. What's happening is you're telling me that Detroit has as much of a chance as being good as Michigan State does closing this season. So, no, right, Detroit, Dion, no, like Detroit, Detroit actually has a good shot because last year they were like eight and nine. They actually had a pretty good season last year by Detroit metrics, and by all accounts, they've actually gotten better in the last few months since the season ended, based on what they've drafted and who they've signed. So. 
they should be pretty good, and it's also going to help them that Chicago's still rebuilding, Green Bay's going to suck this year, and Minnesota is – well, they're Minnesota. So there's a good chance that Detroit's going to win the North. Well, Dion needs a win, so I wish him the best. Yeah. Uh, hey, so, folks – Okay. What was it? I'll share my screen. This is this, this, the, the phone I fucking had. Uh, yeah, this one. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me give you a better layout. Give you the full screen layout there. Yeah. This was. This is the one. The fucking. Oh man. Yeah. And it, and it had. It had an SD card slot. Look at that. Look at that. All. And mind you. Mind you. That's a. That's a mini SD. Not. Not. A, not the new. Not the one we always use now. Is the micro SD. This was before that. Ooh. Yeah. I just yeah. feel old. It was it was the it was the epitome of fucking technology. Look at look look at that camera with the lens cover and everything on that. Look at that, and look, it had a removable removable battery, so this way nobody could track you. I was yeah. gonna say, think of all the drugs that were sold with those phones. <laughs> <laughs> with the full keyboard, Jesus. You, you want to come down novels. and get your cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, God. Old technology is so useless these days. I watched a video where a guy took all the SIM cards, put them in citric acid, separated the gold, and melted it down and made a ring. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that shit too. There's a whole there's a whole YouTube series on people who take like will take old like circuit boards and like that and take the gold out of there and like go go take it to somebody to, you know to to sell it and stuff like that. It's it's crazy. It's like when people used to steal the catalytic converters on cars. Oh no! Oh yeah. Jeez, well, yeah. I'm just glad that hasn't happened to me yet. Well, I mean, you you, you live, yeah. You, I mean, you live on 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 the other coast now. I, I think it was, I think it's happening a little more there in California and stuff. So, where I didn't drive regularly. Where you didn't drive, yeah. Where you didn't drive regularly. I drove 500 <laughs> miles this week. Okay, no, I didn't. But <laughs> <laughs> just because I can. Yeah. Uh, life yeah. on the open road with a jeep. Oh God. No. Um. Yeah. I I I I heard about that happening out there, and I was like, they're actually like taking a fucking like reciprocating saw and just going into the cars and just cutting them out it was it was crazy i was like damn yep. man that's ballsy we'll do it in broad daylight too they don't give a shit oh yeah man yeah, that, that's how it's happening in san francisco they were um they were just bashing in windows and, and stealing stuff from cars people people now will not, not put anything in their car like they leave the doors and, and trunk open so all the criminals will not bash the windows open and there's they they see there's nothing in there now like that's how it is that's it's fucking that's crazy. shit yeah, well, the, well, that that is shit because they do shit on the streets in, uh, in in San Francisco. That's a thing. Yeah, I look. They pissed on the streets in L.A. Like you walk <laughs> down the street from where I lived, and it just well, it smelled like a toilet. So <laughs> fun stuff, man. Fun stuff. No, not at all. Let's not act like <laughs> it was a good experience overall. Now, folks. We're going to give you guys a great experience tonight. We have a lot of interesting topics and a lot of fun ahead of us. But before we get into that, let's check in with the audience real quick because uh, we had a couple people who've uh, had some things to say to us. We don't want to keep you guys waiting. So thank you for your patience. Like we said, folks, Shrebels08 gave us the word of the day. Now, uh, Nick, since we were taking a trip down memory lane, why don't you pick the first number uh, for our Super Chats? All right. Uh, let's go with uh, 23. 23. 23. All right. Here we go, folks. Uh, thank you for listening to WCBS. Imagine if you gave a white supremacist five MEO DMT, and then as the first one, as they're exhaling. Yeah. 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 What a rush. 
Thank you, Joe. He taught us what DMT really means. Uh, so, Georgian, thank you very much. He says, Disney should hire Dylan Mulvaney for anything. Maybe we can con Kathleen Kennedy to hire Dylan for a Star Wars project and really tank Lucasfilm and ruin Kathleen Kennedy's. <laughs> uh, I press secret button? Uh, we'll press the secret button for you, Sejorjan, in just a second. Do you think that'll work for Disney, or do you think somehow the magic of Kathleen Kennedy will save her job one more time? I don't know. It's worked pretty badly for Budweiser, so I would like to think that maybe it could put a dent into Disney quite a bit. I mean, Bob Iger used to have the Midas touch, and now he's got the turdy touch because he. I had heard about him trying to buy out the was the Phoenix Suns, and that failed, and now he's back trying to fix Disney, and he's in his personal war with Florida. It's... It's a time to be alive, folks. Put it like that. The news is interesting because the world's falling apart. He's got that Bud Light touch, man. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Ah, it's golden on the outside, <laughs> rotten on the inside. <laughs> yeah, man. It's wild. Folks, check out our Bud Light video we dropped uh, yesterday. We dropped two videos yesterday as the rotation uh, of me being home starts to sink in a little more. Expect more content like that. I'm building a new office, so soon you'll see me on camera, just like a lot of other YouTubers. We'll be able to really move this stuff a lot quicker. So uh, be on the lookout for that. But uh, also, welcome to our new subscribers, guys. We hit 182 this week. Not 182, but 182,000. So welcome to our new subscribers since last week. Hopefully you guys are enjoying the show. Now it's time for that secret button for our friend Sejorshin. You found my secret button. Lucky you. Lucky me. It just goes on like that for another 45 seconds. <laughs> um, Shrubbles08 says, I'll take a John Cena and a She-Hulk Predator, please. Of course. Uh, we'll give you some She-Hulk. I wanted... Don't... Do we have a Dylan, you son of a bitch button? Oh, we do have a Dylan button. We'll press that later just because. But here's the ones you requested. Remember last year when we were all sexists for not watching She-Hulk? And now today they're like, hey, we're not going to make garbage content because it doesn't make us any money. Well, yep. now nobody's making content because, you know, they're all on strike. We yeah, were the well, assholes. Yeah, it was, yeah, personally, Kendo, it's like we were responsible for Kevin Smith's heart attack, too. It's just mm -hmm. it's us. I know. I, I heard him praising the new the new um, for, sorry, Batman or Flash movie. Of course. I was like, Why didn't wouldn't... you, didn't, like, wasn't he one of the people who were, like, really against um, Michael Keaton being Batman in the day? Didn't he make a whole DVD about how it was, like, a a problem or something yeah well he's he's referencing what happened back in the 80s and he keeps using the same quote for 20 years mr mom is batman it's like look man you've been saying that for 20 years we get it michael keaton wasn't liked as batman but like stop telling the story it's not like your personal story kevin it's just a part of history you know guys i'm gonna start talking about how the berlin wall fell in 1989 man yep. can you believe it like it's my own personal account like what the fuck <laughs> yeah. That well, fucking Gorbachev well, had nothing on Ronald Reagan. No. Well, the actor. Like I, Jelly beans and shit. Yeah. Well, no, I think I, I think it was when he was, you know, a true nerd and not just some shill for Hollywood. And, um, yeah, he's like, oh, you know, Mr. Mom, whatever. And it was just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that was devastating for a lot of people, you know, your age who are fucking old now, Kevin. Um, 
But like for us who grew up in the eighties or yeah, we're born in the eighties, like it just was that's it, man. Batman. That's it. Happened. We were we were happy with it. Done. Yeah. That's why he's coming back. Yeah. Well, what are we about a month out from that movie? I'm not excited. I just I want to watch the Michael Keaton scenes and that's about it. God, yeah. Yeah, I don't want we'll to talk about <laughs> We'll talk about Beetlejuice 2 in a minute, since that's actually happening Oh, dear now. God. Like, I, I heard the announcement for that, and I was like, come the fuck on. But it's kind of, uh, like, it's kind of, it's it, it, just, it, it makes sense the way they've done it. Like, oh, whatever. <clears throat> it, look, it's a Jenna Ortega movie, which is fine if you like Jenna Ortega, but, like, I hope we just get some Beetlejuice. And before anyone says, but Beetlejuice is only in 14 minutes of the original. Yeah, but Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis ain't coming back. Jeffrey uh-huh. Jones is never coming back. Uh, Gina Davis, like I just said, like none of these people are really going to come back. Maybe we'll get Catherine O'Hara and Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder. Like, okay, but like, I don't know, man. I want Michael Keaton the whole movie. I don't want him to like pop up at the end. That'd be bullshit. We got a 2006 cell phone texting us right now. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we also have this button, folks. This is a John Cena request. It's a little loud, so get your headphones ready in three, two, one. John Cena. I was watching the High Council, and you did that, and like I had I had my volume, like you know, volume I could hear, and I was just like, I'm gonna see how loud this really gets. And I was like, oh shit! Yeah, it gets pretty loud. <laughs> it's a brapid don't, Nick. All right, don't do it. You go brapid deaf. Yep. I drink, therefore I am, since I'm a very generous super chat. says, for Kendo, Kraken in seven, unleash the Kraken. I mean, they should be able to do it in six, because tonight's game five, and if they win that, they can win it in six. Um, I know in our house, unofficially, at least I, uh, we are pulling for Dallas because of Jason Robertson and his lineage, but that's about it. But I would rather see Seattle win. Are we talking uh, hockey? Yeah. Are the the Blues not in it anymore? No, they were. The Blues sucked this year. I just look at. I was riding high. Was it 2018 where they won and we were all singing Glory and all that shit? 2019. Yeah. Okay, was the, that was 2018-19 season, Jeff. That was a magical season where the Blues were the worst team in the league on January 2nd of 2019, and then went on a tear and just fucking buzz sawed their way through the playoffs. It was amazing. It was a once in a lifetime type thing, unless you are in the St. Louis Blues Lounge Facebook fan group page. And every year is going to be 2019 because even when the Blues are losing eight games in a row, it's okay. This is just like 2019. It's like motherfucker. That was a totally different about that was that was an aberration. Okay, that was a lightning in the bottle type thing that is never going to happen again. At least not in the foreseeable future. We're on the mend. We're we're working on getting ourselves back into, you know, first round exits with impunity, like you know, like tradition. Hmm. Well, we'll be playing Gloria one of these nights, folks. Just not tonight. No. Or in the words of what was it, uh, Jerry the King Lawler on that one episode of Raw in like late ninety nine, he said like fifty times, "Not tonight, not any night." And then Jerry's like, "What are you getting paid each time you say it?" He just didn't know what to say to that. So, there's your old wrestling reference, folks. That's the wrestling segment. Uh, so Georgian says, Coach Kendo, which is worse? Wilson creating the Federal Reserve or FDR taking the U.S. off the gold standard and restricting gold ownership? Whew, okay, uh, both were bad. 
Um, the gold standard one was probably coming because taking them off, taking the U.S. off the gold standard had been a discussion that had been going on for quite a while. But I would argue that if the Federal Reserve had not been created, the gold standard thing probably wouldn't have came up as fervently as it did then. But it was also as a reactionary to trying to fight the Great Depression. Um, so I'm going to default and just go with Wilson on this one because the Federal Reserve concentrated more power within the federal government, which is a bad thing, according to me. And uh, Wilson can suck a big fucking fat hairy honker. He is in hell. Yep. I hope so. But yeah, now the Federal Reserve, just because it just it concentrated more power into the government, plus the Federal Reserve chair is somebody that could be beholden to political whims of whoever's in charge, and they can. They, they they haven't been very good when it comes to fighting inflation by raising interest rates and things like that. They should just re- reduce the supply of money into the population to try to combat inflation. But then the government passes trillion dollar spending bills to launch at fucking, you know, windmill powers and solar panels. And then we're like, why well, is inflation going crazy? Well, gee, I don't know. Maybe it's because we keep spending money we don't have. That's kind of how that goes, right? Yeah. Be like, uh, you know, Jeff, it's like, Oh, I'm running low on money. Let me go open up a credit card and blow it up. Now I've got to pay both of those. What do you mean they're charging interest on this? So it's like you have even less, and then you just combat it. And then you say, well, we cut the deficit. It's like you didn't really cut the deficit because we still owe trillions and trillions of dollars. And instead of spending $3 trillion this year, you only spent $2 trillion this year. You know what? We don't have that much money. You didn't do anything, you- sir. You know there are some people that listen to this show that are actually learning economics from it, so it's time to become 501 501C certified because we're an educational service, guys. We've made it. Let's 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 have our taxes forgiven. Um, up next is uh, another one from Adam Wofford. He says, "My next black ass movie series, Mary Jane Festival. Dion must race. Dion must race against time to save Mary and her one tone of bud or one ton of bud been taken by White Castle." I. You think Dion will be in that movie? Yes. Where he rescues Mary Jane from the White Castle. In a heartbeat. I, I could get down for that. I'm sure he would too, Adam. Yeah. Um, Ninja Lawyer Steve, when you're back uh, off location, can you make us those posters? We uh we need your help, man. Uh, two more, and then we're gonna get back into the show. Tonight's topic first is the sinking of Disney. Speaking of iPods, says Sejorjan, you should look at YouTuber DankPods. He started out modding crazy iPods, including one with a terabyte of memory in it. Now it's destroying headphones with royalty-free bass music. <laughs> what would you guys do with a terabyte of storage in a, in a small device in your pocket? You think you could fill it up? Maybe. Probably. A ter- let's see, a terabyte... Um... See, I, 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 I'd be the jackass who would bought it with an, with, an H, with an HDMI cord and just like try to play movies off of it wherever I was. That's all I would do. I have this terrible uh, thing where I just take screenshots on my phone and I never delete them. So I have like half a terabyte worth of bullshit on my phone already. So yeah, what's another half a terabyte? It'd just be full up of uh, random pictures and things that we don't need. Like, uh, I don't know what's on my phone. A picture of Bruce Campbell. Uh, Overkill161 says, Scott, the Steiner Lorian, hailing from planet Duntoween from the Galactic Empire of Obesity. Lizzo the Hutt, give us a button of order 66. Well, when you're talking about Lizzo the Hutt, you know what you're talking about, right, Kendo? Uh, what's, what's the most noticeable thing about her? 
Everything? Well, when you're talking about Lizard the Hut, you're talking about this. Rick and Scott Steiner, let me welcome you back. Oh, Team 3D, you guys are out of your mind. Come on to Atlanta, Georgia, the place that the Steiner Brothers got their start in professional wrestling. You guys are out of your mind making it a table match because tonight we're going to beat you at your own game. And after it's all said and done, you're going to be taking splinters out of your fat asses all night long because you got some fat asses. The only chance you have, you have no chance, but you had a chance, is that you can run lickety split. Because you can't run because you got some fat asses. And after it's sun done, we're going to have a tailgate party for all my freaks out there in Atlanta, Georgia. You want to... God bless you, Scott Steiner. Indeed. So tonight we're going to be talking about a multitude of topics, including fat asses, like Dr. Coffinales brings up. But uh, let's talk about one that uh, isn't doing too well, Disney. Now it's been announced through the news that uh, Disney is in a bit of trouble. So Disney has lost 4 million subscribers on Disney+, and it's preparing to pull content and combine with Hulu into one streaming service at the end of the year. If that doesn't spell disaster or failure, I don't know what does. But uh, Nick, you and I have talked about streaming for years. Even off the show, we message each other about this information and that information about streaming. Uh, what was your first thought when you read this article about Disney Plus losing money or losing subscribers? I think it's fucking great. Um, I always love seeing these giant legacy companies go, um, you know, go tits up. Um, especially Disney because they have the one, they're the ones who think that they're bulletproof and they're clearly not, especially when they've lost upwards of a billion dollars this last year. Uh, but I do love that as soon as like, as soon, like, like Bob, Bob Iger came in on like a sinking ship and he's trying to like plug all these holes, trying to fix everything. And it's like not working. <laughs> None of it's working. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, maybe it is. We'll just see. We, we might see everything go back to normal in like three fucking months, whatever. But as of right now, nothing's working. You have the writer's strike, which is causing them to not make any content. Actually, they put out a. Uh, actually, they they were making some of their producers who are all also writers, quote unquote, uh, do do some only do producing and not touch the scripts because that would be you know against union rules. And they're saying, oh, you still have to come in and work. It's like that's really shitty for Disney to do because they're not going to pay you for the writing part, only the producing part. So it's it's fucked up. Um, yeah, seeing yes, I mean, and and like also like they they have a very they they have a very like niche. Um, streaming service like Criterion Collection or Shutter, like it's very niche, but you only want you can only watch so much of it because it's very saccharine, you know. So it's just like you, you can't really have it for too long. Too, not not enough things come up on there quick enough for you to like keep it going, you know. So it's it's just it's just because they bet on this so hard. I think in twenty nineteen or whatever twenty twenty yeah. 2019. Yeah, and I think it's supposed to be profitable this year is when they call it. 2023, 2024 is supposed to, when it's supposed to, it's supposed to turn a profit finally because they did all the calculations and that's that was their investment. And I love how that's not going to fucking happen. They were wrong. And Very wrong. Just, yeah, they're, they're, and they're, they're eating shit now because of it. I love it. All of it. Well, you're right about the service. It's like, how many times are you actually going to watch Star Wars? And that's me saying that. I've seen that movie fucking minimum 500 times. That's not an exaggeration. Yeah, is it nice that you can stream it by pressing yeah. a couple buttons? But also got it on disc. Why would I keep yeah, paying for to watch it? Yeah, it's one of those things. Like any 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 once again, any Star Wars fan worth worth their salt um, has it has it you know in an offline form on a hard drive, on a disc, on a DVD, on a thumbstick, whatever. You have a version of it that you can watch whenever you want to. You know, 
you're never you're never beholden by fucking Disney or whoever whoever it was Lucasfilm or whatever to ever have it be like oh I can only watch it when it's on their service. You, that was never the case. We all everybody's always had copies from fucking Betamax tapes to 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 UHD Blu-rays. Like there are copies everywhere. You can get you can get them and have them offline whenever you want to. Don't you talk like that with logic and reasoning, Nick? <laughs> I mean, even recently, one of their big polls was, we got the original Spider-Man trilogy and all the other Spider-Man films. It's like, that's great. I've had them on laser, or not laser, just me, I had them on Blu-ray, DVD, and 4K ever before you ever did. So again, what's the appeal? It's like, they're literally going to my movie shelf and saying, hey, Jeff, we got your favorite movie. Ghostbusters on Disney Plus. It's like I got Ghostbusters on everything. Yeah. What are you gonna put Beverly Hills Cop next? I'm not gonna keep like at least Netflix, and I can't believe I'm saying this, because we always shit on Netflix for their stupidity, but like at least Netflix has a better, more diverse library. It's like Disney Plus wanted to be for kids and Marvel fans. So it's like, oh, we're gonna keep you hooked by putting all the newest Marvel movies on there. But the newest Marvel movies have sucked, and most people bought the ones they like. That's why yeah. the you know, they can sell these phase Phase one, phase two, phase five box sets for hundreds of dollars. The fans already bought those. Why are they going to keep a streaming service on top of that? Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Is like I think I think with with Disney stuff, you're better off buying the buying the Blu-rays and buying the 4Ks if you want to get into that. But yeah, if you release by the Blu-rays, you're fine. There's no need for you to like have the service for a year or months or whatever and just waste that money away. And even then, people before the service had like the big box stuff. They had it on DVDs. They had it pulled off of cable. They had it a bunch. Of, they had a bunch of different ways. You know, had it a bunch of different ways. So I think, like, I honestly think they should have just, they should have just made Disney Plus. A, they should have just made the Disney stuff a, an extra channel on Hulu that you had. It's like, oh, all the stuff's here already in Hulu, and we're gonna charge a little bit extra to have that. You know, kind of like when you have when you add like Showtime or Cinemax to Hulu, you have that access to that. That's what they should have done. They should have not made it its own thing. It was it was a dumb idea. I agree, uh, fully. Now, Kendo, I got a question for you. You used to live in a situation where it was hard to get streaming because of your internet being dog shit, but uh, you were still a proponent of physical media. Uh-huh. You think that uh, physical media is going to see an uptick after all of this streaming nonsense, essentially? Maybe with people like us, yes because we were already buying physical media and we're going to continue to do so. Um, I think the Zoomers are going to still continue to do the streaming and buying shit digitally because they don't want the clutter because they live in those tiny houses and um, or bitch about how they can't afford anything, but then they spend everything on streaming services. You know, typical. So <laughs> I, I see it all the time on my timeline. People that well younger than me complaining about how they can't afford housing and all that stuff, but they're constantly going on vacations and, you know, blowing up the bills so it's like eh, spend not outside your means save some money motherfucker but then again we could also be cast into a nuclear holocaust soon so yeah yolo um <laughs> wait has the midnight the doomsday clock moved up at all no it's still pretty close to being to midnight but those people don't know what they're fucking talking about half the time so i once the bombs start falling that's when i'll say it's doomsday but um yeah, uh, I don't think there's going to be that big of an uptick. Like I said, the people that are already buying physical media, the us's of the world, we're going to continue to do so. Um, but the people that uh, aren't buying it now probably will continue to not buy it just because either A, they don't have the disposable income because you know inflation is eating the shit out of everybody's paychecks or uh, they just they don't because they haven't bought it before they haven't really been proponents or owners of physical media and 
they'll just continue to own either digital copies or just switch streaming services. Fair. I know I'm still uh, very much excited to pick up a lot of my favorite movies on disc because they look better. I'm a picture quality guy. I like to have the physical thing to yeah. get the most theatrical experience possible. Yeah, yeah, because even yeah, even streaming 4K is is iffy. I've done it on, I think Paramount had it as well. Peacock might have it. I've done it through Amazon for sure. And it's it's one of those things where it's like there's there's a slight difference in the picture, but not noticeably enough. Now when I put in like like I watched, I actually did that with Fifth Element uh, a while ago, where I got the the nice 4K version. And the disc, well, you could tell the difference. With the um, the one on on Amazon, you couldn't. You really couldn't tell. It looked like a Blu-ray. That's how I treat 4K streaming. Like whenever I would watch stuff on Netflix or Disney or Hulu, where they're like, "It's in 4K, it's HDR, it's this, it's that." It's like, it's the quality of a Blu-ray. I got it, because it, you know, it looked fine, but it it could look better. So, I guess yeah. not enough people have the bandwidth for that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It it also requires a certain a certain amount of bandwidth, and you know, the cable companies own fucking everything, so that's a goddamn problem too. They're you know, they're they're their own lobby, and they have their own they have their own problems with them too. Like. It's a, yeah, they're a fucking problem. They should be turned into a goddamn utility and not be given as much power as they have. I, you know, I wouldn't be mad about that. Yeah. Uh, our friend Obi-Wan says, Gents, let's not forget when you bought the Blu-rays of nerd films, you got free digital copies you can stream on Vudu or Amazon. Why that's monthly true. streaming for these? Bad model. Suck it, Disney. No, that's 100% true. Also, um, I, I, th I think, what was it? The last time... Yeah, the last time... Um, we were in Horror Hound in Cincinnati. I went to uh, CompUSA to pick up hard drives to make my own movie server. And even back then, the guy was saying, oh, everybody's doing that now. And it's like, that's a that's a thing. You can look up instructions how to do it and just put everything on a hard drive and port it to your TV. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. But I think everybody's going to that route. Even now, I've seen, even reading like uh, Torn Freak and things like that, uh, there's been an uptick in people selling, selling the high seas. You know, I wonder so, why. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it, you know, and and now you have software that can you know pull movies off of the uh, streaming services that will just you know do it, and there's no need for a lot of things. You may have it for like a couple of weeks, get your movies off of it, put it on your hard drive, and then you're done. That's it. You you can watch whatever you want forever. I just find that I watch the same shit over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've become that way. I think I think we've become that way because. We like we, we know what makes us happy and what we'll, what we watch will make us happy because we don't want to have to put time and effort into like learning about new characters and new scenarios and new and new shows and then being disappointed like five five episodes in. That's a thing. Like we we, we don't want that. Nope. Dude, you know? I have watched the first season of that '70s show four times in the last three months. <laughs> Just the first God, season. Dude. I was I've, like, eh, I'll watch it God. again. No, now, now, now I'll, I'll put on psych. I'll put on psych when I sleep, and now I'm going through. I've gone through that like three or four times already, and that's like eight, eight seasons, I think. Jeez, yeah, it's, it's lame. The reason, the reason I watched the first season of that '70s show is it has a different theme song that I think's better. That's kind of why I just watched <laughs> that because like, there are eight seasons of that show I could watch, no problem. Yeah. I can't. But I keep watching the first one. Yeah, I can't. I can't put on Scrubs or Community because I'll fucking watch the entire goddamn show for just sitting there. And Scrubs is so like emotionally taxing, like with each episode, it's 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 crazy. Dude, that's how I'm with "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Not the emotionally taxing part, but it's like, all right, 
I watched this season. Well, hold on. One of my favorite episodes is in four episodes. I'll just keep watching. Oh, I was yeah. great. What's yeah. next? Then, oh, sheah. shit. Dayman. Like, you know. Keep <laughs> yeah. Going. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then before you know it, you're three seasons in and it's six o'clock in the morning. You're like, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. I have. That's the best part about streaming. There we go. As we shit on streaming, the fact that I can just sit down and press a button and it just plays all of my shows repeatedly. That's nice. Yep. It's also another nice thing is I will say, for instance, today I pulled up Prime Video and I was watching a documentary that I was watching during you know my lunchtime at work and popped up. It's Prime Comedy TV suggested for you, Sanford and Son. I'm like, ha. Huh. I didn't know that was on here, so it's kind of like you get those little surprise things that pop up every now and then, and it's like, it's like, do you want to add to your list? You goddamn right, I want to add that to my list. You may also like the Jeffersons. I do like the Jeffersons. Thank you. And so it's like stuff like that. That's what I really enjoy about streaming the little things that get added that kind of surprise you, and you're just like, oh, sweet. Yeah, that happened with me during the pandemic. Taxi got added to Hulu, and I was like, oh my god, really? Watch mm-hmm. the whole watch the whole series of Taxi. It's a wonderful fucking show. Oh my god. So good. I like how you guys will pick these really great iconic comedies like Sanford and Son, Taxi, The Jeffersons, and I'm just like, yeah, Inspector Gadget's on here. Sweet. <laughs> I geek out for that dumb shit. <laughs> no, all of our things, man. I mean, hell, I have uh, I have Boomerang for Scooby-Doo. Boomerang? I pay, I pay for that shit. <laughs> when I was in, uh, when Boomerang was a cable channel, we didn't have the cable package that it was on, but man, I always wanted to watch Boomerang because it just showed the best shit on repeat. And Johnny it's, Quest, it's, Flintstones. It's all, it's all cartoons, all of it, all the time, and mm-hmm, I'm just like mm-hmm. very happy with it. I, I think it's really cheap. I think it's like sixty bucks a year, fifty-five bucks a year. Like it's not that much. And it's its own streaming service. It's on like all the things. Oh yeah, it's on all the things, all the things. Your phone, Roku, um, yeah. Amazon Prime box thing, whatever. It's it's all there. Yeah, it's, all it's there got now. Looney Tunes. Probably yeah, not Lo- the certain episodes that are allowed to be showed on TV anymore, but I'm sure they've got most of the others. They well, do. Kendo, they got, yeah, they got, they to argue your point, those exist on disc because Warner Brothers, unlike Disney, doesn't hide from its past. They actually put, even though I'm not a fan of the disclaimers, they just straight up go, hey, we wanted to put out these cartoons, but it comes from a different time. So we didn't want to alter it, but we just want to let you know that they're different. And that's about it. So you're saying I can get the racist Looney Tunes? <laughs> yes, you can. Hmm. Yes, you can. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, yeah, they have like fucking Jabberjaw and... Um... Dude, Jabberjaw is just Scooby-Doo with a shark. That's it. <laughs> it's true, it is. It fucking is. <laughs> but no, they have the old Looney Tunes and all that other good stuff on there, too. So Yeah, they got the Flintstones and Jetsons, you know. Yeah, yeah man. It's yeah. good stuff. It, it's like, cartoons are great, just not a lot of Disney cartoons. And like, and once again, like, like what we're talking about, we grew up with the, the uh, Hanna-Barbera stuff, man. Yogi... Um, Scooby Doo, um, fucking Tom and Jerry, things like that. We grew up with that stuff, man. Oh hell yeah! And dude, I I know I'm only slightly younger than you, so it doesn't really make sense to say it like this. But we grew up with like the Renaissance. If you didn't even need to touch a Disney cartoon, and you had a full childhood, like Fox Kids yeah. alone. Oh god, dude, all Fox those Kids. Needs. Oh Jesus Christ, Fox Kids. You had Nickelodeon as well, the Ren and Stimpy, and uh, Cat Dog, and and fucking Angry Beavers. And all Doug, all kinds of Doug. Oh God, Doug! Jesus, I forgot about Doug. Rugrats, yeah, man, all that stuff. Yeah, you had a nice little renaissance that happened during the uh, during the nineties. It was great. Yeah, it was. I mean, I know we're biased because we were kids growing up, but I'd argue we had the best. Like it was the best crossover era because you still had a lot of 
80s cartoons that were still around in their final seasons. He had this 90s stuff. And, you know, cartoons back then were just a lot better. And I know we're, we sound like we're old guys yelling at clouds, but why do people still go on about X-Men and Batman and Spider-Man? Because they're, you know, classic. Yeah, and it was back then where they could make that stuff for both kids and adults, and it was, and you, everybody could watch it. That was the thing; is like everybody could watch it, and you got something out of it. You know? Ooh, I found the Censored Eleven playlist on uh, YouTube. You know what I'm watching later? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you have to send me that link because I'll watch that later myself. Yeah, it's they're seven minutes long, so that seems about right for a Merry Melody. I don't have any favorites off the top of my head except duck season and rabbit season. Well, <laughs> that's a fun one. A couple of the more infamous ones like jungle jitters and all this and rabbit stew are part of the public domain. So they could try to censor it all they want. They can't really do much about that. Uncle Tom's bungalow. Guess what I'm watching first. <laughs> I want to know oh, the story man. behind that one, too. So do I. Let's see. It was an American Mary Melody's animated cartoon by Tex Avery and released at the end. Oh, God, Tex Avery. Dude. By Warner Brothers. The short Holy cartoon shit. is a parody of the, 19, or the 1852 novel Uncle Tom's Cabin. You don't say. Oh, my and, God. And of the plantation melodrama genre of the 1930s. It contains many stereotypical portrayals of black characters. You don't say. Um, yeah, we're going to watch that later. I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, link me, man. I'll. Uh, what we'll do is we'll watch them off air, and we'll just get we'll just message each other back and forth. Like I can't believe they said that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Doctor Coffinales, I've seen that before. Back in the uh, the halcyon days of the wild west of the internet in the mid two thousands, um, I was a LimeWire person, and uh, <laughs> me and my God buddies went, me and my buddies <clears throat> went on a, on a kick of finding the most offensive shit possible to like show each other to try to shock each other. And that was one of my contributions. Uh, good old LimeWire. Yeah, <laughs> I was a bear share guy myself. Oh, bear share was was there too, man. Yeah, there, dude. It was it was amazing how like every eighteen months it would change. It was wild. Yes, it was a... so. It's like you can rip shit off the internet so easily, and like it, back then, it was like you had to download this shit, basically sacrifice a computer because you were gonna get a oh, one hundred percent. No, no, yeah, you were you were sacrificing a computer to the gods, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's how it was. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, Napster, when it got fucking attacked and taken down or whatever, all they did was just change the name, like the spelling of the artists or the song title, and you could still get it. But then they went after it even harder after that because, you know, Metallica did, wasn't making enough money, apparently. Oh, and, yeah, dude. Um, God, they were, yeah, they were, they were like adamant assholes about it. It was like, jeez, man. There was a really good fucking cartoon series about that that I cannot remember what the fuck it was called. Oh, shit. It was like called Money Good, Napster Bad. This was like, Back when Flash th- movies were a thing. Oh, my God. Flash mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, and geez. it's like a five-part series of them making fun of fucking Metallica. <laughs> Regis Philbin makes an appearance because of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh, dude. It was fucking That was crazy. a good show. I remember that those r- so ridiculous, ridiculous Flash cartoons. They were so much fun. Yeah. Uh, Did fuck. you have a favorite one? Uh, it was it was the Unicorns. Oh, Charlie the Unicorn or whatever? Charlie the Unicorn, yeah. Charlie the Unicorn, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah, going to Candy Mountain, they cut his fucking kidney out. Yeah. (laughs) Shun the non-believer. Yeah. I think it was somethingawful.com had the thing called the Flash Tub. There was one that was called the Kansas City Globetrotters, and it was a parody of the uh, Harlem Globetrotters. 
except for these dudes were like, well, they weren't, it was like white and black dudes. So it wasn't completely, no, it was Kansas city world skippers. And they were, it was like the sixties cold war shit. It was, it was like the Harlem Globetrotters, except for these guys were stupid. And then they had to fight. They had to play against the Soviets or something like that. And the Soviets were just like these giant gorilla looking dudes that spoke in like very slow monotone monosyllabical sentences because, you know, that's how communists really are. So that was accurate. I thought that was a pretty good portrayal. Hmm. I'm going to have to check that one out, too. I like historical accuracy in my art. Yeah. Fucking Kansas City world skippers. I got to look that up right now. <laughs> my favorite one was a stupid one called The Glamorous Life. It was Mario rapping to Princess Peach about how he wanted to take care of her, and then it ends with him banging her. Here it <laughs> is. The so Kansas City funny. world skippers. <laughs> yeah. I've got I, a lot of love for Joe cartoons yeah. in the chat. Ah, Joe Cartoons, oh my god. I remember that shit, dude. It's so good. I remember, what was it? It was, there was one that was like, these little ba- these little bears or whatever like that, they were, um, they would kill people in like these horrible fucking ways. I forget what they were called. Oh, the Happy Tree Friends? Happy oh, Tree yeah, Friends, happy thank tree you. Happy friends. Tree Friends. God damn, dude. There's still a thing. Yeah. Really? Yes, there were some of the kids the other day watching Happy Tree Friends. They're like, can we watch this in here? I'm like, you probably shouldn't. And I can't believe this is still a thing. They're like, you know what the Happy Tree Friends are? I'm like, yeah, like 10 years before you were born, I was watching Happy Tree Friends in college. And yeah, I was still damn, watching dude. it in college. I couldn't. Bear was trippy. The bear, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, I, the bear I, I, that I, would I, have the war flashbacks and start killing oh, yeah. everybody. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I, I got a trippy wristband somewhere. It looks like trippy on the front. He's all happy, and if you turn it... The other direction he's like fucking psychotic and just killing oh things dude they were yeah they had, they had like plush fucking dolls of those characters and everything like that they had a whole like crazy line of stuff man it was wild um yeah. happy tree friends god dude they were they were so much fun they yeah. were so much fun i think they eventually sold out and became like mainstream and not just horrible shit to scare people with on the internet and they weren't the same after that yeah, i think they made on. it to netflix did they make it? Wow. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think it made it to Netflix in, like, the end of the first decade of the 2000s. Because I know they were on G4 for a while. Oh, yeah. G4, what a what a thing. <laughs> Original release, 1999 to 2016. Oh, damn, that's a large window of time. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of the episodes were fucking just essentially syndicated on, like, MTV or something. Ah, back when they had news. Yeah, they were Mondo Media. They were Mondo Media for the first two seasons of Fifty. Yeah, that's what it was. Mondo. Yeah, Mondo. I remember that. Yeah. And then they went to G Four for thirteen episodes, and then they came back for twenty five, nine, and five episodes on Mondo Media YouTube. Well, folks, you got a full history of the Happy Tree Friends here on World Class Bullshitters tonight. Yeah, Flippy, Flippy. That's what his name was. Flippy. Yep, uh, Flippy, Flippy. Yeah. Uh... The army sergeant with a severe case of PTSD. Not funny because that shit's probably not really great to have, but it's also funny when it's a fucking cartoon bear and he's yeah. doing it, so it's different. Anything's funnier when a cartoon does it. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. For a weird. minute, I was... <laughs> it's weird to remember that shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> there was a lot of weird shit when we were younger. Like, it, there's still weird shit today, but, like, there was a lot of overly violent crap. It was like, oh yeah, dude, no, one hundred percent. It was all overly violent, but we all came out fine. So, well, yeah, us, for the most part, us, us four did. Um, some other people didn't make it, uh, but most, you know, we, we came out okay. It's fine. It's fine. 
Us four, how'd you know John Cena was here in the room? I'm talking about our friend who who is not is not joined us again tonight. So yeah, <laughs> he's no longer with us. Is that what you were about to say? <laughs> Pretty yes, much. He's fucking fired is... from the show. Our, our friend who's not with us anymore. Oh wait, huh? What? <laughs> I was texting him this morning. What happened? <laughs> it was a run by fruiting. It was. It was, it was a run by fruiting. <laughs> well, folks, if you get a chance, go ahead and pour one out for Dion, who apparently got fruited to death this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> God, there's a there's a joke I want to make about that, but I'm just gonna keep I'm just gonna shut my mouth. Thank you. I, can, I don't want to get the channel you, monetized. As as of nine fifteen Eastern time this morning, he was alive because we were talking about the football game, the Detroit at Kansas City, and we're thinking about going. Probably won't the go. foosball. The foosball. The foosball. Is it in Detroit? You said it or is no, it Kansas it's City? in Kansas City. Oh, I was like, I'll go to any football game that's in Detroit. Fuck it, it's only a five hour drive for me. Well, there's nothing that's a quick drive anymore for me. Even going to work, it's an hour drive, but it seems so much longer. You can get to the desert quickly, right? You can walk outside into the desert. <laughs> I can't, so you're closer to the desert than I am, and I am not jealous. I mean, I'm looking at desert right now. We have a river. This one didn't catch fire, so that's, that's something <laughs> to be happy about. That would be the Cuyahoga on the other side of the state. Yeah, I mean, I can, way I can up north. I mean, I can see the Braves Stadium from here, but, you know, that's about And it. I can see Russia from my house, so we all win again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, God. I think that was the last time SNL was relevant and funny. Yeah, now it's off. Well, it's the writer's strike, so nobody gives a shit about SNL. <laughs> but, hey, Tina Fey's out there picketing in solidarity. Yeah, I see, I see, a, lot of, I see a lot of celebrities out picketing. I'm just like, what, what the fuck are you doing? Honestly, what the fuck are you doing? You're just here, well, you're just here for 30 seconds to post your social media. You don't really give a shit about it. Or remember, you're trying to get good on the with the writers, so they'll write you something awesome or pick you whenever they get pitched for a story in the future. You know who I want to see at the writer's strike is Kathy Griffin. Because maybe she'll get a better <laughs> job fucking finally. Oh, my God. Yeah. What an idiot lady. Uh, she was never even fucking funny. Like, I just don't go why she was in everything mm. when we were growing up. Uh, probably, I don't know, probably, probably, you know, went the Weinstein path. I don't know. Blowing the right people. Yeah, yeah. She had knee pads on all of her dresses. I guess they thought a mouth is a mouth, so whatever. Yeah. Mm. Watch it turn out that it's like she's one of our biggest fans, and now we're probably <laughs> shitting all over. And she's gonna that would be hilarious, Kathy Griffin of all fucking people. <laughs> she's gonna go on like a Twitter, yeah, oh, Twitter tirade against us. They're gonna fucking post all sorts of them. I really like the show until they started calling me a whore. <laughs> you know that all it's gonna do is raise our credibility so it's just like hey we got into a war with kathy griffin like wait kathy griffin's fighting with a podcast let's check this thing out and they'll be like i agree with everything they said even the kathy griffin part we should start a uh, an internet battle with a celebrity like I'm well, glad the stuff with Smash Mouth didn't work out because I liked I liked Smash Mouth as a tried, kid. We tried. We tried. Smash Mouth. I tried for like two fucking days trying to get it, get him to to move or something. Nothing. 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 We were gonna two we days. Tried, there was there was a time where we tried to start one with Kanye West too, but he didn't have a Twitter. So we were. I was saying horrible shit about him to people that he was either married to, into family wise of to try to get a response, and I got nothing because I think the big tag we were running with was Yeezy is a bitch. <laughs> I just kept mailing him really mean letters. <laughs> I did get a letter back once. It was a cease and desist, so I stopped. <laughs> I can just imagine that that one didn't catch on because I feel like you know he might like go fucking psychotic and like try to hunt us down. 
Oh, that's true. I would that's tell true. Kanye West to bring it because he's not going to do shit. He's no, too he's busy not. losing I money and shit. <laughs> I can't believe Jeff, Jeff wrote physical letters. I'm sure he, you know, he 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 lit his candle, put on his little glasses, and dipped his quill in ink, and was like, "Dear <laughs> Mr. West." Yeah, I it was just like that. It was like thoroughly. Stan. Dear Kanye, I write you, but you still ain't calling. <laughs> You should have just wrote him that. You should have wrote him the fucking letters from the deer stand and just changed the names on him. You know, if if somebody ever wrote us a letter and just did that, I would laugh my ass off. So I hope the other celebrity that we would do that to, besides Kanye West or Eminem, would find that just as funny. Like, if you're going to write... Okay, seriously, who would you write a stand letter to just to fuck with? Like, what celebrity would you pick? Uh, folks in the chat, tell us. Nick and Kendo, obviously, you tell us too. Uh, Dion, what do you think? <laughs> uh, yeah. Dion would write a letter to Lena Dunham, obviously. Dear yeah. Lena, I love thank you, you for last night. <laughs> oh, I would, I would write, I would write, a, I would write one to Brie Larson. That's what I would write to. I think, I think that'd be funny as hell. Dear Brie, yeah. you've ruined if she my life. If she says anything mean to you, you could always call her a racist. Exactly, exactly. It would be, it would yeah. be funny as hell. Brie Larson it's... doesn't like Asians. Yeah. <laughs> Because she'd be like, some some white guy wrote me a letter. I'm just like, oh, did he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Super white. Yeah, the big like, rig himself. Yeah, it's like, oh, did he? <laughs> Let's <laughs> Wait to see him in person, bitch. <laughs> You're the white guy that wrote me those letters? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we all become Dion in person. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet, I bet my hedges, bitch. Uh, what? <laughs> I should just pull a random picture of Dion and see if we can convince people to believe he's actually here. I don't. No, that's not. I don't think I have any pictures of Dion though, like that I can share. Okay, that man needs to come back. Well, in his defense, his computer is shit and it broke, so it's like I can't really get mad at him quit, because it's quit, like you quit know. getting on X videos, dude. Jesus, come on. Okay, that's fair. You you got a wife, bro. All right, just just stop. Yeah, just yeah, man. Just either that or you know, get on get on an OF and um and and buy some buy some of those videos. I don't fucking know. So I've never signed up for it, but is that how it works? You sign up for a subscription and then you buy videos on top of it. Um, it just depends. I mean, some of the some of the subscriptions are free, and they just will message you like daily with like, hey, this is a new one, this one, this, this one, that, and then some of them are just like in the categories of like the the stuff they have at the top of their um page. It all depends on what you want. And then they do customs and they do other things as well that I cannot say on YouTube because it's fucking YouTube. So, You know what we should do is we should get mid-journey and we should create a <laughs> fake woman and God, we should create an OnlyFans and anytime someone sends a letter, we send them the lyrics to Stan with that person's name in it. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I That'd be thought, fucking weird. I thought about AI porn like a few months ago. I was like, I wonder I wonder how far I could take it if, if, I, if, I, if, I, if I actually went that route. Like, how, how, how far can we go with this? You give them all Ron Jeremy schlong. Oh god! It's like oh god. I would I would start a Tinder as well and just have my have a cash app in, in the fucking Tinder profile and just see what happens. We should we should create four fictional women. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's kind of, is it weird though? Because it's like you just wrote to a computer to do something, and then the computer created it. We're just yeah. cashing the checks. Yeah, yeah. Well. I'm... <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's illegal. Is it? <laughs> I who's mean, get, like who? Like who's getting? What's happening to who? 
<laughs> I, I need you know I need to call our friend and figure out what the legality of all this stuff oh is. <laughs> Channel Dad Brian Lape, can you look into this for us? Um, <laughs> I see you in the chat right now, pal. I would ask if Lape was coming to Horror Hound with us, but he moves uh, far, far away. That's so. true. I like uh, yeah, I like what Miss what, what Miss Ninja Julian said. What would he say? OnlyFans is a scam. Just wait for the free leaks. Wait for the free leaks. That's true. That's what's. But up. yeah, they, but yeah, I think I, th- I think they're all on like um, some Reddit server or something, or some Reddit page or something like that. Well, uh, when you Kendo send over the URL for the uh, Looney Tunes and Nick send over the URL for Reddit. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> so we do have some Disney to talk about still. Let's uh, check back. <laughs> Disney. Everyone's just been hanging out. Our numbers staying consistent. Everyone's like, "Yeah, I like this." Yeah, yeah. We're just we're talking bullshit. So yeah, it's, it's all good. I mean, the name of the show is called World Class Bullshitters. We give you guys <laughs> everything we promise every week. We talk about the topics and we bullshit with you guys in the chat about it. Oh yeah. Because remember, folks, you in the chat are like the fifth or sixth or seventh bullshitter. However many people are in the chat, you know, we have the two hundred ninth bullshitter out there. His name is uh or. Darian217, you're the 209th bullshitter. So thank you. Actually, you're like seven. <laughs> um, somebody in the chat, Jay Robinson, says Disney Star Wars is the Bud Light of Disney Plus. Oh Oof. my god. Well, it, I, mean, I think I it was. Mean, you, I mean, they did lose a billion dollars, so it's kind of on par. True. It's how you go into. If you want to go into business of losing a billion dollars, you copy Disney Star Wars and you copy Bud Light. Really, Which though, is, folks, all joking aside, what it is, is it's you alienating the audience it literally is just alienating your audience well, will cause disastrous results it's it's once again it's 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 this dumb thing of like trying to get um the low like the the most niche audience ever to like your stuff because you think they have money it's going to add to your bottom line but then if you but then you end up alienating the majority of your audience and piss them off and then nobody likes your stuff and it's the nascar um, effect the NASCAR effect. Yeah, NASCAR Literally. was one of the. Yeah, no, NASCAR was one of the most popular sports in the United States, mostly regionally to the southern half of the country. But NASCAR was super popular. Races, people were going to races. Go, you know, races were selling out. They were partying in an infield. They were doing all these things. But they were also doing a lot of things that NASCAR wasn't a big fan of, like you know, being redneck hillbillies. And NASCAR was like, we need to make more money. How do we get more money? We have to branch out. We have to get people like from the north and the west and all these other places around the country to like NASCAR. So how are we going to do that? I know. Let's go after them and let's not, you know, continue with our core audience of the redneck hillbillies and all the other things that go on at, at NASCAR. And so they priced them out of the market. They alienated them. They were chasing after the big money and fabulous prizes of this audience that didn't watch NASCAR and in response, NASCAR ended up losing out and alienated their core audiences and all that other good stuff. And then they became cause celebrities and trying to like chase all the causes out there and get, you know, somebody to, they were trying to get people to join up and watch it and they weren't going to. So for, the small percentage of people that weren't NASCAR fans that started watching NASCAR, they ended up just tanking their home audience. And there's a reason why when you watch a NASCAR event, half the stands aren't filled. Oh, and that's sure. how it's been for that's quite a, a while. That's a, wow. I, I, I did, I did not know that because yeah, I, I had no idea that happened. That was wild, man. Now nah, they pissed me off like 
15 years ago when they kept changing the format all the time. I'm like, this is like heat races. I'm not interested anymore. Fuck NASCAR. So I, I quit I, before it was cool to quit. I'm like, uh, <laughs> fuck yeah. And I started watching Indy Racing League and Formula One. Better racing, much more entertaining. Dude, Formula One is so fucking awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm still, we, I'm still, I'm still waiting for them to go to Vegas. I really am. They're supposed to be going to Vegas go later this group. year. Yep. We need to go to Monaco as a channel. Holy shit, man. <laughs> well, I'm not joking. I meant to bring this up to you guys, but I'm 100% serious about doing Star Wars Celebration in Japan. I've already talked to a couple people that want to go. When, just like friends. 2025. 2025. Okay. So uh, two years from now, I can probably swing that one because if somebody doesn't have certain paperwork that allows them to travel, guess who won't be allowed to go? Me. <laughs> so all I'm saying is if they can get – if um, we'll look into buying tickets and stuff as soon as we find out the date. But seriously, it would be wonderful. We've always joked about going to Japan as a channel. I'm a giant. I want to go to Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff, yeah. Jeff would be huge in Japan. They literally. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, do, Nick. we'll go. We'll do the convention over the course of the three or four, uh, the two days that it's there. But then we'll stay an extra week and a half or so. Oh my you god! Can't go to Japan for a fucking week. We gotta go. We film the whole country. We'll go. We'll try to climb Mount Fuji. We'll go to Akihabara. We'll do all the fun stuff, and then we'll yeah. get kicked out of the country and asked to never return. Yeah, we'll go. We'll find, uh, you know, Hank's brother. <laughs> what is it? It's gonna be. It's gonna be real dangerous with Dion. There. <laughs> well, maybe we'll just have him sit this. Well, it's better than going to China with Dion. Yeah. Yeah, that's Japan, true. Japan will just true. look at him funny, and the women will run away from him. Whereas in China, he could get arrested. What would he do? Well, he was walking while black. Yeah. He was he was arrested for being black on a Friday night. <laughs> Any other night of the week, it's okay. That's why our show's kind of popular in China because you know, it's on Thursday nights. We're acceptable there. I would think the CCP would 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 ban us from uh, from from coming up in search histories in, in their fucking internet. For some reason, we're really like they find our they like our toy videos because they re <laughs> that country makes all the fucking toys. They're like, see, nobody wants this shit, and they watch oh our videos God. to Are feel you better. Serious, Jeff? We have like we actually have viewers in China. I can see the demographics. We at one point we had like like I think it was like fourteen subscribers came from China, something small <laughs> like that. But you can see that we did have a Chinese audience. That's hilarious. Yeah, the irony would be that Nick would be the only one they liked for being Asian or or of Asian descent. <laughs> even though it's a different type of Asian, they would be mad at me because even though I'm now Asian adjacent, they would consider me an imperialist. That's true. Well, I mean, once once I find out I'm, I'm the Asian they hate, they would hate me too, so. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, he's Asian. He's Nepalese. Uh, sure. <laughs> we'll go wait, with that for now. Wait, they don't like Nepal, do they? Uh, no, they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> I was going to say, which one, what, what's a country that China does like? And then, well, that answer is none. Uh, so. Russia. Right now, Russia. Oh, yeah, yeah, but you don't, well, we might be able to pass you off as, like, somebody from, like, Yakutsk or, or whatever it is that's <laughs> up there in Siberia. Oh, God. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, he's he's just done a tour for the Red Army down in uh, uh, Kuwait, so that's why he's a little darker <laughs> complexion. He's got the beard. Oh, Are we going to win God. the Kuwaiti Cup? Is that what you're saying? The Kuwaiti We should just award ourselves the Kuwaiti Cup for the top podcast in Kuwait. And that should just be oh our my God. thing. Oh my okay. God. Um, can we get a listener with a 3D printer to make us a Kuwaiti cup that will like, We need four of them. We're going to award it to ourselves in uh, June. Oh, my God. Yeah. Beginning of the new month. It's like, oh hey, guys, here's the Kuwaiti cup. We won the Kuwaiti cup for broadcasting. 
We're the number one show in Kuwait. Now, what wrestler won the Kuwaiti Cup? Was it Bret Hart? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to look it up right now. The Kuwait yeah, Emir Cup was won by Kuwait SC, but that's that's football. That's not wrestling. Let's see. Let's find out. Is there like I don't is there really a thing called the Kuwaiti Cup? Yeah, I thought that was a thing in the WWF. Hang on, Kuwaiti Cup, WWE. Ah, the Kuwaiti Cup was a tournament in 1996. The Kuwait Cup. Let's see. See, you thought I was just pulling this one out Wait, of my ass. There's another the- one. There's another one. The Kuwait Cup is an episode of The Undertaker versus Triple H, which the WWE Network collections. It was um. Wait, no, it's something else. Let me see. The Kuwaiti Cup tournament, 1996, was won by Ahmed Johnson. Oh, the highlight of his career. Yes. He he now, defeated. Here's the thing, Jeff. You want to hear who he defeated to win that trophy? Yeah, you tell me. I actually have it. I'm going to pull it up on screen for the listeners right now. Yes. In the quarterfinals, he beat he beat Aldo Montoya. You're like, okay, so what? But in the semifinals, he beat a Stone Cold. Or he beat a pre before Stone Cold Steve Austin. He then went on to the. This says final. That can't be right because that's not the final final, but. Whatever. Then he went on to beat Owen Hart, who had defeated Yokozuna and Bret Hart to get to that point. So Ahmed knocks off Owen Hart. Then he goes on to take on the gargantuan Hunter Hearst Helmsley to become the Kuwaiti Cup champion. So the Undertaker and Kane fought in the uh, opening of this fucking Kuwaiti Cup, by the way. Undertaker and Isaac Yankum. That's a... You got That's a different impressive. one. Oh, yes, there it is. Undertaker and Isaac Ank. Because I'm like, Kane wasn't a thing. Oh, wait. Okay, yeah, Isaac Yankum. So. We should play a game. How many dead wrestlers are on this list? <laughs> Let's see. Bret Hart's still alive. Leaf Cassidy is still alive. Because um, that was Al Snow. Yo- Yokozuna's Yokozuna dead. Yokozuna and Harder both. Owen Harder dead. Marty Jannetty somehow still alive. Steve Austin is alive. Ahmed Johnson's alive. Aldo Montoya, I believe, is still alive. Isn't that just incredible? Uh, Pete, yeah, it's just incredible. Um, Undertaker, Undertaker is dead because he's the dead man. Always um, been, yeah. The let's see, Isaac Yankum is alive. Duke Drosy, I think the dumpster's still alive. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. I hope so. The dumpster's still alive. British Bulldog is dead. Zavio Vega is alive. Bob Backlund is alive. Butch is he the is he the one that just died? Butch, I think so. Yeah, so let's Butch is on dead. It. And Triple H is still alive. No, Butch is yeah. Butch died in on April third of twenty twenty three. By the way, he yeah. had the same fucking birthday as me, October twenty first. Shit, nice. Yeah, as I say, I knew he one has... of the Bushwhackers just died. Well, may he rest in peace. Now, uh, I don't share a birthday with him anymore. It was, uh, it used to be Carrie Fisher and Kim Kardashian, and you know, what's his name? Uh, Everett McGill, the actor. I want to see who I share a birthday with. I'm jealous. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, these are people that you died can, on my birthday. I mean, you can share a birthday with people, but you'll never get screwed over like me. I wanted to go celebrate my birthday. What did I get to do? See Black Adam or Doom. Talk about shit birthday movies, Rock. <laughs> I might be the biggest fan, but he puts out his shittiest oh work God, to spite dude. me. Damn. Right now, was like, Doom was... right now, I'm rocking Dax Shepard and Tay Diggs. Oh, Cuba Gooding Jr., Tia Carrera. There we go. Mm. Ooh, yeah, she's an all-time great. Ballroom blitz with her. I share a literal birthday with Kate Bosworth. Oh, you're the same day? Yeah. 
was she in Superman Returns? Is that who played Lois Lane? Let me look that up. Because that was a she was not a good choice. Mm, let's see. There's got to be somebody her. else. It's got to be somebody more more high profile. Isaac Asimov. Well, that's pretty cool for my science. Yeah, that, that is really cool. Ah, former presidential candidate Barry Goldwater. Um, How oh, close Kane. was he to winning? Uh, not very. Uh, Kane oh. Tanaka, she was the oldest living person, and I only know that. Or so she. We were born eighty years apart, and I had her in the Deadpool last year. So paid dividends one way or the other. No, well, that's it. I don't really have anybody else great on my birthday. I don't think. I don't know. Let's go into the eighteen hundreds. See what we can find. And now nah, we're good. Okay. Folks in the chat, if you have an amazing birthday that you share with a celebrity, let us know. Dion, I looked up Dion's. He shares a birthday with Deborah Hill, Nick. Deborah Hill? Yeah, the Deborah Hill. <laughs> oh, wow. And Oh, uh, Gene Okerlund died on my birthday. It's a sad day indeed. Yeah. Oh, so did the Skipper. The Skipper died on my birthday, too. Was that Alan Hale Jr., right? That would be Alan Hale Jr. Pete Postlewaite died on my birthday. I forgot he was gone. Dion also shares a birthday with Warren G. So that's that's his birthday. Oh <laughs> man. See, now that's a good, that's a winning one right there. And Brittany Murphy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. And uh who else? Apparently, apparently Channel Dead said Elon Musk, Mel Brooks, and Pat Marita. Oh shit. Holy shit. <laughs> Wait, I think Dion used to get Kendo yours as Kate Bosworth for the exact same day. Yeah. Dion's got Taryn Edgerton, the actor. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. There's people so, right now that aren't. They're like, we got to find out when exactly they were born. Um, okay, good. January second, nineteen eighty-three. Good job, sleuths. <laughs> they're gonna, folks. If you figure this out, just send us birthday cards. We all like uh, yeah. gift cards to Target. <laughs> uh, oh God! Have by you, the way, have, folks, have, have, have you been seeing some of the videos on like boycotting Target? Why are people boycotting Target? What Target do? Because of the type of clothing they have that's centered around a certain group of people. Oh. Yeah. Americans? Sure, we'll go with that. I just, I can't believe there's a boycott against Target. Target boycott 2020. I love it. I started typing in Target boycott, and there was a couple different years that popped up. (laughs) 2023 what target oh okay never mind nice yeah it now, but yeah yeah very first headline from sports Kedia. gotcha oh i'm on their website too uh let's see oh okay you know i was at target the other day and i heard somebody that would be in that group talking about this kind of stuff and they were filling the shelf so i guess what was happening because i was off filming a toy video and i'm just like i don't give a shit what people talk about i'm here to look for indiana jones and other crap by the yeah, way, man. folks, we got another toy video dropping in a couple days, so I think tomorrow is when I'm going to drop that. So be on the lookout. The last one, uh, you know, after all these years, some bullshit companies trying to do a copy claim on us for that music I use? What? Yeah, but shit's in <laughs> escrow right now because I'm fighting this bullshit claim. They're like, you stole our music. I'm like, this song is copyright free, and I've been using it for five years. Suck a dick. Yeah, so. you'll, 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 yeah every, every company does that because they just want to get money out of you, but yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb. You know what'll happen is after we win this, I'll tell everybody the name of the channel and you can all downvote them into oblivion. No, I'm not gonna do that shit. I'm not petty. 
I'd rather win and use the song. I think what will happen is when we win, I'll just put the song in every video and I'll say, hey, that YouTube channel that tried to strike us. Do, 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 do. I'll play 24 7, folks. Yeah. Fucking live stream that song. Oh, yeah, dude. Fuck them. Fuck them. We can't, yeah. It's, it's dumb, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and YouTube does that shit to their own music as well sometimes. Like, it's really stupid. I think it's just them. Um, I heard, what was it? I heard it's, it, it's them, like, trying to really fuck over the creators because. If they put something like in copyright strike for a certain amount of time, then they get the money for a couple of days until like it goes until it gets worked out. Yeah, and then they can make uh, was it uh, interest on that money real quick? Yeah, that's what it is. It's like Superman three. We're taking fractions of pennies. Yeah, that's what it is. That's all it is, man. And it's it, it's terrible. YouTube wants want to keep nickel and diming their fucking creators, but you know I don't know. It's it's yeah. I mean. There are other avenues. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> Musk just released some stuff on Twitter about about content creation and content and content um, and pim- paying people for stuff. And I was like, "That's interesting." We're gonna Great. be on it. We already signed up. Oh yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So, folks, when we get the go ahead to be on Uncle Elon's uh, channel, we'll be thud officially. No, what we'll be is uh, we'll be offering you exclusive <laughs> stuff over on there. So, if you're like, "Why should I join that?" Well, remember, Twitter has a said much, so because we said that, that's the bottom line. Jabronis. Well, here's the well, here's the here's the thing with here's the thing that that he said in his thing. Uh, the first year there there will be no fees. The, the, he will take no money from the creators. The second from then on, I think it's ten percent that we pay to to Twitter. After that, yeah, that's twenty percent less than we do with YouTube. Yeah, right that's now. what that's once again that's what the tweet said. So, yeah, I'm just going by that. Which is like it's like for the fir- for the first year like nothing and then ten percent is all you ask for like fuck that's awesome yeah great like <laughs> I'll happily pay that ten percent yeah uh, but yeah there are yeah like once again you can go live on Twitter and then also Twitter Spaces which is just kind of like cl- the clubhouse version for fucking Twitter which is just audio is all it is but then you can like download those and convert them to other things as well so that's that's an option yeah, tons so of folks- like lots of things lots of things. <laughs> Yeah, things are getting crazy out there, but uh, we're staying on top of everything. But I like, I, I, I do like how, how like, <laughs> I mean, I don't like it, but it's also happening because YouTube's are pieces of shit, and they're they're slowly becoming blockbuster. You know, like pe- things are changing around them, and they don't want to change, or they're doing some like really minimal stuff, and it doesn't really, it's not really affecting anything, and they're hoping to kind of you know keep the ship alive, but it's like eh, I don't know, don't know. Yeah, that ain't working. Yeah, man. God, Blockbuster. People just talk about Blockbuster in an ironic way now. It's like, hey, remember Blockbuster? Yeah, it kind of sucked, but whatever. I do miss being able to go rent movies, though. There was something just neat about being able to go rent movies. Dude, I loved, I loved seeing the really shitty straight-to-DVD movies that were on there. Um, because, like, you always found, like, really fun shit that just came from, you know, Canon Films or other other companies as well and things like that. It was, it was a lot of fun, man. You found a lot of weird fun shit to watch dude speaking of uh directed dvd videos i was watching from dusk till dawn 2 the other night oh my god <laughs> that is a fu- we got to review that for halloween this year that'll be a schlocktober movie <laughs> jesus was that insane dude <laughs> fucking robert patrick was fighting zombie or uh vampires at the end shit dude yeah because i i think i think i watched about five minutes of, of part two one day and i was like nope i can't do this i just can't do this <laughs> so phil's got this like streaming box app thing that he has that he pays for it a couple whatever he pays for it it has like everything and it has these tv channels that'll just stream movies constantly and i don't mean like 
what you get on Pluto. I mean, like, there's a channel that's just called Spider-Man, and it just plays the Tobey Maguire, the Andrew Garfield, and the Tom Holland ones on repeat, and it randomizes them. And there's, like, thousands of channels, and one of them is just called Horror. And I was like, what's on Horror? And we didn't even know what the fuck we were watching for a minute because it was just this balls-to-the-wall... He was, the vampire was ripping a dude's head off, and they were, like, having a Mexican standoff. It was it was insane, dude. Like, it's a shit movie, but I highly recommend you watch it if you're know, looking for some crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's, it's very much shit. Well, yeah, Tubi, Tubi used to be that. But I think Tubi's coming, becoming mainstream. There's a lot of mainstream stuff on there now, so it's kind of it kind of sucks. Because I was like, Tubi was a lot – you'd get a lot of fun shit on there, a lot of independent weird stuff. But I think they're also becoming – well, they got sold, like, three or four years ago, so. Yeah, they're owned they by are, Disney. I, yeah, they're my yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, because they sold yeah they got sold to Fox before Fox got sold to Disney. That's uh, another one. That's another great loss right there. Yeah, because I mean, to be like three or four years ago, man, was awesome. You would find just and mind you, and like I, I, I think now each category has two hundred movies. I remember going through it one day. I remember messaging you and I went through it on my PS4, and there were like five thousand horror movies on there, like just weird, odd, crazy shit. And I was like, and I, well, it, that also might be just the PS4 because I've done it on other things as well, and it only it caps off at 200. So that might be a, a PlayStation or Sony thing. I don't know. What about Crackle? Is that still around? Yeah, <laughs> Crackle God's around. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a that's that that's a rough one. Sony owns that one, and that one that one like was okay for a minute, and then I don't know. It 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 got to a point where they were they were like like showing ads every 10 minutes. I was like, no, nah, I can't fucking do this. I can't fucking do this. Yeah, I don't – have you noticed the internet's gotten really aggressive with ads lately? Like websites that I used to just refresh a couple times to then let the ad block button, you know, click away? Yeah. I was, yeah. Oh, just no, no. Stuck I, now. Oh, no. And I had to, like, get another I, – I, because, like, there was, like, ad block plus or whatever, but apparently that's, like, that has been bought by Google. So I had to buy a new one called uh, – I had to get a new one for Chrome called uBlock Origin. Uh, that's, not, that's not owned by fucking uh, Google. And that's been working pretty well as well, but who knows? They may they may block that too. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's I, I agree with you, man. It's a, it's it's becoming a problem. I was trying to read a goddamn New York Times article for something uh, as well, and they had their paywall, and I had to like look up how to like get through it. I had to get, I had to do I had to go through like the fucking code of the website and like disable JavaScript to take the paywall down so I could read the article. It was wild. Yeah, but that's what you paid to go to college for, so it's like, <laughs> hey, you're finally getting that work experience you paid for. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I had to go through, like, the fucking HTML of the site, and then go through, like, go to, like, uh, what was it, like, operator mode, or, like, some mode of, 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 of Chrome, and, like, find it, and, like, disable Java, and, like, the paywall went away. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. There's, the internet's broken. But hey. <laughs> Well, it's one of those. It's one of those things like with, with streaming, where like they these companies thought that that was the that was the future, and it is. It's 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 a convenient future for for it's a convenient future for consumers. It's difficult to make money off of it because um, you get to a point where like there's only a finite amount of movies you can keep borrowing and paying for rights for from like the old companies, and it's like, well, once you make your own content, then what do you do with it? You you can't keep it on your platform for too long because. I mean, you know, you, you want you want to make it exclusive, but like the ones you the ones that don't do too well, you could sell other companies, which Netflix barely does. And so, and like Disney's having to do that because they need to make money because they're in the fucking toilet. So, yeah, it's just it's 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 a weird it's a weird thing. And then none of them want to do physical media, and it's that's also awkward too. So I don't know. I just I can't believe we're talking about Disney Plus being gone by the end of the year. Now it's going to combine with Hulu, but. Do you think they'll get rid of the Hulu brand name? 
or they'll just keep it as Hulu and Disney Plus is just an extra channel. They'll, I mean, in all honesty, for brand recognition, they should keep it. They should keep the Hulu brand. Honestly, they should, because uh, that's the only one I read in the article about subscribers and numbers and that. That's one of the things that they've had that's actually gone up in subscribers by a little bit, not much, but a little bit. I think it was like two hundred thousand. Yeah, two hundred thousand. Yeah. Um. So because of that being that because of it being like a, le- a legacy name, like you know, you had fucking Netflix, Hulu, you know, whatever. The other third one was uh, Amazon. Like you really want to keep that just because it's recognizable. If they if they were to just ditch it and be like, oh, where's Disney Plus now and the Hulu stuff is on there, that'd be fucking terrible. That'd be terrible branding. I I feel the same way, especially with the way Disney's focused on you know families and kids and this and that. It's like that's fine, but those people didn't care enough about the Little Mermaid and Aladdin and Hunchback of Notre Dame to keep paying for it. So it's like. Don't punish us because I like Hulu. Even before Disney, well, they haven't bought their bigger stake in it. I won't, you know, I won't simp for any streaming service, but Hulu at least offers shit I want to watch. Like, I can catch up on my live TV the next day. I watch King of the Hill on repeat, so it's nice. Honestly, I pay for Hulu for King of the Hill. It's a one-show streaming service. Everything else is just bonus (laughs) on, you know, icing on the cake. But I love King of the Hill, and that shit is not, I don't want to watch it on DVD. It looks like crap on DVD, so at least, you know, there's a reason for it. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I, I I have it for, I have it for mom so she can watch some some of her shows because she'll go through her procedurals of like medical stuff or police dramas or whatever, and then like she wants something new and it's like sometimes it's on Hulu, sometimes it's on Prime, sometimes it's on somewhere else. So you know, I always have to like find something for her to watch, but I always keep it because of that. So, dude, my mom yeah. is a fan of uh, the Peacock Network because she watches all these crime shows, and it's funny. I'll be logging in to watch either that '70s show or. Um fucking wrestling or something even when i was living out in california and it's like murdered my husband murdered my wife killed i'm like geez mom what the hell are you even watching she's on like season four episode 22 i'm like damn oh, she God. is deep um, into this one oh, <laughs> to be dude, fair no, some of those are really good they're like guilty pleasure series is the watch and stuff 100 dude 100 like i i i will i i i, I sell them every now and again um we'll we'll go through the old the old csi episodes because yeah. some of them were were, were really creepy and good and stuff like that so yeah i'll do that sometimes too jeff if you really want to sell your mom on something tell her about this uh podcast called uh small town murder okay it, it it's a it's a podcast that talks about small town murders and uh it's two comedy guys that do it and it's pretty damn fucking entertaining i will add that to my uh because they, oh, they, they, they they tend to focus on the stupid murders like People that were like the one I went through and downloaded a bunch of the ones that were out of Missouri, um, especially a couple that were lit- literally where I'm from in Missouri. I'm like, ah, I remember this. Cool. I want to hear the story again. And uh, yeah, it's usually people that like the one I was listening today, they were con- this lady who was like 20 years old. She married a 75 year old sugar daddy in the middle of the Ozarks. And uh, they were conspiring to kill the guy on their wedding night because she didn't want to bang him. And essentially, she was witnessed by many people in the presence of the conspirators numerous times throughout the night at numerous locations and they were trying to figure out how to do it. So they're like, Oh yeah, you know, this is pretty stupid of this person. I love, I love stupid crimes. Yeah. So I, I recommend that. So if she's like, she's into the murder shit, tell her about that because that's a fucking wonderful podcast. I will tell her about that. And then she'll be like, hey, can you download me the podcast app? And before you know it, she's telling me about shows to listen to. There you go. <laughs> oh, God. I think, I, think, I think my mom just went through uh, Eureka and Warehouse 13 just recently. 
Warehouse 13. I wanted to get into that one, uh, but never did. Because it, it seemed kind of interesting. Well, because if okay, if, if you like Eureka, because Eureka's very like you know like science fiction, science based, like this town that does a lot of like weird science stuff and like things go wrong and they have to fix it. Basically, Warehouse Thirteen is the opposite of that, where things are, like you have like uh, cursed objects, so you have like the mm-hmm. magic aspect of that kind of like the, the the other side of that. It's still fun. They did a wonderful job with the show. Um, I, it's 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 one of the, it's one of those things where like when they had when they went through the like phase of somebody buying it and they were like restructuring and like they had to fire the ceo and hire a new one he was like oh let, let me cut these two shows that have the biggest fan bases ever and just not worry about it it's like really really it was a dumb decision that seems to pre- uh, permeate a lot of entertainment these days yeah but yeah and like it, it was one of those things where like i was like i was very I, I loved those two shows because they were they even had a crossover episode between the two shows it was wonderful and uh, one day I was just like, oh, yeah, um, new budgeting stuff. No more money for these big-ass shows. Uh, last season gets six episodes. Go, what? <laughs> huh? And, uh, yeah, I mean, these were, like, these were very well-known shows. Like, um, you'd have the actors come to, like, Dragon Con every couple of years or every year, if not if, if not that. Like, like Clockwork, man. It was, it was crazy. But, nope. And Sci-Fi's like, oh, fuck you. We're, we're, we're taking it off. We should go to Dragon Con this year. Even though we won't have a table, we should just go for a... Uh... Walk around in our t-shirts and meet people, and yeah, go man. to parties. Yeah, man, definitely. You're welcome. You're more welcome to come down and uh, and uh, yeah, and do that, man. Well, man, is it September? Yeah, it's um, Labor Day weekend. Well, I'm going to be very busy this year. I just got invited, uh, Veronica and Joshua, to go to Summerfest in Milwaukee, and I'm just like, Summerfest. it kind of sounds awesome because there's a Mille shitload of Waukee. concerts. Up there. Excuse me, which is Algonquin for the good land. I apologize. God damn it! Fuck you. Wait for for getting it wrong or correcting myself? Or both? Just just going just going through that again. There was, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What the audience doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jason Green has excellent taste. He loves the original Twilight Zone and the Outer Limits. Mm. Kendo. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, original guys, Twilight Zone. Yeah. Oh, good. I was gonna say I want us to eventually do reviews of every episode of the Twilight Zone, even if they're just five minute clips yo. of like on Patreon. It's like, yeah, let's yo, do them all. That's fine. Um, I do no, I do like the '90s Showtime Outer Limits. That's the one I really love. Um, I watched it a lot as a kid. wasn't supposed to, but that's that's my jam. I love those. Have you ever ridden the outer? Oh, you haven't because you've never been to Kings Island. But there used to be yeah, an I Outer Limits roll. You've, there's an Outer Limits roller coaster, or was an Outer Limits roller coaster. Oh, they rebranded it. it, but it was sweet. It was about an alien invasion, like a you literally walk on a spaceship that has crash landed on Earth, and you're like trying to get away from these aliens, and then you ride a roller coaster to freedom, just like in the real world. <laughs> oh man, I need to I need to come up there and and have an afternoon with you and Dion and whoever else joins us for uh, for Kings Island because that sounds like a, a fun time. Oh, dude, it's. For like everyone that's like, oh, Universal and Disney are the world's greatest theme parks. Look, it's, if you like theme parks, cool. But if you like amusement parks with great roller coasters and shit, come to Ohio. We have Cedar Point and Kings Island. They're the oh shit. yeah, fucking Cedar Point. Holy shit. Yep. yep. And and Kings Island is nothing to shit. You know, nothing to scoff at. It's got legit roller coasters. It's got the world's biggest wooden coaster still. I think the Beast. It still oh, rides wow. great. Um, yeah. That's a, like, a, I was lucky. I grew up by a legit theme park. Like, you grew up close to Dollywood and stuff. That's a legit theme park, right? <laughs> yeah, man. We'd have um, our, what, what was called, Severe County Week or Severe County Day, where you could go in, uh, if you had a local ID, you could go in for free. 
But the shitty thing is that they would charge you a dollar more. They would, I think they would charge you a dollar more for parking than they would during the normal times. Um, and the food is like a dollar more expensive than it was previously. That's a whole buck? Get the money out of, yeah, a whole buck. whole buck, yeah. That's, that's, that's what they get you. Um, but other than that, man, it was, you know, it was, it was a good time. We always go do go during the summer, go really ass early in the morning and do the and do the park during the day and then do the water park uh, later that day. So, yeah, we were fucking beat afterwards. Um, folks, I might put on our Twitter some of the Universal Nintendo World stuff if you're interested in seeing that. I found the secret Pikmin, so that was kind of cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't it, wait for that to come to uh, to Florida, man. It's gonna be crazy. I have never smiled so much in my entire life. It's you know, people are like, oh, it's just a theme park. Nah, man, it was the Mushroom Kingdom. When I walked in, they just so happened to have Mario and Luigi walking by, and I'm like, cool. So I was five <laughs> years old. Goddamn Channel Dad's over here. It's like, I was old enough to remember when Dollywood was Silver Dollar City. Jesus Christ, Channel Dad. Yeah, he's also fucking old enough to remember when Ben Franklin was six. So, (laughs) Were you the guy that helped Ben Franklin score all those old ladies? Were you the one that was lighting the cameras and shit and taking? No, the, no, no, no. He was, he was, he was the guy in the grassy knoll. <laughs> oh shit! Mm. Lapes the babushka lady? No, wait. <laughs> Somebody else that was there. Oh my god! <laughs> I, taught my, I taught my kids about the Zapruder film the other day. Oh god! I've watched it many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm happy that you know the babushka lady, Jeff. I'm really happy you Dude, know that. I don't look it. I don't talk about this because I don't want to come off as one of these tinfoil hat people. But I actually find the Kennedy assassination very fascinating because it's like, how the fuck did that happen? And so I have for years just have read books, watched documentaries, all kinds of theories are out there. I don't know where I stand. I, just you, I swear, I swear to God, if you make a diorama, I'm gonna have to come and like calm you down. All right. We should make a comic book about it. Oh, I don't know what we would do. No, I don't. I don't think that would be funny to go back in time and like beat up Jack Ruby or somebody. Well, no. Why would we stop? Just Jack download Ruby? JFK Reloaded and have some fun. <laughs> I remember that game. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, I told the kids uh, about that too. Dude, well, I mean, there was there was also the um the Canadian movie called Death of a President during the Bush years. Do you remember that one? I do not. That one was fucking crazy. Basically, somebody you know, took out President Bush during the uh while he was president and uh the person they thought was uh, the guy who did it wasn't. And they literally they literally um got the wrong guy because he looked like he was, you know, one of the people from the 9-11 attacks so yeah it was a whole it was since a whole race it was a whole race thing it was fucking weird since we're talking about uh offensive shit or weird shit in video games there was like a video game where you would fight osama bin laden at the end and i can't remember what that <laughs> one was but that was a thing like oh it was god like you boxed speaking, him or something like it was like oh a god. side like you fought him in like a mortal Kombat style speaking battle of, speaking of speaking of, of those things do you remember the the, the card set the cards that came out during that time yes we have one still oh god so do i we never opened it somebody gave it to us as a gift we're like we'll collect this dude we we sold them i have i, I think i still have a box of them somewhere because we were selling the, the shit best, out of them the best thing you ever told me you're like one day you're cleaning out inventory you're like we have a box of xfl t-shirts <laughs> and i Jesus. just started cracking up so hard it's like god damn yeah yeah, we, we did. I actually actually went back during uh, Christmas and looked for, tried looking for them again, and they were gone. So I, I assume they got like thrown out in the trash or whatever. Because I wanted to at least get one and bring it and bring it to you. But no, we we, we don't have them anymore, unfortunately. <sighs> That's okay. I'll get a new XFL T-shirt after it goes out of business next season. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. I know the Rock's actually doing well with it. Exactly. <laughs> Just needs to fix I mean, the playoff format. That's about it. 
He seems really good at business or really should have like acting and picking his fucking, you know, roles for stuff. I think he's just doing it for the money so that way he can fund things like the XFL. I mean, he's worth almost a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, The Rock is the epitome of like, hey, you didn't get to live out your first dream goal, so you did everything in your power to live it out afterwards. It's like, hey, I couldn't make it in the NFL, but I made it in the CFL, but then I got fired. So then I made it in the WWE and then Hollywood, and, well, I'm going to buy my own football league now. Yeah, and he did get his own show called Ballers on HBO. That's getting its final season. No, 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 it's over with. It's been over with. Oh, it's over? Okay, I thought it was uh, had one more left. Nope, no, it's been over. Oh, I'm thinking of now. billions. Sorry, not ballers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, billions is billions is a good show too. But uh, ballers is like, ballers is like the successor to um, Entourage. It's that same kind of that same kind of thing. Hmm. But in, instead of being actors, like they're 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 uh, they're like uh, what is it? They're sports. Um, like they help they help athletes financially. Like they help them like with their money and shit like that to invest properly. Like that's what they that's what they do. Ah, so they don't go broke. Yeah, basically, because that story is like he was he was an athlete and he went broke, and then now he made a whole he made a company or was working for a company that helps athletes not go broke. Yeah. What was the premise of the show Arliss with Robert Wool? Was that like a baseball version of that? Yeah. Okay. That was just a deep cut, I know, but like, sounded like that show to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, is that, Robert that... Wool still alive? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's still alive. Okay. Well, he got that grant for Bruce Wayne, so he bought Immortality with it. Yeah, there you go. That's all you need. <laughs> I would love, love, love if fucking Alexander Knox was in the Flash movie. That's okay. the only reason I want to see it. No, I want to see that. Yeah, you do. Uh, you have the comic book adaptation of Batman 89, right? Nope. Well, uh, if you ever do choose to pick it up, the way the comic book ends is different than the movie. Um, after the Joker falls off the the roof of the cathedral or whatever, Batman goes down to the ground and people are coming after him. They're like, they're, they're going to catch him essentially. So what he does is he takes off his costume and he plants it on Knox. And so Knox wakes up from the Joker gas or whatever. He wakes up from getting knocked out and he's in like he's got the Batman suit on him. And Bruce Wayne's like hiding in the shadows. So nice. I assume that footage has been filmed since it's in the comic book, but uh, it's never been released. Oh, now I want to see that. I do too. Uh, maybe they'll put it on uh, HBO Max. That's how people will sign up for it. It's like you guys can see. That's what they should really put on these streaming services. That they want to get people to subscribe and stay. Put the bonus features of discs on the streaming that's, service. That's like, actually that's actually something that people are talking about. I know. Well, criteria the, the Criterion Channel does that, but I think they charge like ten or fourteen dollars a month or some shit like that. It, it's just like, for example, like uh, Ghostbusters. I don't know what streaming platform that's on, but. Why would I really want to watch it on streaming when I can't even watch the deleted scenes or the shit with the uh, Admiral's jacket? Like, that's now part of the movie to me. I want to watch all of it. So, it, it just feels like you're getting half of the half of the content for double the price. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, it's crazy. So, Disney Plus folks, by the end of the year, will be combined with Hulu, and I'm sure it'll be uh, wonderful for no one out there. Oh, yeah. Um. What is it? Yeah, the Criterion Channel is ten ninety nine a month or a hundred dollars a year. That's not bad. I mean, it's one of the. It's, it's once again. That's a very. That's a very niche channel. If you really like that stuff, by all means, get it. Um. Yeah. I don't. I. Uh, the only Criterion Collection film I own is a copy of Shaft. 
<laughs> the only one I own is, uh, I think it's Blowout. That's a good-ass movie. With, with with John Travolta, yeah. Like, I love that movie. That's, that one was, was really well done. I really love Especially it. Especially as a filmmaker, you probably really like it. Oh, yeah, dude. No, it's it's, it's wonderful. Um, it was, yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, glad I have it in Blu-ray. Um, I'm not going to rebuy it in 4K. It's not going to fucking happen. Um, I mean, you don't really want to look at John Travolta in 4K, let's be no, honest. No, that's true. That's true. Now, Shaft in 4K, I think that'd be interesting to watch because I watched, I rewatched it again, I think, um, last week, and I was like, still fucking good. Still really good. It, the only complaint I have with movies in 4K is you can tell when they're using multiple, like, cameras because some shots are beautiful and pristine and then, like, other, it's like, uh And then they, if they didn't light a scene indoors right, it's very grainy, which I'm not going to complain about because it's part of the film experience, but the well, outdoor like, shit looks amazing. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's gonna happen. But uh, also, it was the '70s where like some of those movies and some of the some of the film they used were called I think they were called short ends or whatever. Basically, it was when a Hollywood movie would um, not use all their film for filming, and they'd cut pieces together and make a reel out of like just of of just end cuts. And oh. they would, and a lot of independent filmmakers and people like that would buy the cheaper ones so they could have you know film to shoot movies with. So, yeah. So that's why, so that's why some of them will look, you know, look bad in some scenes and some of the others because they had like only, you know, they had varying quality in film that was like reeled together. It was, it was crazy. It was kind of cool how they could still, it just shows you the passion these people have. They'll do anything to tell their movies or tell their stories. So yeah. And I mean, that. yeah. And I mean, that was the seventies, you know, you needed, you needed, you needed a fucking film camera and an actual light and a, and like an actual sound got to run shit. Now you need a fucking iPhone and you can make something decent. It's so weird to think that's all you need these days. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where like the oh, well, it's one of those things where like the barrier the barrier of entry to get into that is very low, and you get a and the and the worst thing about it is that you're waiting through a lot more shit now than you would be back then or even like let's say twenty years ago. That's that's the problem is like you're waiting through so much shit now that it's hard to find anything that's good or of substance or you know, anything like that. So. That's a problem. You get a lot of oversaturation. Well, that's why I think a lot of people have left Disney Plus because of oversaturation of not just their content, but the kind of content that's on the platform. It's everywhere. There's really no specialty to it or specialness to it. So yeah, and, and like everything's very colorful and happy, and everything's PG thirteen, and it's the very same family oriented. Like that shit gets really old really quickly. And it's also that's not what's popular because anytime a show like Dahmer comes out or anything that's like dark, weird, or violent, that's what captures everyone's attention. That's why true crime is the number one genre for women and movie like the shit that's about darker stuff tends to be more popular these days. It's oh like yeah, man! Producing family friendly content in an era where that's just not in vogue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've yeah we like, we've heard of, you know the last uh, last few years now like Dahmer like people were dressing up as Dahmer for Halloween and I was like that's hilarious. I would I would have loved to see a little kid as a fucking as a little Dahmer costume for Halloween. That'd be funny as shit, I you know. But yeah, I mean it's <laughs> that's where we are. Like you said, like the darker stuff is what people want to watch. The kind of like the true crime stuff, man. That's what's popular. Not these like kid shows about you know whatever the hell they're going through. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I mean, Wednesday fits in that category of dark, but still kind of for kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that does that does fit. In. Well, also, also Netflix buys up all those really weird stories all the time. Whenever there's some weird murder that goes on for longer than a week, they buy up that story and make it into a show. Do you think anyone you know, or maybe even us, will become the uh, subjects of a Netflix documentary one day? 
Depends on what for. <laughs> Embezzlement, yes. Murder, maybe. Uh, probably war not, crimes, but, potentially. Definitely. Poten- yeah, potentially. Yeah. Crimes against humanity, of course. Oh, of yeah. course, yeah. Well, the Netflix, they've got a sequel to the Dahmer thing coming out, too. It's about the Menendez brothers. Jesus. I'll watch that because... I mean, I'm going to watch it, too. I heard, what is it? I was watching some in- thing on something on Instagram where like this, there was this famous like uh, basketball card. And it's famous because the Menendez, Bro- Menendez brothers are in the background of the picture of this, yep. of this basketball player. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck? And apparently the picture, like the, the reason they're at the baseball, ga- basketball game is because they just got done killing their parents and they're sitting there now at the basketball game. You know what they game. did? You know what they did after that basketball game? What? They went and saw Batman 89. Dear God. And then Mark they Jackson. went home. It's a Mark uh, Jackson basketball card. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Yeah. I was like, that's because, because like, oh, this is a special, very special basketball card. I'm like, oh, did the guy die? Or did he get a couple rings? Did he win some stuff? What, what happened? Oh, the Menendez brothers are in the background. Fuck. You can get it for five bucks off of eBay. <laughs> it's probably a fake. Yeah. I uh, that's I always think back man. to Dumb and Dumber when I hear the Menendez brothers because they're watching a current affair, which that's an old ass show, and they're like, "Next time on the current affair, inside the of, Menendez brothers' attorney's home." I yeah. think of, I think of Cable Guy. Oh God, they, they parodied that. Yeah, they parodied it in the background. Remember? Yeah, Sam Sweet. Yep. Yep. He was Asian, and he yep. was saying something that was Asian. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's and an ben underrated Stiller in the movie. background the whole time. It was fucking weird. Brother, sweet brother, the Sam Sweet story. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I was watching the Cable Guy not that long ago. That's oh, a man. that's a favorite. Um, that's one of those anytime movies for me. It's not Dumb oh, and yeah. Dumber no, good, no, but no, it's no, up no. There. It is, and it was once again like watching it as a kid. I was the, I was like, fuck this, you know, because like you grew up with Jim Carrey being funny, and then you see him do like this thing that's slightly serious, but more like adult, and you have to be an adult to enjoy it. My favorite aunt loved that movie, and she would always go, Stephen, call your mother, when she was joking to my cousin about it. And I'm just like, damn. <laughs> what? <laughs> the one, the scene that always gets me is the fucking, uh, when he's doing the karaoke, singing Jefferson Starship. Oh, yeah. Airplane. <laughs> you know, folks, if we're ever at a convention, and there's karaoke at a bar at the convention, if somebody brings me one of those stupid tassel jackets, I'll get up and sing, just like Jim Carrey. <laughs> well, speaking. Of, well, hold on, hold on. I, I, I thought of this. I thought of this the other day. Since like we're, like this October is going to be, um, I think eight, eight years that we've done the podcast. When we God. get to year, when we get to year ten, we have to have a live show. Oh yeah, we have to have a live show somewhere. Where do you, Where do you want to have it? That'll be twenty twenty five. Shit. I mean, Omaha, we'll Nebraska. Much... <laughs> Middle of the. I country. think we got a good enough audience uh, in Omaha, Nebraska. We should do our live show from Japan, and no one will show up. They just don't understand what we're saying. They're just like, what? Yeah, it's just a bunch of people fucking taking pictures of us. I mean, I could get down with that. Yeah, we should do a, a, a live show somewhere. I don't know where, but somewhere. We should do it live from Kings Island. Live from, from, the, from, the, live from the Eiffel Tower. It's world-class bullshitters. <laughs> Folks in the chat, tell us. Okay, Sammy 3 Pete says we should have it in Detroit. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Detroit's not as bad as it used to be, but um, still, we're gonna it's, celebrate... it's not that good either. No, if we're going to celebrate ten years, we should do it somewhere with style, like uh, like Vegas. <laughs> Vegas. Shit, I'm going there the for my Texas, birthday. the Texas State Fair. The Texas State Fair. <laughs> Shit, from Big Tex, we should broadcast from Big Tex. 
Howdy, folks. Uh, we heard that episode we, of King of the Hill where Lou ends up there. Yeah. No, no, here's okay. Here, 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 here's an idea. We should, we should, we should uh, make it like we should make it a whole, like a whole day thing. Where like we do the podcast early in the day for like let's say max ninety minutes. That's it. Okay. Then we do two drunk commentaries on stage. Oh my god, yes. And then <laughs> we premiere. And then we premiere. We have the world premiere of My Black Ass, our my first movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Freddie Delgado. How about Dollywood? Jesus. I actually have a couple of connections there. That might that, that that might happen. No shit. We should uh yeah, we'll become the official pod the unofficial official podcast of Dollywood. Oh dude, they fucking They'll sponsor it. us the opening of the show. We're like, folks, this week's at Do- this week at Dollywood they have a new topping for the funnel cake and the turkey legs are back. Make sure you tell them WCBS sent you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god dude if i ever take you there you're gonna be so fucking disappointed it's gonna be so disappointing it's gonna be terrible. look there's a place called coney island near me nothing can be shittier than coney, coney island. island really in cincinnati it's not the coney island in new york of it's course. cincinnati coney island really that's yeah, look, I, I i was worried for a second i was like so there's a coney island like park or area in ohio yes it's right by me it's now it used to have like really shitty rides and a water park. And now it's just a water park. Oh, God. But it's, like, down by the river. <laughs> so it's like, uh, I could get, you know, eaten by some of that, uh, some of the mutants from New Palestine, Ohio. You know, the water ran off, so. Oh, jeez, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they filled the pool with that water. I shouldn't say that. They'll get they'll sue us. <laughs> you guys are perpetuating lies that we poison our customers. Yeah. Be a better theme park. Yeah. But we will not broadcast from there. Yeah, Dr. Coffin Nails knows what's up. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> He's like, oh, that Coney Island is a like, damn. It's that <laughs> shitty, man. Like, anytime I would go there, I would ask to go to King's Island to cleanse the palate of theme park disappointment. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's, fucking, that's fucking terrible. Yeah. Dude, one of the reasons why King's Island kicked ass, they used to have an Axel Foley garden. And that's not a joke. <laughs> If you went under the um, Eiffel Tower, they used to have a Beverly Hills cop poster right by this clock, and there was all these benches and shit. So it was the Axel Foley Garden. <laughs> nice. Yeah, um, I would love to have that giant poster. Somebody else has it. Oh, dear. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at the at the place now. It's very, very basic. It's very basic. Look up Stricker's Grove. That the that uh, <laughs> park is like the size of a backyard. That's even Stricker's shittier. Grove. Oh god! What was it? Uh, when I was when I was ho- when I was home uh, a few weeks ago, uh, I learned that they're making some sort of like what is it? They're making a fucking like a uh, he- heavy machinery like like adult theme park or whatever in, in Sevierville. And uh, like apparently my brother looked into it and he's like, it's it's gonna be bullshit. Like you, you don't get ride out around or anything. They just like you know like he was very disappointed because like they advertise it one way and it's going to be another and i'm just like oh that sucks man that really sucks hey kendo do you remember the glory hole theme park um no oh you don't remember the glory holes arm theme park it's it was from grand theft auto san andreas they used to talk about it on the radio all the time oh yeah no <laughs> i i haven't really played san andreas to any great degree you missed out on a great game i mean it's dated now so it's really not as great but uh, if you would have played it back in 04, it's like head and shoulders above Vice City in every single way, except the uh, aesthetic of the 80s. Hmm. But, 
Yeah, because you could actually swim in that Grand Theft Auto game. Unlike Vice City, where it's like, oh man, I'm surround- I'm on an island, and I drowned. Great. <laughs> oh, God. I, keep, I, I keep hearing inklings of six, so we'll see what happens. I don't know if I care anymore. Yeah, I uh, kind of don't I'm, anymore. I'm, I'm with you. Actually, you wonder what I played recently that I really liked? Uh, Dead Island, Dead Island Two. Uh, the first one was a lot bitch? of fun. Yeah, no, yeah, first one was was a ton of fun. This one is this one is pretty much the same. You have like main quest, a lot of side missions. You gotta, um, you know, you have to up your your stuff to uh, to make sure you can beat the zombies and things like that. And there are a lot of fucking weird ones like um, the giant ones who throw up either acid or fire or other things. So. A lot of fun. You have the giant, uh, the big. Basically, when you go to like Venice Beach and there, the big guys who work out there, the, the, these giant zombies want to crush you. It's awesome. Nice. I'm just worried about Zelda. Zelda comes out in a few hours. I'll be there to get it tomorrow, and that's all. That's gonna be that's gonna be my focus because it's gonna take me six months to beat that game. Don't ask why. I don't want to relive it. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Yeah, it'll be out in an hour and seven minutes here. So. What I should do is take my phone, broadcast from my car, drive to GameStop, and go buy it. Nah, that'd be boring. Actually, I was never. If I'm gonna buy it, I'm gonna get it digitally, because uh, I don't <laughs> buy physical games for the Switch anymore. Oh man. <clears throat> so, is there anything else you guys want to say about Disney Plus or streaming? I know it's all gloom and doom. Um, it's been two hours of fun so far, and we still have more stuff to talk about. So, uh, anything else you guys want to say? We've just been shitting around for two hours. It's yeah. literally called world class bullshitters. So I, I mean, know, I know. The audience but usually, gets what they want. Usually we're, you know, usually we're a little bit more on task, but it's fine. It's okay. The thing is, people have stuck around. Like normally, if we go off t- off topic, they like click off and come back. People pretty much stayed this number the whole time. They're like, ah, they missed the year two thousand five. That's what it is. That's what we're, they're nostalgic for two thousand five. <laughs> Need to finish Jedi Survivor first. Oh, jeez, man. I think I think I saw the other the other Jedi game that they came out with recently, and I haven't finished that ever. I just I just it's been sitting on the PS4, and I'm like, eh, I don't I don't need to I don't need to do any further anything further with this. Yeah, I gave up on Jedi the first one, Jedi Outcast or Jedi Outcast the new one. Sorry, Jedi Survivor is the one I gave up on. Not that it's a bad game, but with Xbox Game Pass, it's like you have access to 300 games at once, and I'm like, ah, I got stuck on this level. I'm gonna play this. I'm gonna play that. I have video game ADD. It's not fun. No, that's that's very true because I switch between um I've been switching between Dead Island and like Evil Dead. Still playing, still playing Evil Dead. I still I, I still love the online aspect where you can be the uh, the demons and really fuck with the the four players who are trying to you know pers- you know trying to get the the pages and the dagger and everything like that I fucking love that. It's so much fun, dude. Uh, a listener, Mad the Magnificent, he sent me a copy of Evil Dead for Xbox. That game was the shoot. Yeah, we're, and remember, we're getting uh, Killer Clowns. We're also getting Texas Chainsaw Massacre as well. I was listening to Killer Clowns from Outer Space today when I was working on some pages, oh and uh, that is the best horror theme song this side of Halloween. Can you name a oh, better yeah. one? No, that's fucking amazing. I, 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 I want to say Weird Science, and Weird Science is Oingo Boingo, and it's not the movie, so... Yeah. Yeah. And... Honestly, Dead Man's Party would be better in a horror movie. Anyway. That's true. That's very true. I do like Dead Man's Party quite a bit. Um, it's a it's a good song. It is. It's solid. It's solid. But no, I think yeah. Once again, that one. Once again, that one is made for it. Um, it was. It's it's a great song. Hundred percent. I can't. Wait, I can't wait for the game though. I can't wait for the game. The game's gonna be um, insane. Dude, when I went to Universal and walked through the uh, amusement park thing for Killer Clowns from Outer Space, it was like living in the movie. I was amazed. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot of fun. Yeah, when I went uh, pre-COVID, 
um, they had a section like that too in the Florida one, and I was like, this is fucking awesome. It's so cool. Ah, pre-COVID, when buffets and killer clowns from outer space were still a thing. <laughs> BC before COVID. <laughs> that's what it now stands for. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be 2018 BC. That's what it's gonna be. That's when our, we're gonna make a new comic. You know, officially, folks, that's when Stealing Solo takes place. 2018 BC. Uh, Wokebusters takes place in an alternate reality where we follow that year. So. <laughs> oh man. Let's check in with the audience and keep this show a rolling. Kendo, pick a number between one and sixty-nine, please. Uh, six. Dylan. Son of a bitch. Oh my gosh. Oh. We have just seen um <laughs> I forgot that was that how that's how that ended. <laughs> I'm just like, hey. I was happy to watch a scene from Predator, because it's Is it my favorite Schwarzenegger flick? Yeah, it is. Terminator 2 is a close second, and then uh, Commando closes out the top three. I That's wanna watch. Yeah. I wanna go watch that afterwards. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. It's a good choice. Up next is our friend Obi Wan two seven eight eight three. He says, "Gents, let's not forget when you bought the Blu-rays." All right, I already read that one. Sorry. Uh, here you go from Darian two one seven. He says, "Hashtag the more you know. Take a screen. You take screenshots too. I take screenshots too. However, I apparently don't take as many as you do, sir. Family button." Darian, I'll go through my Google Photo accounts, and there's, like, screenshots from 2018, and I'm like, why Dude, the fuck do I still I've, have this? This event well, ended. Well, what I've, done, what I've done lately now is the ones that are actually important, I'll put in my favorites folder, so this way I know that it's important. I do that, and randomly, for some reason, when I look at my favorites folder, the first thing that pops up is a picture of Dan at Fat Burger. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Also, in my favorites are pictures of us from Horror Hound 2019. Nice. And my personal favorite photo on my phone is our listener, uh, Jeremy. He went and met uh, Paul Rudd wearing a Dong Lover shirt. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah. And Paul Rudd told me he liked his shirt. So that's my favorite <laughs> one on there. That's awesome. Uh, shout out to him, man. Hey, uh, you got us close to Paul Rudd, everyone's favorite actor. So you wanted a family button. There's so many different family buttons. Which one do you want? Mm, this one. I want the real it's family, 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 family. <laughs> I one more. I don't have friends. I got family. You got another movie coming out, Vin. I don't want to see it. I'm not gonna see it. I'm I still, I still can't it. believe they like they fucking announced like Fast X Part Two or some shit like that. Like, there's some they're 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 on Fast and Furious 27 next month. You know, yeah, it's not man. gonna stop coming. As so long as people uh, keep uh, paying for it, then yeah, like Jeff said, they're not, they're, they won't stop coming, and 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 they won't stop. <laughs> and Kendo, they won't stop coming, and they won't stop coming, and they won't stop coming. <laughs> you know, if we wouldn't get a copy strike, I'd love to do an entire episode where we just troll the audience. It's like, welcome to episode three hundred ninety-seven, and it's just that song for two hours on the "Don't Stop Coming." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll release an April Fool's Day bonus episode one year. There you go. That way. I don't know. I still I still love the episode where we act like it was like 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 2003 or some shit like that. I fucking love that one. Oh, it was like 1998, wasn't it? Or seven, yeah, or that's like... what it was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
the people got so pissed too. They're like, guys, that happened twenty years ago. We're like, mm, we don't want to break the illusion of the joke, but come on, oh. read the room. <laughs> Yeah, Next that was that was fun because like I kept typing stuff in to make sure like I was like I was correct on everything I was saying. Was Bill Clinton president in 1997? Yes, yes. yes. It was. It was just kind of stressful to make sure like everything we were saying was like correct and stuff. So we're in the correct timeline of like that year and everything. But it was still fun though. It was still hilarious. If we did one where we were broadcasting live from 1999, I could easily recall that shit. It's like, all right, guys, we're gonna get some. Let's go to media play. Let's get our Nintendo 64s and play uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Oh, my God. And then we're going to go to get Pizza Hut's uh, stuffed crust pizza. We're going to watch our copy of The Matrix that we got on videotape from Blockbuster. And then, at the end of the night, we're going to watch episodes of Conan O'Brien on NBC. Nice. I did that once in 1999. Yeah, when he was doing the year 2000 bit. Yeah. Yeah. He he still did that well well past 2000. I I loved it. I was going to say, he's still popped La Bamba for that. Even in like 2005. <laughs> Dude, fucking Andy Richter thing. was the best part of that. Um, Strubbles08 says the unaired Toonheads are on YouTube for now. It's a laugh and a half. I'll take Biff Motorcycle and Uncle Ben, please. Ah, Biff Uncle Motorcycle. Ben. That's one I haven't heard in quite some time. So, first off, let's give you some Biff action. <laughs> The other day, I was at Walmart, and mm-hmm. I was looking at their Hot Wheels, and they have the Biff car from the Back to the Future with the manure piled in it. I hate manure. I I wanted to buy that because it's a Back to the Future thing, but then I'm like, if it was just Biff's car, I'd buy that, but like, what's the point of having this if it's just covered in shit? I'm just like, eh. <laughs> I think the gonna... manure actually comes off. Oh, okay. Well, that would require me to open it, and I didn't want to do that. I, I don't open my Hot Wheels either. I collect very select Hot Wheels, but I keep them all in the package because, like, I'm not three years old anymore. I'm not going to fucking zoom them around the floor. I'm just going to go drive a real car. I wish it was a DeLorean, but, you know, whatever. Well, if the manure does come off of it, maybe next time I'm at the store, if I see it, I'll buy it because it was like five or six bucks. And I'm just like, I if it was the 46 Ford uh, Super, whatever the fuck it is, Super Deluxe, yes, I'm buying this, but nah, I don't want it with the poo-poo all over it dude speaking of cars when i was moving back i found this batmobile i bought right before i left it's like all metal so it was michael keaton's batmobile i'm I'm in the zone for that movie well not for ezra miller he can go fuck himself oh yeah here's your uncle ben button yeah i'm 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 dreading that movie i mean i'm probably gonna go watch it anyways it's gonna be the first like it's gonna be the superhero movie i've watched the first superhero movie i've watched in a long time um so no guardians of the galaxy 3 no fine definitely skip ant-man but yeah. uh the flash i just i wish i liked the flash but i don't i mean i like i did once again i watched i watched the old 90s show and i loved the flash as a kid like when i watched that show it was awesome but now with the current jackass i have i'm just like ah, i'll just i'll not i'm not i'm not too keen on the flash anymore or at least like i still like the character just not the actor yeah he's a dick yeah it's a fucking weirdo shrevels 08 here is your button Who's that Pokemon? It's Uncle Ben. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Like I said on the High Council, Nick, I want to get oh, that God. action figure head commissioned and have a custom crying Tobey Maguire toy. Dude, I'm t- I'm, Etsy's, the, Etsy's the place to go, man. They got all, There's a lot of people doing 3D prints and sculpts and all kinds of shit like that on there, man. It's, uh, it's crazy. I saw something so well made on Etsy, I wanted to buy toys I don't even collect. Somebody made a Star Trek 1966 full bridge set. And it comes with, uh, or it's made for those old Playmate figures from the 90s. And I've never purchased a single one of those. But now I'm like, man, I want to get each piece. It's got the uh, the uh, the transporter. It's got the deck of the ship. It's got the hallway where Sulu fought oh, Captain no. Kirk on the with the fencing sword. It was, it's cool. It's like, it's $1,200 to get every piece because it's all custom made. But, <laughs> you know, when I want to go burn some cash, I think I'll buy a Starship Enterprise. Just because. <laughs> well, no, if you're going to burn some cash, buy some Legos, man. Like, that's the that's the, that's the place to go now. Bro, um, I'm just going to invest in Legos. Yeah, that site I found, I've, I've been on that, like, every day now, just looking at shit. And it's just, it's, it's fucking wild. And I'm glad I've bought, I'm glad I, I, I collected things that I, I have, I currently have. Because I looked at some of them on there and I was like, oh. Okay, I'm I'm good. I'm 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 real good. <laughs> you know, being back post pandemic, like a lot of the collectibles that I bought before I left for super cheap are now super expensive, and it's like dumb shit too. Like some of these comic books that I paid like a dollar for, selling for ten and fifteen bucks. I'm like, maybe I should go sell this crap. I don't really read it. It sits in a box. How many copies of a uh, Flashpoint do I need? None. Yeah, man. By all means, man. Yeah, if you, yeah, if, if you can, if you can sell them, you know, do it, man. Because yeah, I, I, yeah, I've, I've, I've just been collecting. Because that's what I do. I'll spend, um, a good amount of money on Legos every month. Um, I used to do it a lot more frequently, but then I had to quit doing that because, um, yeah, bank account was getting kind of low. So I had, I had to kind of like dial it back to like every month. I'll spend a, a some money on, uh, on collecting a couple of those. So yeah. Well, just open up another casino. You got all that casino money coming in, don't you? <laughs> I'm not that kind of Indian, Kendo. Oh, I see. <laughs> I wish I was. <laughs> and if we if we owned casinos, it'd be a fucking problem. Dude, if I owned a casino, I would become the world's shittiest mobster. Like, it would just straight up... <laughs> I'd probably get killed for robbing my own casino. <laughs> oh, God. The, and the nearest casino to, uh, near me, uh, I've seen the billboard board, is, is Harris Cherokee, Cherokee Casino in North Carolina. Um, it's really, really... Like, it's really, really nice um, once you're in that area. But everything around it is, like, is is just shit. Uh, it's a nice hotel, nice place, like, wonderful buffet and things like that. But, like, that's the only thing there that's... Um, you know where anything's going on it's uh it, it's it's crazy well we have the hard rock casino by me so oh yeah the fucking hard rock oh yeah duh there's like three casinos near me it's uh there's belterra park there's hard rock and there's miami valley gaming i have <laughs> won money at all three nice nice yeah i uh <laughs> one time i went to one and they had this game where you actually had to play against a you play a game of tic-tac-toe against a chicken Seriously, that's not a joke. I beat the chicken and won a hundred dollars. Nice, nice. Yeah, highlight of my year. That and there was Rose Tico figures. Oh God, now 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 would be beat the AI. Shit, you can't beat. Actually, you can beat the AI if you tell it to say something funny. It goes, "That's offensive," and I cannot say it. So, well, it's, oh God, I've uh, apparently. Oh God, I've, I've looked at so many tutorials, but there's a guy who made his own Jarvis for his uh, his computer. 
shit. Yeah. I need that. Yeah. And apparently it's a little easier now because of the way ChatGPT has like an API, a, a, another thing on it set up. So it's a little bit easier to do if you want to. Like it's like three lines of code or something like that and you just kind of get it going. Can you send me some links because I want to just fuck around with this? Yeah, yeah, no, I will. I'll send you some stuff because I because I want to do it too for 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 my uh, for my place. So I was like, how how much like Iron Man can I be? Can I automate a lot of shit in my place if I want to? Just like automate the fuck out of it as soon as I enter it, and it'll just say hello, Nick, and like play music and put and put things on the TV and stuff. Like, will that happen? It's gonna connect to your cell phone because it thinks it's it wants to get to know you, and then it's gonna be like, hey, Nick, we know you like this show. Um... Oh, what's that fucking cartoon you like about JFK and Cleopatra? Clone oh, High? Oh, Clone High? Yeah, it's going to be like, hey, we know you like Clone High. So it starts playing the episodes of Clone High, and you're like, all right. And then before you know it, it's showing you episodes of undergrads and all these MTV shows. And then it asks you for your social security number. So <laughs> be careful. <laughs> if that happens, I'll be like, well, you, well I'm going to take you outside and burn you now. Fuck it. No, 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 no. That's when you play social security number roulette, which is where you just type in a random number, and then in about five months, you find out whose it was. <laughs> what if he accidentally guessed yours? Oh. Yeah. And that's why I will be like, huh, that's not me. I can test it. I've had to do that before. Like, oh, really? back yeah, but it wasn't like for anything bad. It was like back when like that whole like the identity theft was becoming like a big deal like 20, you know, 15, 20 years ago. And I ran mine and it was actually kind of sad because there was like an account that was open, like a credit account for like Discover or some kind of credit card that was open in like 1975, but had been inactive for like a couple of years. And I'm just like, well, that happened before I was born, which means that's the dead person's social security number I got. <laughs> <laughs> oh man kendo never mind uh we'll talk about that <laughs> off air uh darian two and seven says can buffalo jeff sing goodbye horses in memory of dion if you re- i will read this at the end of the show because i'll pull it up and we'll close the show yeah. buffalo you're jeff still, dude dude you still need to get buffalo jeff on cameo still need to do that i will i will have all of that stuff i i actually have an idea for a buffalo jeff series i'll explain to you exactly what it is but uh yeah, it can be done very quickly and very efficiently. <laughs> I'll never leave. Uh, Darian217 also says, I share my birthday with Martin Scorsese, Danny DeVito. All right, that's a good one. Sophie Marceau, that's a good one too. Tom Seaver, Rachel McAdams, Ooh, Daisy Fuentes. November 17th was also the death of Mary I and the ascension of Elizabeth in 1558. Hmm. Uh, Channel Dead Brian Leap, you were around in 1558. Tell us what that was like in person. Yeah, what was it like? What was it like seeing him beheading live? Did the body still twitch afterwards? Yeah. Was there like a splash zone, like in a Gallagher show? Yeah. <laughs> Could, dude, that's what we should do. We, we do the WCBS time travel movie. We get taken back to the French Revolution, and the fucking executor, the, ex, uh, the executioner is essentially Gallagher. He's making all these fucking jokes and stuff instead of watermelons. He's cutting oh off God, heads left so and he's right. Like, he's, he, would, he would be like the guy from, uh, what is it, uh, Robin Hood and Tights with, yeah. the, with, with the noose. Can we get Black Gallagher in half? <laughs> that, I love that fucking movie so much. No, Brooks, man, he was the man. Or is the man, he's still alive. Can't can't act like he's not. Yeah. Just screw job, thank you very much. He says, speaking of the Kennedy, yeah, the YouTube channel American Veterans Center interviewed the guy that was handcuffed to Oswald as Jack Ruby. 
Oh. Hmm. <laughs> Is it wrong for a second? I was like, Kathleen Kennedy? Oh, wait, the other <laughs> Kennedy. Yeah, I know. I know Quantum Leap had like a three episode arc um, on the show. And also, there was the Stephen King book, 112663. I think it's 112263. Yeah, that's 11, yeah, I know something like that. That was um, a great series. I never read the book, I've only seen the James Franco series. It's, dude, it's, yeah, it's it's a wonderful series. I like I said, based off the book or based off the show, I was hooked. It was very good. Um, I might watch it again just for the hell of it. Yeah, it was very very fun series. Very informative too, man. It was, it's 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 weird. It's weird the bigger stuff that you see and like the, what happened in that in that whole incident. Like, uh, I remember I remember watching. I once again I remember watching Quantum Loop a few years ago, and I didn't realize the guy went to fuck tried to defect to Russia. I had no idea that was a thing. I had no idea. I was like, this is insane. And then so what the you're more... telling me is you're actually learning stuff from history through television. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's wild, isn't it? <laughs> I learned through television that Cleopatra was black. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> uh, good old Netflix, still fucking it up. You know what the best part about that is? The show kind of sucks. All the reviews are like, it's not very good. Well, I mean, the, the best thing you can do is watch 9 minutes and 50 seconds of it and turn it off and never watch it again. Because I will tell the algorithm from what I learned a couple of years ago that nobody that you don't like it and you're gonna you're, you're not gonna come back for it. So, no, dude, my favorite thing is uh, people that are coming out and supportive at going. You can't say that you didn't know she was black. She was African. It's like, well, for starters, she was a Ptolemaic Greek, so no. And secondly, you don't know much about the Ptolemies and how you know persuasive they were about the idea of incest. So there's that aspect of it too. And then you know another one was. We weren't there. We don't know. We weren't around back then to be able to tell what she was. I'm like, are you familiar with the Romans who were really good at writing shit down <laughs> and painting things? Uh, yeah, I, f- I fucking hate that shit. It's like <clears throat> you can't like it, it's 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 that the, the, that scenario reminds me of the trouble thing. Oh, are there any black people in Russia? It's like there's a reason for that. It's like yeah, are you these... familiar with the Russians? <laughs> <laughs> It's like these are these are shows these are shows that are supposed to be like time period things and they should they should be some they should be accurate to the time period they're in. Taking taking fucking I guess um artistic liberty with them I think is dumb just to get a few fucking clicks and a few wa- a few extra like watch hours is stupid. Yeah. It doesn't really help anything. It makes you look like like, like you're a dumbass. I know. And it's it's so dumb. It's so dumb. I know. I had one person one of the arguments I saw on the internet one time was this was about the Cleopatra thing, it was like no one said anything when Hamilton had black people, and I'm like, that's because nobody goes to see musicals. <laughs> we don't care. But if that's what? the case, I want, I want, a, I want a Civil War movie that has a bunch of black dudes fighting for the South. I want, I want Robert E. Lee played. Dude, by there, like was, there was, Denzel there was that, there was that, there was that video of the two black guys who went to like a reenactment dressed as slaves, which ironically is the most accurate portrayal of that time period which i found the ironic part where where the black dude that was a confederate officer on a horse was telling them they couldn't do that yeah. i'm like yo they look more period appropriate than you do because like they they really tried it and everybody got really uncomfortable and i was just like that's fucking hilarious yeah like, like they're, they're, the most, they're the most period looking people there it couldn't have gone better. It was, oh man, like I, I love that video so much. It was so fucking hilarious. I was like, God damn it, these guys just—they they got it. They understood it. They understood the assignment. 
If only more people did, the world would be a better place. I, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, it was it was it was a hilarious video. Anybody who knows what I'm talking about, good for you. If you haven't, for the love of God, look it up. It's 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 amazing. Uh, Nelson the Psychopath sends a super sticker. Nelson, thank you very much. We greatly appreciate that. Adam Walford, there we go. He's back. He says, "Where was the Pyramid Bass Pro Shop? That would be an awesome that, or in an alien or Athens Temple in Atlanta, Georgia, or the Winchester um, Mandatory, or the sorry, the Windcheater Mandatory. It is haunted." Oh, the Pyramid Winchester, Brass, the Pyramid Bra- bah, Pyramid Bass Pro Shops. Uh, that's in I think Tennessee. I think it's in Nashville or Memphis. Memphis maybe. Wherever that uh, Tom Cruise movie took place, because it's in the background the whole time. That may have, uh, that law- may have been, yeah, that may have been Memphis or Nashville. Um, uh, no, the I, I know which Winchester House you're talking about. In uh, it's in California, it's a part of California, but like it's got the false doors and then like the stairways that go nowhere and things like that. Uh, the woman had to build it because some psychic told her to, and if she and she, it would stop being built when when she died or some shit like that. I forget. There's a whole story about it. Uh, what did you think of the Winchester show getting canceled? Since we're talking about Winchesters, so. really? Yeah, it got canceled after. It's not even done with the first season, is it? I actually let me see. Holy shit, that's but it that's is canceled crazy. officially today. Oh, man. All these shows, True Lies got canceled. Uh, one show. Oh, got it got. Oh, it got canceled because of the the strike. Yeah. Oh wow, that's um, that's 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 uh, terrible. Canceled after one season. Woof, man, that's crazy. Um, it's fine. I mean. We got 15 seasons of of Supernatural, and that's more than we we actually needed. But it's it's good. It's fine. That show, I was wasn't a fan of that idea. Even the True Lies show, like I haven't seen it, but it's just kind of like, why are you doing this? Um, a show of this obscure movie from the 90s, like this is weird. You know, so yeah, it's strange. Um. I actually have something. I actually have something about the writer strike. Um, I'm part of a production assistant group that I was part of a few years ago. Um, mm-hmm. I'm still part of it. I saw I, uh, somebody, uh, the main, the main person who runs it, because she's part of the union, uh, the PA union or whatever uh, in Atlanta, and she wrote something on the on the uh, message board, and I'll read it. <clears throat> as uh, as you all should know by now, the writers uh, are on strike. Uh, let's see. While there aren't enough WGA members in town to create picket lines, there are shows currently in, currently in progress that are starting to shut down, probably due to lack of pre-written and approved scripts, or because they know they will need rewrites during the shoot that they can no longer get. The studios and streamers are cutting their losses, regardless of the reasons. And this, in my opinion, and this is my opinion. I believe this will be a long strike. During a writer strike, Guild. Say so during a writer strike, guild a what's, guild meeting the other day. Oh God, she can't fucking write. Every union and guild showed up in support. That's weird. What has never ha- that has never happened before. But in but I still believe the strike is going to be very long. So I strongly recommend that if you are not working currently, you might consider a job outside the industry. Commercials, industrials, and music videos will not support everyone in the industry. It's very unlikely that the new shows will start up, so you need to protect yourself financially, even if the strike only lasts three to six months. Um, can you pay your bills for that long? Producers I know are talking about jobs starting back up next year. Next year! Exclamation point. Jesus. No one knows how long it will last, but take care of yourselves and pay attention to the news coming from 
coming from negotiations not only from the writers but the DGA whose con whose contact exp- whose contract expires uh, June first and and SAG and ARFTA contract which expires June thirtieth. It's going to be an ugly summer and a long year. Good. Yeah. Have, couldn't happen to a better bunch of people. Well, I mean, and, and here and like once again, like the the thing the thing I always look at on, on that is like Disney's in the middle of that and they're getting royally fucked every day for them not being in production for stuff. And I fucking love it. I really do. We had a script doctor on the other night uh, talking about, um, you know, the writer strike and stuff. We actually have a, a really good uh, video coming out in a couple of days, folks. Actually, I'll put it out tomorrow. I already made it. It gives you the entire writer strike in 10 minutes. And the thing, though, the angle uh, script doctor takes is he does acknowledge how douchey, you know, Hollywood people are, this, that, and the other. But he talks about how it affects other parts of uh, Hollywood as well and kind of goes in depth. And so if we're looking at a year of this stuff, man, um, I think it'll be beneficial for people online that make content because, oh, your shows are canceled, nothing's coming out, you're going into reruns? Okay, well, you know what? Come to uh, come to WCBS. Well, here's, okay, here's what I recommend. The, the, the people, like, groups, like, you know, friends of people, I mean, friends and people like us who are together, if you're closer in proximity than we are and you've been doing a podcast or anything like that for a long time, start, start thinking about making... Um, in you know a skit show or at least doing a 30 minutes a 30 second skit or a minute skit every couple weeks whatever and make start making that your thing because um like jeff said there's no there's not gonna be not gonna, not gonna be enough content i mean even late night tv is gone i think i think it's gone for good after uh, at this point because it's going to be uh six months six months to a year late night tv is out the door it's gone um but I think if anybody, once again, is in close proximity and they do a show like ours and they can make um, a skit show or anything like that, put it out once a week for now and start, and start really start really writing something, start really doing things. Because what's going to happen is people are going to look for you for entertainment and uh, make it a minute long or whatever so you can put it on Instagram and TikTok as well. This way you can grow your audience that way and people can find you funny and they can come back and, you know, hopefully see longer form content you've done before. But that's what I highly recommend everybody in that position does. Because, you know, right right now is the time for you to grab attention. The uh, the higher-ups are are dying and they're floundering and, they're they, you know, there's this whole strike going on that stopped the industry cold, cold in the tracks. Um, and Hollywood can go fuck itself in all honesty. I don't really care. But uh, if the people like us who have, have, a good, have a good amount of reach can do that, I would start, I would, well, I would start writing, I would start writing tomorrow. Make some calls. Get a get get a webcam. Get a camera. Learn basic filmmaking angles, whatever, and just start shooting stuff. It is time for us to make my black ass all ten of them. <laughs> we should make a black exploitation film in the modern day, dude. Uh, don't don't fucking tease me with that shit, Jeff. I'll do. I I have no problem doing that at all. It's I I want to so bad. I love that era. I love that genre. I love that era of film. The seventies were. I mean, they, they weren't really notable for anything else, but they were just wild for movies, man. Like, just the, the crazy shit that went on during that time. You had black exploitation, you had sexploitation, you had a, a lot of that Maybe. stuff. You had, like, gory stuff coming out as well. Like, it was just nuts. And it was, I think, a very interesting time for film. A lot of it's, you know, a response, too, to the over-conservative nature of 1960s entertainment. You know, post-Vietnam or whatever, you, however you want to say it, man. Like, yeah. 
shit just got more real after the 60s. Yeah, that's that's true. And I think I think you had I think Melvin Van Peebles who did uh, uh, Sweetback Sweet Spanish Song and started the started kind of the, the 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 I guess the black independent film as well during that time. You had that happen. You got a bunch of other stuff as well. But Shaft, uh, Black Shampoo, Black Caesar, um, Superfly, um, just a bunch of stuff that came out that was real crazy. And a lot of fun to watch. A lot of it's low budget. Like Jeff said, he was watching Shaft and like there was a shift of cameras. It's going to happen a lot with those movies too. But they're fun to watch, man. The music is like right on for that era. It's just that it, they also like all the music sounds like Shaft, the Shaft theme song. Yep. But it's, it's a kick ass song. It's like well, they had to be able to sell it to the porn industry real easy. <laughs> You're 100% right. You're 100% right, Kendo. That um, was the biggest disappointment for me when I watched the, the sequels to Shaft. It doesn't have the song, he's got a different song in each movie. And they kind of suck, comparatively speaking. That's so, weird. That's weird. Yeah. Look, if you wrote a perfect theme song, you keep it. James Bond doesn't have a different theme song. He's still got the same one since 1962. Yeah. You don't mess yeah. with perfection. Yeah, it must. I mean, we, we don't know what happened. I'm sure it's some something that you know, happened in the background. But um, I, I, I but know it's for, still I, Isaac Hayes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I know I know. for Sweetback, he got Earth, Wind, and Fire to do his music. Before there were Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> there's a documentary called Badass that came out about five years ago, where his where his son reenacted a lot of the things that he went through as a kid being his dad. It's 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 a really weird like referential like um um thing. It's it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, uh, but it's basically him playing his dad, uh, trying to make feedback. And now you make me want to watch the uh, Eddie Murphy playing Dolomite just because. Dolomite's good too, man. Dolomite's awesome too. Yeah, you had that th- those things as well. I mean, yeah, you had a bunch of stuff, man. That was fun. A bunch of stuff during that era. Because we were we were getting away from like the the sixty stuff with the uh, psychedelic thing and stuff like that. We were o- over the atomic age in like the fifth in like the fifties and late sixties. So we're getting into like that. Um, the, yeah, that 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 age of just making a lot of you know. Yeah, just black exploitation and sex exploitation was was happening as well. So yeah. Well, I like the the whole nuclear apocalypse, fear mongering, doomsday of the Cold War of the fifties and sixties entertainment, but I don't like. Here's let me rephrase that. I like that, and I like how they used to use allegories to tell a lot of those stories, especially in the Twilight Zone. Oh but, yeah, oh yeah, dude. But for as much as like the sixties has great music and a couple like really great icon, it has multiple great films. I can't act like it doesn't. A lot of like. 60s filler movies are next level shitty. Like 70s filler well, yeah. movies are much more digestible. Yeah, and I think that's because you had like, um, I th- well, this is my theory about it. You had the refinement of like that because once again, you had people making a lot of shit that wasn't good. And I think some of them left the industry. Some of them refined their stuff and learned how to do it better. And you had this better stuff in the 70s. Yeah, I, also the lower cost of entry. You really do have a lot of people be able to you know, tell different unique stories. It's not about diversity, like, in that way, folks, but it's about, like, hey, you know, Joe Blow with a camera can now make a video. Look when you get to the 80s, though, Nick, with the invention of the, or the advent of home video, and you have all of the, um, those direct God, video dude, you have, yeah, you, you, yeah, you have the explosion of, um, of, um, Wynorski and those guys making just stuff, like, constantly, man. You know, it's yeah, just that whole explosion, and that and that that explosion lasted until the um, the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, 
you had that whole straight to video thing you had uh, full moon you had trauma you had canon you had um american artists i think as well yeah you had a bunch of them man i just i even though this isn't that same decade we're talking about you know good and bad films that all at the same time i love to see a dino de Laurentiis picture every once in a while because those are low budget high recognizable pieces of shit and they're interesting on the next level like yes he does conan and other great movies like that but there's a lot of those terrible ones so folks if you're looking for some uh, schlocky movies to watch look up something from uh dino de Laurentiis productions and his granddaughter is the hot lady on the food network giada de Laurentiis. <laughs> yeah definitely uh, yeah if, 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 if you want if you want if you want schlock with tits uh look up jim wynorski Dude, Schlock with Tits is the story of my life. That's what I only want to watch in film. <laughs> oh, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, now, I just realized we started the show off incorrectly. I do have headlines for tonight. I forgot oh, to God. read those. <laughs> I didn't have a porn right. title this week, but we are going to talk about Zelda in a moment. And uh, Yeah, let me get that image on screen real quick, because that's going to be fun. So, uh, let's play a quick game of headlines for those who are listening. And, uh, yeah. Oh, also, too, I wanted to make some announcements. As you guys know, we'll be at Horror Hound in August. We'll be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo in September as well. So be on the lookout for all of the information. Uh, Horror Hound keeps getting better, Nick. I mean, Robert England. Yeah, no, no, no. They are they are doing the the Freddie vs. Jason reunion. That's what's happening. Oh, dude. Because I, I looked into it, and it, 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 it happened 20 years, 20 years ago. Well, I got excited because I'm looking at the list right now. Kathy Najimy, a.k.a. the voice of Peggy oh, Hill, nice. is going to yes. be there. Yes, yes, I'm yes, going to yes. go get some King of the Hill shit signed. Yes, yes, yes. Also, she's the, uh, she's, she was the, uh, the, the dumb sister from Hocus Pocus. Yep. And she was in Sister Act? Yep, yes, Sister Act as well. Yep, I like how they have to list what character she played in King of the Hill. It's like, we all know that's the voice of Peggy Hill. Don't disrespect right. our yeah, intelligence. Just, yeah. It's like, yeah, we know what that is. Stop. Just stop. Wait. Peggy. Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys is going to be there? Well, Aaron Carter's not going to be there. Jesus. Yeah, he's too expensive to dig up. I shouldn't say God that. damn. <laughs> I actually watched Ooh. the documentary on his life the other day and felt really bad. Because I was like, man, you know, having online haters is one thing. It's like, yeah... Just don't engage with it, but he couldn't not engage with it, and it really ruined his life on top of other things. So it was kind of a downer yeah, to watch. It was, yeah, no, it was, it was, it, it, it was rough for him. Um, I wonder who else they're going to bring from uh, Freddy vs. Jason because they can't get Kelly Rowland for sure. She's not going to show up at a horror convention. Hold on, a Backstreet Boy is at a horror convention. You can get a <laughs> member of Destiny's Child. It's not like she's in demand. She might be the second most powerful of the group. But look, if Beyonce was, it's, it's like if they're trying to get a gold member reunion, Beyonce's not going to show up. But Kelly Rowland might show up for Freddy Krueger. Oh, shit. George, hey, hold the presses. George Wendt is going to be there, okay? Yeah. I may have to go out of my way to see him. You know you want to. I do. Because he's Norm from Cheers. I fucking love Cheers. <laughs> do you think he's going to know your name? Uh, no, because I've never <laughs> met the man before. He's like, hey there, Kendo. I know you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I like how in there it says he's from House Cheers, and in parentheses Norm Peterson's like, no anybody stuff anybody's ever watched Cheers knows he's fucking Norm. Modalicious, the James Bond theme, not the title credit for each James Bond movie, but the James Bond theme is in every movie. That's his theme song. Uh, dude, I want to meet Woody Harrelson. 
That's the the only Cheers. Actor oh, I dude, care no, about. that'd be that. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> yeah, he seems like a very, at least he's like a really cool guy. Um, I'd like to have a beer with Woody Harrelson. I know. I I think I, th- I think Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey really recently discovered they were like cousins or some shit like that. Um, they might be brothers. That's they might be brothers. Yeah, they might be brothers. Yeah, <laughs> they realize they're both cool. McConaughey is cool. I would hang out with that dude. Yeah, he'd ride around with him in his Lincoln. He was driving. <laughs> it was cool. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I feel like we were, if we were gonna hang out with both of them, that would be an epic night that we would never, we, we would, we would never speak about, speak about again, nor we would ever forget. Yeah, I would want to hang out with them and be like, look, no cameras, no nothing. Yeah. We wouldn't even tell people the stories. All we would do is get a picture at the very end of the night that proved that it happened. That, yeah, that's it. That's a, that's all we need. That's all we. Need. <laughs> oh man. Dion actually never makes it back. Actually, we have to tell a story because Dion died during the fucking party. It's like, well, what do we do? Oh man. All right. So, um, it's time for headlines. You guys ready to uh, try to figure out which is the fake one? Yeah. Massive penis mowed into lawn at King Charles coronation party. Dwarf bullfighting banned in Spain. That sounds real. Pizza-loving man discovers new pizza weight loss diet. Gains 200 pounds. The fake one is the... I'm going to go with the pizza one as being fake. Yeah, that, yeah, I'm going with that too. That, that is correct. Like that is not from, it's not from the Babylon Bee. It's from oh. AI. Okay. <laughs> and AI wrote that headline for you. So there you go. Oh, so folks, tomorrow or 26 minutes from now, officially, uh, the new Legend of Zelda game drops. Now, if you're one of the pirates online, you probably downloaded that shit and played it on your computer two or three weeks ago because that was a thing. Now, I'm not here to judge because I'm not, I don't care if you downloaded it, fine. Nintendo's going to make a couple billion dollars anyway this year. So maybe they'll send the Pinkertons after you like Hasbro or Wizards of the Coast. Maybe you'll get away with it scot-free. Or maybe you'll drop seventy fucking dollars. Can you believe video games are seventy dollars again? Dude, I am so not happy about that. Yeah, I'm. I'm not either. <laughs> like, that's what shit. Okay, I know inflation's different, but like, games were seventy nine dollars in like the nineties. That was the sticker shock back then. You're like, wow, eighty dollars for a Super Nintendo cartridge? It was ridiculous how expensive the cartridges got. But uh, now we're full circle again. So, uh, Kendo, you have this game pre-ordered, correct? No, I'm just going to go buy it from GameStop. Yeah, same. Because I couldn't get the collector's edition, I told myself I wasn't going to pre-order it because, you know, I want the nice shit to go with it. That's how I felt about it. I'm I'm excited. I enjoyed Tears of... Not Tears of the Kingdom because I haven't played it. I enjoyed Breath of the Wild. It's in my top three Zelda games. Did you enjoy that one? Yeah, dude, it was awesome. Um... I got Breath of the Wild probably about a month after launch because the Switch sold out right away and I didn't get one. And then I got the notification that they were back in stock. I bought one. It was sold out again like an hour later. And Breath of the Wild was pre-ordered with it. And when I got my Switch, the Breath of the Wild game wasn't with it at the time. They sent the Switch, but the Breath of the Wild game was like a day behind. So I immediately got in the car, drove 20, 20 minutes to Walmart, bought it, came back. And then when the Breath of the Wild game did show up two days later, I just returned it to Walmart and uh, got my money back. So 
played it. It took me about a month to beat the whole thing all the way through. I even took the time to try to find the other shrines and everything because I was just loving that game. It was a new experience for me, and I love Zelda. And, yeah, it's easily one of my favorite Zelda games of all time. It's not one that I can go back and play regularly, like, every year because it takes a lot longer to beat that game than it does, like, the other ones. But, yeah, dude, Zelda's fucking wheelhouse of mine. I love Zelda, and... I'm really, really looking forward to getting home tomorrow, being able to play the game for about 10 minutes. Yeah, you'll get through the first cutscene. Yeah, I'll get through the first cutscene, then I'll have to take care of some other shit, and before I know it, I'll be tired. Like, ah, maybe I'll get to play it tomorrow, and then, you know, I'll see about picking it up again in about a week. I, uh... I am gonna go pick this up eventually. I have other things I need to take care of first, like more Wokebusters pages and shit like that. But I want to get uh, Tears of the Kingdom. I enjoyed Breath of the Wild. I bought that shit day one. Folks, if you go back into our archives, I think I reviewed the Nintendo Switch in 2017. I bought one and made a video. I was like, the games are the size of my thumbnail. So okay, uh, that's yeah. out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. You even put the you even tasted the cartridge to see how it would taste. Yeah, that's why I lost my first copy of Zelda. I ate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was delicious. That was that was the whole thing because yeah, they coated the cartridges in something that would make kids like it would just taste horrible. It would just horrible to you whenever you put it in your mouth or something like that. So you would throw it up. <laughs> Jokes on you. I like the flavor of plastic. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> um, I uh, the other ones in my top three, like I said, are Ocarina of Time and uh, Twilight Princess. I like the more mature looking Zelda games. Though, like I was talking to my friend the other day. Uh, I don't really have the top-down bias as much as I used to because I've been playing through the Minish Cap, and that game's awesome. And I've been really liking uh, the original Zelda, too. I popped it in for a minute on the Switch, and I was like, hey, Mom, you remember how Zelda used to look? Because the story in my family is when Zelda was new, my mom was pregnant with me, and her and my dad would play every night on the couch. And they tried to beat it, sadly he passed away. So I picked up Zelda years later for Ocarina of Time and made it my own series. And uh, for for shits and giggles last night, I turned it on, and... I made it like I had read of the I read the manual the other day just for the hell of it because I was looking up the artwork and so I like remembered you go up into the left and I beat the first level in like I got the sword and beat the level in like what eight minutes it was so it was fun but it was incredibly simplistic but that doesn't make it bad I'm trying to figure out how quickly I could beat Zelda if I uh I wonder if I could speed run it have you ever tried that um no not entirely trying to speed run it I have I mean, I've sat down and I've beaten it over the course of a few hours once where I was playing it, just running around, doing whatever, and, you know, pausing it to or stopping to go get something to eat or things like that. I've never tried to speed run it. I'd be interested to see how quick I can do it. I, I did get the little game and watch Zelda. Finally, I finally found one that wasn't like secondhand, very expensive. And I think that there's a way you can do it with a speedrunner because there's like a picture on the back where it's got like a timer going. So I don't know if that's what it is or if it's just like a challenge thing. I haven't opened it yet. But I have thought about sitting down and trying to speedrun it to see how long I can, you, it would take to get it done. Because the, the part where you would run into problems, at least for me, would be when you get to uh, level nine. Because there's a couple, there's like a direct path to take to get to Ganon. And it's one of those things that you can do it, 
I just don't remember the exact path all the time. I'm always like, wait, do I have to go this way? Do I have to go this way? I don't fucking remember. And I usually just end up knocking out the whole fucking dungeon just because whatever. And it looks like a skull when you're done with it. Haha, <laughs> cool. And um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should sit down. I'd have to look and, and like try to memorize the fucking path to get to Ganon the easiest, though, to do it to see if I can get it done. Because I'd say I could probably get it done in about 90 minutes, maybe, just because. Yeah, that's you can't really go around. You you can maybe get a few secrets like heart containers and things like that because some of them don't really take you too far out of the way. But I don't know. It'd be fun to try to speed run it, but we'll see. I there are a lot of classic games that I've never played through. I feel like a, a shitty gamer when I say that, but it's like sorry that I've never beat Legend of Zelda or the second one or hell, I never even beat Link to the Past. I started out on Ocarina of Time and. uh kind of stuck with that so i'm trying to work my way through everything yeah link to the past was great that's one of the better ones that they've ever created um zelda 2 kind of sucks because for me one of the greatest things my father ever did was in early 1989 he bought the legend of zelda we went we rented it he i rented something he rented that he played through it for a couple days took it back to the video store and ended up just fucking buying the game and uh we got zelda 2 later that year because i think that came out in 89 and the first Zelda, he beat it in the Master Quest version of it. I was six. I didn't fucking understand what I was supposed to be doing. So I was just hacking and slashing my way through it. And then we played Zelda 2, but neither one of us really liked it because it was so drastically different from the original. And the furthest I ever got was I was one hit away from taking down the Thunderbird, and I got killed. And then it took me getting the fucking emulator version and making it to where you have infinite lives to be able to go through there and beat that game. Um, with the virtual console, I thought about going through and trying to beat it again. Cause Zelda two is really not hard until you get to the very end and the castle is a pain in the ass, but a link to the past. I remember we got that. My sister got a super Nintendo cause I had gotten a Sega. So she had to have a super Nintendo. She made the better choice in my opinion. And, uh, we got a link to the past and that's when my dad stopped playing Zelda. Cause I guess he just wasn't into it or didn't have the time or he just thought he was too old for that shit. And I played through it and I thought it was fucking amazing. I didn't re really appreciate it or, or whatever, except I didn't appreciate it for what it was at the time. It was just the new Zelda game for me. And I just, you know, whatever. And then it, I didn't have any Zelda after that until Ocarina of time. And that was awesome. But yeah, Link to the Past is one I go back and I play every now and then. You know, make it's like a once a year type thing. Go back and play Link to the Past just because it's not hard. It's you know it takes a little while. You can't run through it as fast as the other ones, but a lot of fun. I, I would recommend it. I played through it on the Switch for a little bit. I haven't beat the whole thing, but uh, I think I'll go back and finish it. I mean. I'm at the age where I'm realizing how simplistic some of these classic games were. Not to dig on them, but like playing through GoldenEye, I was like, holy shit, this is easy. Playing through Ocarina of Time, holy shit, this is easy. I know I've played these games as a kid and stuff, but, you know, if I were to go back and play, I go, went back and played Gears of War. That shit was intense back in 06 and replanted again last year. I was like, man, I kept dying left and right. I didn't even finish the fucking game. I'm still trying to play my way through it. But like, that game, you know, that's a great game as well. But the Nintendo ones, I just can't believe how quick you can beat them. Like, you can beat the original Mario in minutes if you use the Warp Zone trick. You can beat Ocarina of Time in, what, two or three hours? You just have to sit through certain cutscenes. Like, 
you don't even have to hack your way through these games. They're just that short. But, you know, they're still some of the best games out there. It's all about the Nintendo experience. And The Legend of Zelda, I don't think I've ever had... Well, hold on. Let me stop myself. I don't think I've ever had a bad time playing a Zelda game. I did not like Wind Waker. And I'm not going to be guilted into liking it. I thought it sucked in 03. I didn't like the, the size of the map when you had to take and search for all the Triforce shards through the ocean. That's when I gave up. I just legitimately was like, I'm done. Fuck this game. And I never played it again. I sold it, and I wish I wouldn't have, but I traded it in years ago. I just... It's not for me, man. Did you like that one? Uh, when I first saw it on the GameCube, uh, Brandon got one of those, and he got the Wind Waker. And I rushed right over his house to uh, play it and see what it looked like. And I was like, this is cartoony and stupid looking. I don't fucking like this. And I tried playing it a little bit. And I'm just like, nah, man, this ain't for me. This, I don't know. Maybe I'll revisit this later. And that was it. Because then I never got a GameCube, so I missed out on that. And Twilight Princess the first time around. And I didn't get a Wii right away because I didn't like the controller. And so I missed out on Skyward Sword. And, you know, there was like, it was kind of like with me and wrestling. There was like a period of like eight years where there was just nothing. It just, it went, you know dormant and then um i got the wii u because it was the zelda edition and that was the only one that gamestop had left and it had been out for like a year or so at that point and so i, I bought it and it came with wind waker hd and i started playing through it just was like let's see if it's it's as bad as i thought it was and it wasn't terrible because the hd remake fixed a lot of things you could get the super fast sale that you didn't have to keep stopping to play the fucking wind symphony thing. And so you could get around the map a whole lot quicker and easier. And I played through it, beat it. I was like, that was all right. And then I picked it up again a couple years later to try to play through it. Cause I do that with the Zelda games. I'll go through and I'll play them every once in a while, a year or two goes by, I pick them up again. And I got most of the way through and then I stopped. Um, I got twilight princess HD when it came out and I couldn't put it down because it was that fucking good. And I enjoyed the shit out of it and kind of wish I had missed it. Uh, Skyward Sword, when it came out for uh, Switch HD, I started playing that, enjoyed it quite a bit, and then got caught up in some shit. And I just never really got around to finishing it. And I kind of wish I would have sat down a month or so ago and played through it again to uh, beat it all the way through. And then... Uh, I just didn't. Um, I've played Breath of the Wild a couple times through. That's great. And uh, Link's Awakening, when they put it out on Switch, I went through and played that. Because that, for me, that was really hard to play on the Game Boy just because Zelda games, I don't... I'm just a big... I, I don't really play the handheld ones because I feel like Zelda doesn't belong on a handheld. It should be on the big thing. But then again, also, I've got a link between worlds on my 3DS. And I think that game's fucking fun as shit. Is that the one where he could turn flat? Yeah. I remember playing that in Target and thinking that was pretty solid. I just, I don't do handhelds. I bought, like, as a kid, I had a Game Boy Color, a DS, a Game Boy Advance, and a PSP. And I think, the, I put the most time in the Game Boy Advance. But I, like, barely touch these things because it's like, I can play this little scaled-down version or I can go home and play it on GameCube, PlayStation, or Xbox. So right. that's kind of when I gave up on uh, handheld consoles. Well, for me, the 3DS, the reason why I did it is because it was a Zelda edition that came in the, you know, it's gold, came in the box and everything, and it came with the download of A Link Between Worlds, 
and I had just won the Deadpool for the first time. So I had some money. I'm like, I'm going to fucking honor all the people that died by buying this thing. And that's how I rationalized it. I was like, all the people, especially since I had a young person on my roster that year, I'm like, he'll never get a chance to play this game. So I'm going to do it for him. And um, yeah, I mean, I went and bought it. And that's the first time I'd gotten into the handhelds because I had a Game Boy. I never got the Game Boy Color Advance because my regular Game Boy Pocket worked for me up until they stopped making games. By then I was too broke and too busy to fucking buy shit. And um, yeah, I bought that and just... I was like, man, I kind of miss having handhelds because I can lay there on the couch and fucking play that while I got something on TV playing in the background. And Link Between Worlds, it's sort of a carbon copy of A Link to the Past and that the map is extremely similar, but the stories are connected but very far apart in the Zelda timeline for whatever the hell that's worth because the Zelda timeline is fucking loopy as shit anyway. And it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that because it was like the same game but a new game and a different game. And then shortly thereafter is when they put out Ocarina of Time 3D Remaster and the uh, oh, fuck Majora's Mask 3D Remaster, and I bought both of those. And yeah, it was I, I dug it. It was it was a lot of fun. I I would recommend doing that if you have a 3DS, getting the link between the worlds because that's actually a really fun game. And other than that, I didn't I don't really own a whole lot of 3DS games, just Pokemon's and uh, that and Mario Kart Seven, but. I liked it. I, it's in the drawer and it's been there for probably about a year and a half and hasn't been on or anything. I probably should charge that again. Maybe I'll take that with me to work and play with that while the kids are having their free time for the last two mm-hmm. weeks. Uh, dude, try the Minish Cap on the Switch console because I play it on the TV. I don't actually, you know, handheld it up. It's just kind of like playing an old, you know, a 16-bit version of the original Zelda. But it's a lot of fun and the shrinking mechanic actually works pretty well. I thought it was going to be hokey and stupid, but, you know, I like it quite a bit. The one I didn't get into was Link's Awakening on Game Boy Color, because I got that game the summer that I was finishing Ocarina of Time, and it was like, Ocarina of Time was the greatest thing I had ever played, and that one was fun, but it was 8-bit, and I wanted, you know, 3D graphics and all that dumb shit. I was a kid, so I bought into the gimmicks. Dude, it worked the same way for me, too, because... I I had never owned a Game Boy until I was 16-ish or so because I was working and could actually pay for it with my own money. And Game Boys by then were like the Game Boy Pockets and they weren't really that expensive because it was 1999. The Game Boy was on its way out. And I, I had borrowed my friend's Game Boy and was trying to play Link's Awakening on that. And I'm just like used to regular Legend of Zelda and Zelda 2. I'm like, this is stupid. I don't like it. It's too small, and the colors are all fucked up, and blah, 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 blah. So I never played it. Like, I tried playing it. Couldn't do it. And even after I got my Game Boy Pocket and played the shit out of some fucking Pokemon Blue and Yellow, I tried doing doing it again because I had a copy of Link's Awakening that somebody had given me, and I was trying to play it. I just could not do it. It wasn't until they came out the remaster switch version of it that i was actually able to play it and enjoy it have you ever played the or seen the game boy light before the no. oh the little clip on light thing no there was a version of nintendo or the version of the game boy that had a backlit screen it was oh. from japan but i don't know if you had ever seen one before no god the game boy was so simple i don't i'm not nostalgic for that console at all though mm. it, it was great for what it was but 
Maybe GBA I liked a little more. Maybe I'm nostalgic for that one. I have considered buying like a Game Boy Color and a Game Boy Advance just to play through on some of the Pokemon games that I had missed between all that time with me having a Game Boy and then not getting another one for a while. But I don't know. Every time I think about trying to go back and playing those old consoles and things like that, I'm just kind of like, do I really want to do that? Do I really want to spend all this money on batteries and all this other stuff? And I'm kind of like, not really. Well, what you do is you just buy a Game Boy Advance because it plays Game Boy Color games. Oh, well, there you go. I can do that. Maybe. What I want to do is get a GBA modded to have a backlight in the screen, and that would be my ultimate handheld because I liked the shape of that one. The, I don't know what you call it, a wing shape or a wedge shape or whatever the fuck it was. It was a good console. I'm pretty sure you can get those because I think there's people that actually make those things custom and things like that. I just... With the Nintendo Switch, what's the purpose? It's like, yeah, I can get this backlit console and do all this stuff. Or I can just play one that's like got everything, like my TV was shrunk down. So. Well, yeah, especially with the virtual consoles and everything like that. Because fucking the Nintendo Online for a year with the expansion pack to get you the Sega and the 64 is like 50 bucks. It's like nothing if you actually spend time playing that. Plus, it comes with the extra uh, tracks for Mario Kart and, you know, uh, some other shit too. So it's like. $50 is a drop in the bucket for most people for something that you can play over the course of a year. Cause I would definitely, for, I had Game Boy or Switch Online after I had an internet connection. So I had that. But then I upgraded to the expansion pack last year because I got the, the email the other day that's coming due. And it's like, do you want to turn off auto renew? I'm like, no, fucking renew that shit. 50 bucks, that's nothing for all the stuff that I get. Like, the other day, I sat there and played the shit out of some Street Fighter 2 on the Sega thing for no other reason than just because I wanted to. And, yeah, there's, like, a lot of really great games. I would like to see them put more on there, and I would love to see them be able to pay and get the Konami library on there. It won't happen anytime soon. But, yeah, dude, that would, if, you, if you've if you got a Switch, go fucking get the expansion pack with the I mean, Nintendo's not paying me. They're not give, they're not they're not offering me anything to to put this promotional thing out there. But you know, it's worth it. There's a lot of really great shit on all those consoles they have. Plus, they added the Game Boy Advance one on there and the regular Game Boy. So if they put the Pokemon games on there, yeah, dude, it's definitely fucking worth it. God, I would I'd lose some productivity. I played Pokemon Stadium for a minute, which was uh, a a trip down memory lane. I think they threw Pokemon Snap on there, and I was like fucking Jones to play the shit out of that. I did play the shit out of it back in the year 2000. It doesn't hold up as well as I had hoped. But then again, the N64 controllers, the N64 controls do not work well on the Switch. So No, they don't. Fucking GoldenEye was a disaster. Thank God for the mm-hmm. Xbox version. <laughs> oh yeah, I was so fucking disappointed when, the Gold- when GoldenEye finally popped up on there under the, see what's new. And um, the controllers were just awful. I'm just like, oh, God. But then it came out on Xbox, and it was amazing. So I'm like, fucking A, dude. That's where it is. Yeah, as soon as my stuff arrives from my move, I'm going to hook up my Xbox and play GoldenEye. It's a nice uh, way to kick back and relax between making videos and doing live shows and drawing comics and all the fun stuff that I get to do for the life that I call a job. So, uh, ooh, I know this is crazy. I just turned on the Switch because we're talking about it. They added Street Fighter 2 Turbo to the Genesis collection. Oh, nice. Wait, I think... Is that... Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the one I was playing the other day. 
Kid Chameleon, and Flicky. I don't know what the fuck Flicky is, but I think I'm going to play some Street Fighter after tonight's show. I would. I played it the other day because I had that on fucking Xbox. Or not Xbox, Sega Genesis back in the day. And it was a lot of fun. I had it for Super Nintendo. I had Street Fighter 2 Turbo Hyper Fighting. It was a great game. I, Street Fighter. Fuck, man. I love Street Fighter games. I'm mm-hmm. not, like, good enough to play in a competition, but I can hold my own. I'm not going to... I'm not going to lose right away. We'll put it like that. But maybe second round, I'm done. Yeah, I considering weird... I hadn't played it for a very long time, I turned the, the, the difficulty all the way down just because I wanted to run through it with Ken and just see the game again. He's my favorite. And I didn't want to have to put any fucking effort into it. Mm-hmm. God, how many different hyperstars can you add to this fucking game? That's uh, nine different stars. Shit. Uh, so, folks, or Nick, is there anything, uh, any Zelda games you've ever played? Probably not, but... Uh, uh, no. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, because they've always been, you know, just uh, very long and one of those things where it's like, oh, you do this to get this, to get this, to get this, and I was just like, I don't really care. I just, I just want to, I just want to either get the mushroom and 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 get the get the fire get the fire thing so I can uh, kill everybody and move on to the level, or you know, get a gun and shoot everybody or whatever else you know it is. I just don't, I, I can't. Some of the complicated games I just don't care for. And Zelda's one of them where it's like, I just, I can't. I'm not going to get into it. If there was a scary version of Zelda, you would. <sighs> Even then, like, that would be a lot, like, that would be a lot of time to, like, really get into it. And I think, I think the scary version of Zelda would be, like, um, Silent Hill or something. No, not Silent Hill. Maybe Evil. Maybe Resident Evil. Maybe Silent, no, Silent Hill, I think. Better yeah. than uh, better than Mission Hill, Nick. <laughs> oh, that's still a funny. That's still a funny cartoon. I know. It, look, it Silent Hill's not a terrible movie either. I'd put it like maybe third or fourth video game movie of all time. The first, though, the first one's really good. The second one, they dropped the goddamn ball, dude. It's terrible. Um, Never saw it. Don't, don't, because uh me and me and some friends went to go see it when i was in, in tennessee and uh like the, like we loved the first the first one was great and they did the second one the trailer was nice it looked good i watched it and like there were all these glaring mistakes in it and everything i was like the fuck is this the sword didn't make sense like they they were trying to cut like two video games together it didn't work out like it was terrible man it was just awful and it was during the height of the 3d era so everything was 3d and like the story was shit thanks james cameron yeah, it was it was bad, man. Now we got a fuck Mary Kill uh, from Nelson the Psychopath, not Xavier to God. He says, Fuck Mary Kill, Mortal Kombat Sonya, Kitana, and Shiva. Um uh, The only ones I remember are Katana Katana and Sonya from like the first couple of Mortal Kombat games, so We'll kill the others, Mary or Mary Katana, fuck Sonya, I guess. Yeah, yeah I don't because really, Katana I don't, I, is a princess. I don't really remember so. any of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't want to marry Melina because that's the chick with the the spiky, sharp teeth that'll you know suck your soul out through your nose. I mean, if she was gonna suck my soul through somewhere somewhere else, we could talk, but not not through my nose. That's not yeah. We don't want that. No, it's just not fun. It's just pain. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah. Uh, I will marry Sonya Blade because she's normal. Princess Katana's like hundreds of years old, and I don't know how that's going to work out. And then Shiva's <laughs> fucking scary and looks like Goro. Like, 
I am prejudiced, folks. I will not marry a woman with four arms. I just won't do it. I fucking won't. <sighs> you, you, you're a limist. That's what it is. I'm a limist, yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, so... It's, there is one last it's, thing. It's, it's 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 weird that you know we've we've known each other for like eight years now and done the podcast for seven, and I just found out now. I I I'm I'm shocked. I I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah I, I'm sorry. I, at least I'm honest with you guys. At seven years later, yeah. What what yeah. the fuck, man? I think I'm gonna quit. Hey, nah, I'm not. Look, if, <laughs> I won't judge you if you want to marry a woman with three tits. So don't judge me if I don't want to marry a woman with four arms. You know. Uh, okay, fine. I'll go with that. That's that's sound logic, but I don't I don't like it. I don't like it that one bit. Hey, while we're on the topic of random shit, before we close out the show, Beetlejuice two, um, Nick, are you excited? Or did we talk about this? We talked about this off air. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, like, I I know that Jenna Ortega is like the it girl now, and they want her because she checks boxes in Hollywood, and they need that for the Academy Awards from here on out. But like, come the fuck on, man! Like, she's not that good. I'm sorry, she's really not that good. I just, I just hope we, uh, you know, don't have to suffer through another one of those stupid fucking dances again. I uh, listen. I, I never once again. I, 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 don't, I didn't have Netflix at the time. I still don't. I've had, I haven't had it for months now because I'm just in protest. Um, and I didn't watch it, nor did I, you know, acquire it by other means and watch it. I just didn't at all. Because um, the way they did the Adam Family, I was like, "That's stupid. That's dumb. It's stupid. It doesn't make sense." So I was, yeah, not a fan. It, you know, hey, I just see it on TikTok a lot, and I'm like, okay, that's what everyone's going on about. They're like, "She's weird, like me." It's like, okay, that's she's wearing a costume weird. as well. She's <laughs> pretending to be weird, like yeah, yeah, she's wearing a costume. She's not really weird. She's actually, well, she's she's in Hollywood, so she's probably pretty weird. But you know. <laughs> That's your weird there. in her own special way. Yeah, weird in her own special way. But also, she's like, yeah, weird she's in a marketable way. That's true. If you look at the movie, she's, if you look at the movie she's done, she hasn't done any like really like good acting or whatever. She's kind of just like she's she's just filling a role for now. That's it. At least Christina Ricci was like talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Same man. with uh, Winona Ryder. They're in all kinds of shit. Now I know Jenna Ortega's new, so we got to give her that chance. And it's like, yes. I think I'm not even angry that she's in this movie. I like I said, well, to you off just... there, I just hope that Michael Keaton's still the draw of the movie. Yeah, same here. That's well, she, and like, yeah, her whole thing is this: she's cute and inoffensive. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty offended, Kendo. Oh well, I mean, she okay. She's cute. And she hasn't done anything to offend people outwardly. Uh, yeah, that's uh, it was it was it was funny. Apparently, she was getting like roasted a couple weeks ago because she admitted to everybody that she was like she had COVID while working on a Netflix show where they were testing her, and she was still working. It's like, okay, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Like these, like once again, like these, these people make these rules, but they're gonna bend them if they need to get shit done, and it's gonna cost them money. Like. They don't fucking care. They're, in, they're they'll enforce the fuck out of them in public, but in reality, when push comes to shove and you're, you're you're counting money here, they don't give a shit. Well, she better be careful, or else Tom Cruise is going to yell at her. Oh God, <laughs> that's a movie I can't. That's a movie I can't wait for to come out this year. I want I, Mission I, Impossible. I, yeah, I love those movies. They're so much fun. Oh yeah, they're great. I was you watching uh, part three the other night because it was on uh, something. And I was like, this one sucks. Wait, which wait, which one's three? J.J. Abrams, which Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that one. Yeah, that one's. 
yeah, the way that one starts is a little weird. It's a very jarring. And the way it goes down is okay. But I mean, like, yeah, that one's uh, that one's all right. But after that, they get really good. The second one is just like <laughs> way over the top. <laughs> it's not even a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, the second one is uh, is a John Woo, Woo movie, and it's very much John Woo. It's fucking crazy. Um, the year two thousand was a very weird time. Well, see, that's the thing is like you, you these movies like this had this happened with a couple of the movies, a couple of the franchises as well with like Men in Black as well, where like the first one hit really hard and they're like, all right, let's shove all the advertising into the second one. We try to make money off this. That's why Men in Black Two is just like this advertising fest. It's of all kinds of terrible shit. as well. Oh no, it's it's not it's not good. Three, they actually you know came back with three and had a lot of heart and Agreed. it was a lot of fun. It was really good. Um, but the same thing happened. Um, yeah, it's just. Just how it is, man. I I, I I fucking hate it. Yeah, it is what it is, but uh, I'm with you, though. This summer's going to have that movie to look forward to. I'm actually looking forward to a decent amount of movies. I'm not going to go see the family picture. And, you know, folks, we haven't complained about Little Mermaid here on the channel because... We don't care. Yeah, we're not. Um, no, if, if little if, girls if, watching that movie? Yeah, if you get a chance to see uh, Sisu this, um, this weekend, go, go check it out. You know what? I might try to go check it because, I, like I told you last time, my Regal Pass, I accidentally let it roll over because it rolled over the day I moved back. And I'm like, well, <laughs> shit. So I'm kind of stuck with it for 30 more days. Luckily, okay. there's a Regal about 10 miles from me. So, Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, no, but definitely, if, if you can, go check it out. It is, um, it's a lot of fun, man. It really is. It's based. It's not based on history, though, right? It's no, 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 no. It's based on a it's based on a scenario where like um, the uh, the Nazis were losing and they had to. They were like apparently when they were leaving their their camps and whatever and going back to Germany, they were laying waste to everything. Hmm. And uh, this uh, Finnish soldier from I think I want to say he's from World War One and he's just kind of like in the area of minding his own business and he finds like a, a vein of gold in the ground and he digs up a lot of it and like tries to get past the uh, the Nazis and um, he doesn't and they pick on the wrong old man and it's you know just him kicking ass for 90 minutes you know what's going to be sad is I'm going to watch this movie and then I'm going to watch Indiana Jones 5 and I'm going to go man this old man kicks way more ass than Harrison Ford <laughs> yeah that, that's going to be the problem yeah but uh, no, definitely go check it out. Um, if I can acquire it by other means and get it to Kendo, I will because I want to. I want to hear his opinions on it too. Whenever he can go watch it, that's good because uh, we're actually going to the movies this weekend for the first time in fuck I don't know how long. And uh, oh yeah, Top Gun Maverick. That's the last time we get to go see the movies. Yeah, That'll but no, it would, whenever. Yeah, but no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever, whenever you I get to see Mario. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, dude, you're gonna fucking love it. Text me if you. Uh, Text me when you find, after the movie, but tell me if you find the GameCube ringtone in the movie. Okay, yeah, because uh, she was wanting to go see Guardians 3 and take the kid. I told her that that movie's like almost three hours long, apparently. And we both came to the logical conclusion that a one-year-old is not going to fucking behave for three hours in a movie theater. So I was like, let's go see the Mario movie that's colorful. And he might actually sit there and pay attention to it, not know what the hell he's going, going on because he's one, but, you know at least do better than he would with the other one. Yeah. Uh, as someone who's seen both, uh, yeah, your assessment is right. Mario is such a quick, short movie. And hell, uh, you'll be so enamored, you won't even realize your family's with you. You're just going to be staring at the screen going, well, this is actually pretty goddamn good. Good. I, I like the idea of not you know, being able to realize that I'm with my family and I can just zone out. <laughs> 
It's every man's dream to be able to envision his family as invisible. Yeah. Like, wife, kid, what are you talking about? So, anyway, where do you go to school? I, I'm sorry, that's my wife right there. Good. Good. Texas Tech. Are you at um, State? Are you a Lobo? What's going on there? What do you got going on? Wife? I don't have a wife. What are you talking about? Oh, God. I, 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 I fear for you and Dion. I really do. It's, it's good not to have kids yet, Nick. The difference is, yeah. probably, the difference is, I'm 95 percent sure I wouldn't go through with it. It's not 100. No, yeah. it's not. I can never be 100 percent sure. Like, what happens if there's a knock on the door right now and it's fucking I don't know some hot Hollywood chick? I don't know. Give me a name. Sydney Sweeney. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson knocks on the door and says, I was driving through Indian country here and I broke down. Can you give me, you know, a ride somewhere? I'd be like, oh, I got the ride for you, honey. <laughs> See, that's the 5% right there. That <laughs> is locked up in a 0.0000000001% chance that that would actually ever happen. So you have no chance, but if you had a chance. That's right. I'd, I'd run lickety split. <laughs> yeah, you'd be licking all right. <laughs> right in that split. Oh my uh, god. Xavier to God, thank you very much. He says, So guys, I heard Amber Turd was cast as Scarlet in the next Mortal Kombat movie. Thoughts? Also, Jeff and Kendo, did you guys play Street Fighter Five? Are you gonna get six? Uh, uh do no, I and maybe I gotta see what Street Fighter Five was. Is that Yes, I did play Street Fighter Five. Um and I played Street Fighter Four. And I will not be buying Street Fighter Six because, I mean, it's just going to be a higher resolution version of Four. Yeah. Street Fighters <laughs> felt the same for thirty years almost. It's yeah, like, they're oh, man, all I'm yeah. Turbo yeah. Two. Yeah, yeah, they, uh, yeah, yeah, like those, yeah, those, those, uh, those side, those side-scrolling fighters. I was just like, why are there more of these games? It doesn't make sense. Like they're just going to keep being the same. There might be some story, story, you know, cutscenes, but like it's just you fighting somebody else. So back in the old days of the arcade machine, it made sense. Now when you're doing that, no, 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 that, yeah, no, that I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, that I agree with you. That's fine. But yeah, these days it's like, why are there eight parts of this game? It's weird. So Amber Turd is part of the new Mortal Kombat movie. Well, that fits because the last Mortal Kombat movie was terrible. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can't. I can't. I think didn't didn't the newer one not make money, but they're making a part two anyways. It's weird. Uh, I actually don't know how successful or not it was, but I uh, I hated it. We watched it during the pandemic. It was dog shit. Yeah, yeah, we did because I remember going to the theaters and watching it before the show, or um, maybe the week after. But I remember like actually watching it. And I was like, this is really boring. Yeah, back. Uh... 1995, we still had the best Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, you still original. does. Man. Yeah, still good. Xavier God says, uh, YouTube, so YouTube is giving warnings to people who use ad blocker. Also, what's your guys' favorite Mr. Ditkovich line or scene? Mr. Ditkovich is the landlord from Spider-Man 2 and 3, by the way, for reference. Oh, okay. okay. I was going to say, I know a Ditkovich, but I yeah, don't. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. I, uh, yeah, I know. YouTube is giving warnings. Um, I don't know. I might have to fucking build a an ad blocker, or use a pie hole or something like that to make sure that I don't get any fucking ads from YouTube. You shut your pie hole. <laughs> yeah, bitch. 
Yeah, because I yeah I don't I, I I like I like the way I have it now. I don't I don't pay for um, YouTube, YouTube premium. premium, whatever. I just stream from my laptop to my my TV, and that's it. So, yeah. I I won't say what I use because you know we're on their platform currently. But yeah, I don't watch ads on YouTube. No, <laughs> I don't think I ever have because what I use has been effective for like a decade. Oh yeah. Nothing, because like when I would watch it on the TV, I have to sit through the ads, or I'd have to sit through the ads on my phone. But it's like, I mean, I get it, because you know, content creators and stuff. But they also dick us over, so it's like it's hard to. No, they no, they 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 really they hardcore dick us over because I've I've heard about the new rules and even the rules that came last year, or sorry, the middle uh, a few a few months ago as well. And I was like, like you keep you keep digging more and more of your fucking greedy hands into our pockets. Like stop, just fucking stop. Yeah, that's why we're um, going to be on other platforms, folks. We'll give you bonus content. We'll make it worth your while. It's all yeah. about what we can give you, not what you can give us. Yeah, no, the, no, that that does make me happy when when uh, Musk made that that uh, post on Twitter, and I was like, oh shit, he's trying to compete with YouTube. That's interesting. Our musky uncle Elon. <laughs> Hail thud. Hail thud indeed. <laughs> um, what was it? That that model rocket company has has a model of the uh, Falcon Nine rocket I bought. <laughs> Ooh. Yep. Did it blow up on impact? <laughs> no. Ideally not. Um, now to answer your question, Xavier Degat, about my Mr. my favorite Mr. Ditkovich line, your scene. I do like the part where he says, "If crackers were something, if excuses were crackers, my daughter would be fat." That's a funny one. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like when uh, I think he's a. Uh, Either way, Peter's taking a shit or somebody's in the bathroom and he goes, rent, and he just closes the door in his face. I think that's pretty funny. And I am, when he's trying to tell him how to get Mary Jane back, he says, you say this, you are a good woman, I am a good man, and then Peter waits, and nothing else happens. <laughs> so, you know. It was See, that's where he, you know, that's where Peter really fucked up with the whole deal. He could have just went out and robbed a bank and taken the money, and then he would have had his rent taken care of. And he should have just said, fuck Mary Jane. She's a bitch. I'm going to go bang this chick that's making me cookies. Oh, um, <laughs> was her name Ursula, right? Yeah. Like, she was so sweet on him, and she was so nice and loving, and you could just see it. And yet he's chasing after this harlot that's, you know, now he's going to be an Eskimo brother with Harry. Which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, this is the chick that you've been after your entire time. You've saved her ass and everything, and then she ends up getting fucking porked by your best friend. Back to formula. Yeah, you know, it's like... I don't think, in his defense, like, once... I don't think Mary Jane and Harry ever banged again after Peter saved her. It's not the point, like Jeff. Just... The thought is, he could have thought that, because it's like, they're together all the time. There's a good chance that they banged. I'm not going to ask him if they banged because that makes it weird, and I don't want to know. But then I also know. But I don't want to know. But I also know, and she knows that I know that she knows that I know. And we don't want to go down that road because that leads to therapy, and we don't want couples therapy. So just <laughs> go after Ursula. Just go for her. Because you know what happens if you start banging the landlord's daughter and he really likes you? Guess what? Free you rent. don't have to pay. Yeah, you don't have to pay the rent. 
In fact, the landlord's going to let you stay there for free as long as he doesn't hear his daughter in the throes of passion to throw him off of whatever borscht he's eating that night. And <laughs> he'll be happy as shit because she'll be gone. She'll be moved out. She'll be moved across the hall. And he does. He can still see her and get to see his daughter all he wants. But now he can throw out all her bullshit and have extra space for himself. It's called Lebensraum, Jeff. Hmm. I'm sorry. When you when you say Ursula, I just think of fucking like super trooper. Ursula, Ursula, I love you. Oh God, that's what I was thinking of too. Oh no, and it's got your name on name it. on it. Yeah. I did like that in the second one. Foster and her were still a thing. That made me yeah. happy. You made me want to see that one. Even it's a good one. It it's not bad. The best part is when they go up to Canada, or when they're in Canada. Best line in the entire movie is when the guy's talking to him about fishing, and he's like looking in the car, and they're all sitting in there, or he's sitting in there, and he looks at Ramathorn, and he goes, "Are you a jigger man?" And he's like, "Am I a what man?" <laughs> yeah, that is, that is one where I'm glad they waited time to do part two. It made sense, and it made a little bit better. Um, you know, than than it would have been if they did it like immediately afterwards. So yeah, you, because you wouldn't have got Club Dread that classic. That's true. Well, yeah, but yeah. It it was one of those times where you're like, oh, there's a long time between this and the sequel. I don't know if it's still going to be as good. It works because how they fill in the gaps of what's happened over the course of like the 15 or whatever years makes 100 percent sense. And yeah. when they find all the crazy illegal pills in the woods and they have to figure out what they are, that's also highly entertaining. <laughs> that's true but no there was a, actually there was a, a whole controversy during club dread um even though they were like they were filming things on time and doing it on time and they're also having fun as well but apparently like one of the producers like called the called one of the higher ups of the studio and said oh these guys are fucking around but it's like they're delivering everything on time but i guess it's it didn't, like what else they do were, you want yeah it's like apparently they didn't like they were having fun so uh, Jay was directing, and they brought in some other guy to kind of shadow him for a week. You know, one of the fucking studio guys. And uh, he, I think he, she shadowed him for a bit, and then he fired him. And then by firing him, he fired the main other guys as well, because they, they walked out because their friend was getting fired. They're like, fuck you, we're, we're, we're walking. And so there was, a big, there was a big controversy, and then, like, the studio called called Jay back and be like, all right, all right, all right, we'll, we'll make you the director again, you know, whatever, this and the other, and, you know, get, get back to work. He's like, okay, fine. You know, it was a whole big thing that happened. But it's like they're delivering things on time. They're just having fun while they're doing it. Like, what the fuck's the problem? They're not wasting any money or any or any time. They're just they're able to get things done in a good amount of time. And they're able to fuck around too. I don't understand the problem. You're not allowed to have fun, Hollywood, Nick. Shit, man. This is why I'm independent, man. Fuck it. That's why you're supposed to sit on that couch and shut your mouth before they fuck it. <laughs> no, yeah, the, yeah, exactly, man. Once again, that's why I'm fucking in, in, independent. I like that shit. It's way easier, way easier to deal with. Jeff, I just sent over to to our chat that scene, and it's the fucking best scene in the entire movie. Watch that, and you'd be like, God, I want to go watch Super Troopers 2 now. And you, you will, because it's good. <laughs> well, good thing I have their entire collection on my hard drive. Yeah, I'm going to say I've got all of it on DVD and Blu-ray 1,200 miles away. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm hoping uh, Quasi you know, gets on Blu-ray at some point, so. So you can support the old BL guys? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Always support them. Um, we follow them on Twitter and Instagram for sure. 
Um, Beer Fest is the movie of my people because of my German heritage. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> That's a good one, too. God, I love Beer Fest. It's my favorite one of theirs. I, I saw Super Troopers when it was new. It's funny. I have nothing mm-hmm. bad to say about it, but Beer Fest is just game changer for me, man. I fucking loved that movie. Yep. Super Troopers is the one I regret not watching it in theaters. Yeah, same I, here. My yeah. friend in high school, he was like, dude, let's go watch this. I'm like, that movie looks so fucking stupid and retarded. I could never, ever watch a movie like that. Fast forward a few months, I'm at my buddy's house because I moved up to Michigan and everything, and we're watching Super Troopers, and it's the funniest fucking thing. And I'm just like, this movie is incredible. How did I miss out on this? And then since then, everything was that they put out in theaters. I saw it in theaters with the exception of – no, I did see Super Troopers 2 in theaters. Never mind. I did. Yeah, because you saw that like as soon as it came out. I remember we were uh... – Mm-hmm. Doing a thing on the show about it. You and Nick had both seen it, and Dion and I had not. Well, we weren't perfect. Yeah, man. Those, yeah, those guys are the guys are are, are fucking crazy, and uh, they're still doing stuff. I know. Um, when I went to go see Quasi, uh, the screening of it, um, they were talking about doing Super Troopers three. They were actually writing it and getting it together. I was like, oh, okay, it's it's happening. Holy shit! Well, they know where their bread is buttered. Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like they were they they came to a college to do the screening, and I was like, this is I was like, oh god, they're doing it at a college in 2023, but then I had to remember, I was like, they've done this since they they started. That's a Super Troopers. That's when they did Super Troopers. That's when they were screening that, they were running going from college to college, and uh, and doing it that way. So that's that, 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 that's they've done it for a while now. Well, uh, we should go see them at their next one. Mm-hmm. We'll be on location. <laughs> there you go. That's what we should do. We should do our 10th anniversary episode broadcast live from Jay Chandrasekhar's fucking front yard. Uh, whether he likes we'll it or not. Yeah, we'll see how long we can go live before security and the police show up and get us the hell out of there. <laughs> Joke's on you. Like... He actually watches the channel, so he's like, come in, guys. I don't know. I I think I think yeah, those guys would, like, would would appreciate it. For he's sure. like, I'm a big supporter of Indian American art, <laughs> and I, I listen just for that Nick dude. Oh God! I mean, I told you that's our next plan for world oh. domination. Or well, I mean, well, I mean, doesn't yeah, Disney Foster couldn't do it. Rabbit, or Foster and Rabbit are like, hey, dude, I met this podcast guys at the fucking horror hound we did. They took a picture with us. They are cool as shit. Oh God, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, that's. Because I, yeah, I, I did meet them in one of the horror and I got that my got, got my poster uh, I bought from them, which is up on my we wall got, right we now. We got a picture of them with them too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, yeah, I have it somewhere for sure. It's where Dion's fucking icon for YouTube came from because he's like <laughs> his eyes are closed in and he's got a dirt face. Because <laughs> he was love- drunk. No, we went in line for so fucking long for that picture because we were the only ones who wanted the beer fest one. Everybody else wanted them, and they're like, "That's where we met Bearfucker." Yeah, bear oh god, that chick was intense. <laughs> who else do you think we're gonna meet this year? I hope we run into Bearfucker again. Oh god. Well, here, here's also the thing. It's been a while since that show has been in Indianapolis, so people people want it, and, we've, and they've got some high some high level talent there. So I think it's gonna it's gonna be uh, a big draw. Well. It's going to be great because we're going to be doing like our soft launch of Wokebuster stuff there. So, uh, you know, cheap plug for that. But yeah, folks, we're going to have a ton going on this year. Like I said, it's the summer of bullshit. We have uh, our streams coming up. We have our fun stuff, new videos, all that coming out all the time. But I can't wait till we get to Horror Hound Nick because it's going to get fucking wild. Like, oh, let's, God, let's, oh, shit. let's make sure um, we go to the party. That's true. And also, 
Also, um, the fucking I, I I I feel like an asshole. The restaurant that's out that we always go to in Indianapolis. What the hell is it called? Stelmos. Thank yep. you. Thank you. Stelmos. Thank you. I fucking forgot. It's been that long. So yeah, that's it's been eighty four years, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> eighty four years. Um, yeah, it's been a while, and I missed that place too. So that'll be nice to go. Um, go eat there afterwards. Oh yeah, we're gonna go. Um be nice man it's gonna be so God. nice do you remember when uh we, when we went the last time all those fucking football players were there yeah 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 like, well hey, i mean i'm good and also and also the thing i loved the thing i loved that was brilliant on your part you made a reservation for us and we waited all of like five minutes in the lobby and they're like okay we have your table ready and, Look, and every, every, everyone's like what the fuck what what how, how did it happen? It's like, motherfucker, we made a reservation like like three weeks ago. Get with it. With a reservation and the right clothes, you can get in anywhere in America. Almost <laughs> no. to the top. <laughs> That's true. Because Kenda wore a suit that I think that Saturday. Dude, I'm bringing my suit to Horror Hound. That's all oh, I'm gonna God. wear. Suits to Horror Hound. Oh God, are we are we are we doing this? Are we are we? Are, I, I might. I, I'll probably join you for Suit Saturday. I don't know about well, the whole. In other words, I have to it, stop Saturday. in St. Louis and then drive to Indianapolis. Unless I just go buy a new suit, maybe I'll just go buy a new suit. I think you deserve it because I mean you could buy a pre-graduation suit. Mm, that's true because I will be graduating next year too. Yep. Again. Yep. This is you know what though I will actually attend it outside of my high school graduation. I have not attended any graduation ceremonies for my associates or my bachelors this one i might actually want to go to and then we'll then we'll drive from lubbock up to amarillo and do the uh you know big texan challenge i'm coming down for that man i want to celebrate you and a giant steak oh god oh, yeah, um, sammy sammy three pete i fucking forgot this line one time land, landfill farted a whole plum and we were plum surprised <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that fucking line. Oh shit! Oh, landfill too. You're you're more than a, or more than a lover of land the original or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Thank you, little lady. God damn it! I love the part when they go to that fucking high school party and they just try to outdo oh, yeah, those dude, kids. I, yeah. What the hell? All right, old to... guy. Old. Thirty-three. God, I'm older than him now. Fuck. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell did did, did did Lemmy do? It was like a, what was it called? A dugout or it was a strikeout? Holy shit, man! I've done that before. Apparently, I think I think he did that eleven times or four. Like he did he did it more than once for sure. Um, yeah, it was it was rough. <laughs> and apparently, they used real weed for that scene. Whenever they did it, I was like, God. Oh shit! Yeah. They right. they they in fact did not fuck around. Oh good. No one's gonna have to find out then. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at flights right now. Don't worry. <laughs> oh fuck yeah, Coach Kendo returns, folks. This yeah. is gonna be the event of the season. Uh, we're gonna start putting these little uh, bumpers in the videos and getting everything ready because, uh, you know, we're world class, baby. My and, new uh, job. I'll be there for a few weeks at the at the new school. I'm like I need this uh, four day week, and on it, it's a friends uh, event thing I have to go to in the you know eastern half of the country. Just, 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 just sign it. Just say it's okay for me to take off that Friday and Monday. I don't care if we have a football game that Friday night. Guess who's not going to be coaching that game? Me. Yeah, I need, I need to go to return some videotapes, like on the East Coast, like right now. Okay, come I on. Return some videotapes in uh, Indianapolis. <laughs> Actually, I could just fly to Cincinnati and just have you know Jeff pick me up there. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I live even closer to the airport now, so that makes more sense. ABQ to Cincinnati. I'll see what those flights look like. Might be more expensive because Cincinnati is a shit airport. Well, it's going to be four hundred and forty-one dollars as of right now to fly from ABQ to Indianapolis. Let's see what it costs to fly to Cincinnati on the eighteenth and fly back on the twenty-first. Minus how much it's going to cost for me to leave my car sitting there. Oh, leave at 11.25, but get there at 7.45. No, sir, that is not going to work for me. Yeah, it looks like I'm just flying to Indianapolis because these flights all show up in Cincinnati at at least at 4 o'clock, and that's way too late to get to the whorehound. Yeah, you fly into Indianapolis, and uh, we will pick you up. Nick, are you driving up to Cincinnati and we going together? Uh, is a, a pig's pussy shit in the woods behind a hedge? Well, yes, it is. Okay, then, yeah, I'll be there. So, uh, folks, get ready. It's going to be a party and a half. But uh, yeah, there's alarms going on outside. Sorry for that. <laughs> I know everyone can Just hear like it. the old days. Hey, we're back in the Eastern time zone, folks. It's almost <laughs> 1 o'clock, and there's car alarms going off. <laughs> Gotta love that world-class flavor. It comes with Cincinnati, don't you know? <laughs> so, uh, hey, at, least we, at least motorcycles aren't racing by and shit like that. Dude, they were filming Fast and Furious 11, 12, 13, and 14 outside of my old apartment. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Xavier to God, I did not see the Mortal Kombat 12 game trailer. I didn't even realize they were making Mortal Kombat 12, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, I, I, agree. I don't know. I've given up on Mortal Kombat. They're all kind of the same. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah you all... got to push like 85 buttons to do one move. I'm like, not a fan anymore. I miss the simplistic days. Yeah, it was yeah, cool of, back uh, in the of day. The, of the joystick and two buttons, that's it. Yeah. Just give me Mortal Kombat 2. That's all I need. Yeah, man. I'm an old man at this point. Yep. <laughs> Ripe old age of 34. I'm ready to cash in and retire. Yeah, man. Uh, but no, Kendo. Um, yeah, we'll yeah we'll we'll drive up and uh, I'll I'll let um, I'll let Jeff set up and then I'll come get you, man. Sounds like well. A the flight I'm looking at now gets in at 1.30 in Indianapolis, so... I'll oh, we'll just come get you. got me first. Yeah, man. No no problem. Yeah, you come standing, in that way. And then we'll like, hey, hey, I'm at the airport. Come get me. Stop it. Stop it. Just... just over here. <laughs> God, that's going to be a... F- Dude, Indianapolis is a decent city. Or yeah. it'll be one of those, hey, my plane lanes at 1.30. I'll be outside at 2. If you're not there, I'm going to start walking towards the hotel. <laughs> Don't do That's that. That's what Dion does. Don't fucking do that. That is terrible. No, Listen, he goes to look for a fucking bar, and we lost him in Texas. Oh, yeah. That's always It's a, called that's always making a... progress, okay? Okay. That's or the I'll kind of progress be... we like here on this channel. Or I'll flag down the nearest fucking Uber and be like, hey, is, there's a skyline right down the road. Take me to that. <laughs> we'll fucking eat some chili dogs while I wait for these fucking mows. They're called conies, pal. Whatever. They're chili dogs. <laughs> Fair. Oh my God. Oh They're my delicious. God. I think I'll have one tomorrow in honor of you, Kendo. God damn it. I miss, do. I miss I miss doing Horror Hound with you guys so fucking much. Oh, here's the thing. It's like we're going back to all the fun <laughs> stuff that we used to do. So <sighs> Yeah, we're, we're, we're finally, uh, what is it, uh, uh, BC before COVID. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, it does feel like we're finally past that pandemic and all that shit. It's like everything's been so fucking slow. Yeah. The only difference yeah. is I got to fly to all this shit instead of driving it. I miss that. <laughs> Like what? Indianapolis? Fuck yeah, dude! I'll get in the car. I'll get in the car at like ten. I'll be there at two. 
Hey, man, start, like, start, start, start racking up those sky miles, man. Get, get you a Delta credit card or something. Yeah, now it's like, all right, well, if I leave at four, I can be at the Albuquerque airport at six, get my flight at eight, change planes in Dallas. Uh, I'll let you know what time I'll be there. <laughs> oh, man. Can you get Whataburger at Dallas airport? Because I hope you can. You can at the Dallas Love Field. There is a Whataburger there. Well, you know what you're going to have on that date. Yeah, Whataburger. Yeah. Hey, if you if you if you buy well, no, you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't end up at the Denver airport. I was gonna say if you if if you end up there, go investigate and see see what's really going on. I've been, I've done that. It's creepy. <laughs> yeah, I saw well, that devil horse. The last the last time I flew from St. Louis to Albuquerque and back, uh, my first connection landed in Dallas. My second one came back through Denver. And I got off the plane, and it was right there at a sports bar thing, and the Manchester United game was on. So I'm like, I know what I'm doing for the three-hour layover. Mm. And I sat right there and just, you know, got stinko. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'll bring I'll bring the big cooler. We'll fill it with beer, nice, and it'll be a nice, uh, you know, a nice uh, a nice Goonie weekend. Fuck yeah, dude! We should one one show we should cosplay as the Goonies. I call data. No. Don't don't turn me. That's that that doesn't fit, Jeff. But okay, I'll let I'll let it slide. It's fine. Who call, are you gonna be? I, I call as the I call the Fratelli. The Fratelli. Your, your mama Fratelli. No, I want to be the one that was in Saigon, slick. Oh, Johnson. <laughs> yeah. No relation. Johnson Fratelli. Oh God. Oh, um, on this comic page I drew, uh, there's two soldiers, and both of their name tags say Johnson, because it's a reference to Die Hard. I was like, I hope the inker doesn't think I made a mistake and just <laughs> not put Johnson on both, because it's like... Fine, fine, I'll, I'll dress like Andy, it's okay. Oh god, I was hoping you were going to be Rosalina. <laughs> Rosa- Adios, senorita! <laughs> oh, man. Dion's got to be Josh Brolin. And burn his asshole just like in real life. <laughs> just wear the, just wear the tracksuit and the headband. Yeah. Did you see when Josh Brolin dressed up as himself for Halloween? Dude, that was so fucking awesome. I thought that was great. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, folks, I think we've reached the end of a fun episode tonight. Um, thank you for everybody who sent in the super chats. We appreciate that. Thank you to everyone who joined us and just hung out in general. We appreciate that just as much. Uh, like we said, folks, in three short months, we will be at Horror Hound in Indianapolis. That will be Wednesday, or sorry, August 18th through the 20th, uh, 2023, at the Indiana Convention Center in Indianapolis, Indiana. It is the 20th anniversary of Horror Hound. It is the 20th anniversary of Freddy vs. Jason. And the show in Indianapolis is a crazy time. By the way, guys, this year I actually want to do the parties. You know how we always say we're going to go to the parties and stuff? Let's just go to at least one this year, because the Indianapolis ones are better. Than the fucking Cincinnati ones. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, they're not they're not as anal, so. Oh, you know, I want to I want to hang out with the. Who are we gonna hang out with at this show? Robert England. He seems boring, right? <laughs> Let's dude, buy George Wint a beer. Dude, dude, he's he's gonna Robert England's gonna be in bed once once the once the vendor area closes at like seven. He's like the most. He's so unlike Freddy Krueger. It's hilarious. Oh, it is. It is. Uh, let's yeah, let's let's see who else shows up there. I you know let's um, yeah. I mean, I doubt they're gonna get any anybody else from Freddy vs. Jason because who else? Like, what was that one chick's name? Uh, 
oh, she's like a blonde girl. She's in a bunch of stuff, and she's kind of known to be an asshole. Monica Kina. Monica think look at her. <laughs> Dude, if, if they do, she, she looks like shit. I think, I, mean, I think her and Edward Furlong were dating for a bit. Is yeah. that like an achievement? No. I survived Edward Furlong without uh, hepatitis. Yeah. Uh, they, they may get Catherine Isabel. Uh, Isabel. She's, uh, you know, she's semi-popular. That's um, who I meant to say, actually. Okay, yeah. She's the one. She's the one who dies in the uh, in the cornfield. Ah, that's like yeah. the best scene in that movie. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, they may, or or, or they may get. Um, what is it? Oh, they may get fucking Tyler Labine's brother, Kyle Labine, who might be there. He's really a thing. Yeah. Remember, he was he, he was the one who uh, who who smoked hookah with uh, with the Freddy Worm. Oh. oh, shit. Now I see the similarity. Yep. Yep. I'd like yeah. to hang out with Tyler Levine. He's cool. Yeah. there's. I mean, there's a few few that might come, but, like, um, yeah. We'll see what happens. I mean, Robert England and Ken Kurtzinger are going to be there for sure, so, yeah. Well, folks, you can you can buy one of these Freddy vs. Jason fight posters from me and get it autographed. And I don't mean, like, a little poster. This is a 24 by 36 beast. Yeah, um, like l- l- like I said, give it to me. I'll wait in line and get it and get it signed for you. Fuck yeah, yeah. You're gonna are you gonna wait in line on Suit Saturday or are you gonna do it? Uh... Nah, man, I'm not waiting in line on fucking Suit Saturday. No, I'll do it. I'll do it Friday or Sunday. I'll I'll definitely do it Friday for sure because Friday is like the day where we can kind of like uh, fuck around and whatever. Saturday will be we'll we'll, we'll focus on uh, on making some money. So that's different. I uh, I like that plan, Nick. Yeah. I like a lot of the stuff we're gonna do. Yeah, no, man. Saturdays, Saturdays. The I got, I got, I gotta bring back the, I gotta bring back, you know, convention, convention hustler Nick, and try to make some fucking money of these things since we're gonna bring some stuff to to sell. So yeah, I got, I gotta bring that back. Oh, dude, I'm gonna be selling. I got a couple new prints I'm making. Uh, I'm gonna treat it like my old horror hound. So it'll be one part WCVS, one oh, part God, art dude. show. Because those <laughs> were always fucking fun, dude. Those fucking days, man. Oh God, that was so much fun. So dude, much con, fun. con money is the best money. Because people, are I, there remember, to buy. I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember. I think yeah, two times, two times. But you and me did Horror Hound. I remember getting. I remember you. You were like, "Oh, get me a table next to you," and I did. And we did that twice, and we both ended up making bank that weekend. Oh my god, the 2015 show. Yes, it's the stuff of yes. legends. Yes, thousands we had, of dollars. Oh my god, dude! I think <laughs> yeah, because I think you and me had like had to like fucking like cram the cash box closed so we could close it. Like it was it was bad. I mean, in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's Look how it, it was. It was amazing. I remember people wanted to buy these goddamn Walking Dead things I had. Like, oh, crazy. God, dude, people loved that shit. Yeah, and they wanted the fucking zombie contacts from me. It was, yeah, it was crazy, man. We were just hand over fist. Hand over fist. It's going to be another fun show. And then I got the, I get to work the Cincinnati Comic Expo a couple of weeks later. That's going to yeah, be man. another fun one. Yeah, uh, uh, make yeah. sure make sure you bring, you know, cards and website stuff so they can get, you know, get uh, get to you. Oh, remember, I'm getting all new stuff for this show. We're going to have our huge banner. Like, we're world class, man. When we do these shows in person, people know what's up, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll bring, uh, yeah, I'll bring, I'll bring the, spe- the, the speakers usual and whatever else we need. So, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Well, I'm glad Kendo's coming. Now it's going to be a fucking party. Now we can tell Dion to make sure his car is fixed in advance. Like, right the fuck now. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. He needs to. Yeah, and and no and, and and no no escaping Saturday early. It's like, oh, I got to go back. I got work stuff. No, motherfucker, you're gonna go tailgate. We know we know how this works. Yeah, don't lie. Just admit that you 
you didn't make the football team, so you want to tailgate instead. That's okay. Just be honest. And you have to come to this one or else you're fired from the show. <laughs> I would have tell him, Kendo is flying in from New Mexico. Fu- whatever football game you could watch, watch it on TV. But we have season passes. You can miss one. Yeah, yep. just well, yeah. We're not we're not asking you to miss everyone. Just one. That's it. That's all we're asking for. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah. That's it, man. You owe it to us. Because I still I still remember the one that we were going to for your birthday in October, and had he had he I remember the game started really late or something like that. Had he had he not uh, had he gone to it and not come hung out with us, he would we would have never seen him. Nope. He's well, like, oh, make it right down is, after. The good news is Michigan State's first football game isn't until September first. Ah, he doesn't have an excuse. Correct. <laughs> you know what's going to be funny? We're going to have something really awesome that he wants to attend, and we're going to say, sorry, Dion, you're not invited to this one. What the fuck, man? I'm on the show. It's during football season. You just stay home and watch MSU. We're going to go collect our award. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send him pictures of us at, like, a fucking dinner. Uh, I don't know who's going to be there. Rob Riggle and some random other people. Yeah, Dion just be like, fuck, man. <laughs> We'll send him a video of us going, go green! Oh my god. <laughs> nah, that's, that's that's too mean. That's why we're going to do it. Yep. Uh, that, uh, look, it, we should rename this show to Friends Trolling Friends, and every week it's just a way to troll Dion. Now, we have to do one more thing. Um, Buffalo Jeff has to make an appearance and sing Goodbye Horses. By the way, Kendo, did you know that... Uh, the song Goodbye Horses appeared on the Married to the Mob soundtrack. I did not know that. That is the first place it appears. Huh. I was not aware of that. I learned that right now myself because when I looked it up, it said uh, that was it. All right, so let me look up the lyrics and get them pulled up because I don't know these words off my off the top of my head. He told me, I see you rise. But it always falls. I see you come. I see you go. He said, All things pass into the night. I say, Oh no, sir. I must say you're wrong. I must disagree. Oh no, sir. I must say you're wrong. Won't you listen to me, Dion? There you go, Darian217. Buffalo Jeff sang you goodbye horses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Nick Kendo, anything else you want to say before we go? Nope. Oh, man. All right. All right, folks. Well, thank you for joining us. We'll have more videos out. Check them out. They've been kicking ass. We appreciate all our new subscribers. Past 182K on our way to 200K, then 500, then a million. Then once we hit 10, we're literally quitting. When we hit that number, we're going to fuck. We're going to buy some shit, we're going to break it, and then we're going to delete the channel on air. How's that sound? <laughs> Sounds good to me. Good what we got to do is we got to alienate all of our friendships, too, at that 10 million mark. We just start screaming <laughs> at people, like, we're better! <laughs> Fuck you! I don't need you! Oh, my God. We're just going to go, we'll invite Lape out and just fuck with him. <laughs> so like normal, then? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Lape was the world's best DD ever because he brought you his homemade oh. custom beer and drove you around after you were drunk from drinking it. Yep. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's why we yeah. called him Channel Dad, not because he's old, but because he took care of us. 
Oh man, no, he's supposed to, he's supposed to come down uh, to Atlanta to see some uh, breweries around here whenever he uh, gets a chance. So what a shocker! Lape in a brewery? Hmm, yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, folks, thank you for watching. We'll be back next week with more. But in the meantime, be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com. Nice shooting, son. What's your name? My name is Jeff. <laughs> <laughs>